tonight I want to talk about the coming of the Messiah and I'm going to structure the message of the coming of the Messiah I'll structure it in two tire, two forms uh, if you listen to me we're going to be together I am going to divide the coming of the Messiah into two sections and in that way we will have the two days covered and uh, my daughter you are squeezed my son you can move them back to the next row thank you then she is squeezed let me do a bit of ushering here today hallelujah hallelujah thank you thank you Asante. more room more again more now thank you so much mom mama siongo thank you very much thank you my son the member of parliament i bless you mwanangu mbunge ninakubariki so your mother is here Thank you. Mama, in the name of Jesus. She's somewhere here, right? Oh, thank you, thank you so much. Asante sana. This is my son. Huyu ni mwanangu. I took him away from you. Nilimchukua kutoka kwako. The Lord bless you, Jesus. Bana akubarikie kweli kweli. I'll just thank you if she can get the right teaching. She's the right place. So now, kwa hivyo sasa, I will divide the message into two. Nitagawa ujumbe mara mbili. Uh, the first part kwanza, I will focus on the condition of the church hali ya kanisa, I will draw your attention to the condition of the church nita, hali ya kanisa. in other words Kwa mingine, where does the Lord need to do rescue the church from ni mahali wapi ambapo bana anahitaji kulikomboa kanisa kutoka na kumwandaa kwa ajili ya kuingia part, na sehemu ya pili which mostly will come tomorrow ambayo sana sana itakuja kesho is going to focus on preparation prop processing the church itaenda kulenga katika maandalizi kutengeza kanisa in other words maneno mengine we will center it on the garment of righteousness tutalenga katika lile vazi la uhaki so these are going to be two big days kwa hivyo hizi zinaenda kuwa siku kubwa mbili in the life of the church katika maisha ya kanisa and out of this na kutokana na hii you must see the kingdom of god lazima uone ufalme wa Mungu hallelujah hallelujah and uh, i want to recognize na ningependa kutambua that uh, it will be structured it will be like a teaching so you are able to make notes because i want to do maximum gain itaundwa itakuwa kama mafundisho utaweza kuweza kuandika kwa sababu nataka kufanya zile faida za juu zaidi china i bless you south korea i bless you uchina ninawabariki korea kusini ninawabariki let me take the chinese flag before i start Hebu nikaichukue bendera ya Uchina kabla nianze. kwangu pole pole. Pole pole katika Swahili. So I have taken another flag. Nimeichukua bendera nyingine. Taken another nation for the Lord. Kulichukua taifa lingine kwa ajili ya Bwana. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I know your translation is going on. 
na najua kwamba utafsiri wenu unaendelea so i will take many flags don't worry but for now let me have this nitachukua bendera nyingi lakini kwa sasa hebu niwe na hii germany i will take your flag germany oi germany nitachukua bendera yenu nipe bendera yenu what am i going to do nitakwenda kufanya nini Thank you so much. Asante sana. So now, kwa hivyo sasa, I will structure the message as I've said. Nitaunda ule ujumbe kama vile nilivyosema. Into those two forms. Katika miundo hiyo miwili. First, the condition of the church. Kwanza hali ya kanisa. And once we have understood the situation, the condition of the church. Na mara tumekwishaelewa ile hali ya kanisa. Then now I'll talk about the garment what she ought to be wearing. Kisha nitazungumzia kuhusu vazi. Anapaswa kuwa anavalia nini? So it's going to be an extensive sermon. Kwa hivyo yanaenda kwa mahubiri yaliyoendelea. In the mighty name of Jesus. Katika jina kuu la Yesu. Right away as we begin. Moja kwa moja tunapoanza. I want to give you a snapshot. Ninataka niwapatie tu muktasari. A picture ile taswira of the kingdom of god ya ufalme wa mungu that we are going to be talking about here ambao tutakwenda kuzungumzia hapa the kingdom of god ufalme wa mungu i'm going to give you a snapshot a picture that when we begin to talk about preparing tutaenda kuwapatia taswira ili kwamba atakapoanza kuzungumzia kuhusu kujiandaa then you understand very well the gravity of preparing because Kisha, you have a picture of where you are going to Kisha utaelewa ule uzito wa kujiandaa maana una ile taswira ya mahali ambapo unaenda So I'll begin by saying Ibo basi nitaanza kwa kusema that the kingdom of God almighty kwamba ufalme wa Mungu mkuu mwenyezi that he has shown me he has taken me to the kingdom and he has brought me back several times several times for you are sake for you you are Amba, at the center of those mission ambao amenionyesha amenipeleka na kunirudisha kwa ajili yenu and so the kingdom of god kwa hivyo basi ufalme wa mungu that the lord is talking about ambao bwana anauzungumzia where he wants you to be mahali ambapo anataka wewe uwe the kingdom of god ufalme wa mungu i described here nilielezea hapa I describe nilielezea that he took me to the city of God kwamba alinipeleka katika muji wa Mungu the city of new jerusalem muji wa yerusalemu mpya and he took me there for one purpose na alinipeleka pale kwa kusudi moja because he had you in his heart he had you in his mind alikusikia wewe alikuwa nawe katika fikra zake he's doing literally everything anafanya kiarisia kila kitu to ensure that he catches your attention kuhakikisha kwamba ameteka umakinifu wenu on this matter kuhusiana na swala hili of the glorious kingdom of god la ufalme wa utukufu wa mungu now sasa he showed me the city of new jerusalem ananionyesha muji wa yerusalemu mpya and i described to you some of the buildings i saw the expensive the costly building nami nikaelezea baadhi ya michengo ambayo niliona michengo ya galimno because even the skyline he privileged me because he lifted me a little higher so i could see from an angle so i could see the skyline hata katika anga lake alinitunuku alininua juu zaidi kwa hivyo ningeweza kuona anga lake 
and the buildings, some of them are these very beautiful buildings. Uh, the design of top buildings, you see, sharp up like this, and not four-sided. I think it looks like more than four. And then the sharp edges, with, if you would think it is lit light, light, beautiful lighting. However, that was just gold within the glory of God. Because you could think those are bulbs. You know the way people build the New York City or build a city and the sharp building, then they put lights on the edges. No. But that, that is the kind of thing, however, pure white and those were like tinges of gold, golden white. The glory of Yahweh, the glory of the Lord will light up the city. And so, and inside the city, the main streets and everything are been there. Then there are sections of the city which is just greenery. He has taken me there also. Like where you could just sit and relax and get to heal after what you went through on the earth. Kama Hiyo ndiyo sababu ambayo Yesu alikuja. Na akakwenda msalabani. Kwamba siku moja nzuri. You may be able to enter that city. Ukaweze kuingia katika mji huo. The city of New Jerusalem. Mji wa Yerusalemu mpya. Awesome Ni injili ya ajabu kiasi gani? The gospel of the kingdom of God. Injili ya ufalme wa Mungu. And so, naipo basi. Join me that city. Akinionyesha hiyo akinionyesha huo mji and then alafu at the same time katika wakati huo huo the stairs of eternity that i prophesied have been lowered ngazi za umilele ambazo nilitoa unabii zimeshushwa up into the sky here juu katika anga hapa and the voice of the lord came and said nayo sauti ya bana ikaja na ikasema they will remain there until the church enters zitabaki pale hadi kanisa litakapoingia so you can see that the constellation kwa hivyo unaweza kuona kwamba ule mondoko the formation ule mpangilio in the kingdom of god na muundo katika ufalme wa mungu for receiving the church ni kwa ajili ya kulipokea kanisa if you look at the formation above up here ikiwa utaangalia ule muundo hapa juu it is ringing and trumpeting one thing ina tarumbeta tu kitu kimoja 
that the kingdom of God is now near. Kwamba ufalme wa Mungu sasa ukaribu. That you have to prepare to enter. Kwamba inabidi mchiandae kuingia. And that is why. Na hiyo ndio sababu. To meet here today. Ukutana hapa leo hii. And talk about entry na kuzungumzia kuhusu kuingia that is the climax of the gospel hiyo ndiyo kilele juu zaidi kwa kwa injili hallelujah hallelujah and that's why today na hiyo ndiyo sababu leo hii as i begin ninapoanza i just want to run down to give you a snapshot the way somebody makes a picture he shoots a picture and brings you and shows you ninataka tu kuleta taswira kama vile mtu anaweza chapa picha alafu akuletea kuonyeshe na anakuambia this is australia hii ni australia this is australia hii ni australia oh he tells you ama anakuambia this is kenya hapa ni Kenya. This is where I want you to go. Hapa ndipo nataka wewe uende. The land of revival. So, that is the picture I want to give you here. Hiyo ndio tafsiri ambayo ningependa kuwapeni hapa. About the kingdom of God. Kuhusiana na ufalme wa Mungu. As we begin. Tunapoanza. Number one. Jambo la kwanza, the kingdom of heaven. Ufalme wa mbinguni. The glorious kingdom of God. Ufanme wa utukufu wa Mungu. Is the dwelling place of God. Ni makaazi ya Mungu. That means If you are heaven bound. Ikiwa wewe ni mtu wa kwenda mbinguni. Then you know. Basi unajua. You are going to meet God face to face. Unaenda kukutana na Mungu uso kwa uso, ana kwa ana. Just that you may understand. Ili kwamba upate kuelewa. And the Lord has also taken me to hell. Naye Bwana pia amenipeleka kuzimu jahanamu. And it was terrible. Na ilikuwa ya kutisha. It may not be the subject matter of this preaching today. Huenda haitakuwa ndiyo mada ya mahubiri haya ya siku ya leo. But the message is clear. Lakini ujumbe uko wazi. That hell is bad. Kwamba jahanamu ni kubaya. Try as much as possible to stay away from hell. Jaribu focus on heaven jaribu kwa kadri ambavyo unaweza ili ukausiende jehanamu wacha tulenge tuongee mambo ya mbinguni na kuna mengi ambayo niliona pale the dead everything the past and the worms and the fire and the change it was just unbelievable it was something you don't want to look at with your eyes wafu ule ile minyoo na wadudu na uvundo ni kitu ambacho hauzaha pia na usaha pia and the fire and the gro- the wailing going on there na moto na pile and heaven is real ninataka tu tunapoanza tuelewe hivyo kwamba jehanamu ni halisia na mbinguni ni halisia and so he's saying here na hivyo basi asema hapa in my rundown katika tafsira yangu that heaven is where god's family will live forever kwamba mbinguni ni mahali ambapo familia ya Mungu itaishi milele you that belong to the family of god nyinyi ambao ni wa familia ya Mungu that means that is the only place to get to to go to hiyo yamaanisha kwamba hapo ndipo pahali pa pekee pa kwenda so it is where the family of god will live and forever ni mahali ambapo familia ya Mungu itaishi na milele let me finish this because this is just to give you a snapshot he says anasema heaven is called the mountain of god mbinguni inaitwa mlima wa Mungu in hebrews 12 katika waibrania 12:22-23 is also called the city of god pia inaitwa muchi wa Mungu it is the most exalted kingdom ever ever 
ni ufalme ambao umekwezwa zaidi ambao umewahi kukwezwa zaidi there is no greater kingdom hakuna ufalme mwingine mkubwa zaidi it is the most highly exalted kingdom ever ni ufalme ambao umeinuliwa juu zaidi ambao umewahi kuinuliwa juu zaidi it is the most powerful kingdom ever ni ufalme wa nguvu zaidi ambao umewahi kuwapo There is no more powerful kingdom. Hakuna ufalme mwingine wa nguvu zaidi. And he goes on to say, Na anaendelea kusema, It is the most secure kingdom where there will be no terrorist attack, there will be no attack from another army. It is the most secure kingdom ever. Ni ufalme ambao una usalama zaidi ambao umewahi kuwepo hakutakuwa na mashambulizi. Some of you you may need some briefing when you go there. Badieni mtahitaji ule kuelezewa kabla muende huko. Sometimes you call it a debrief to debrief somebody, debrief you from the earth. Inaitwa kuweza kupewa muktasari kuelezewa maelezo yake kutoka kwa dunia. Debriefing. That may mean na maelezo mafupi na hiyo inaweza maanisha to disconnect you from the mentality of the earth. Kukuteganisha the building of doors with grills and windows with chuma and metals and putting CCTV and barbed wires kujenga majengo yaliyo na zile kamera za CCTV na ile milango mikubwa mikubwa ya chuma and for keeping a special panga in one corner na machete in a known corner na kuweka panga fulani na kuweka panga mahali fulani ambapo unaweza ukaifikia You may need to be debriefed some of you. Uenda utahitaji maelezo mafupi badi yenu. Because he's saying the most secure kingdom ever. Kwa sababu anasema ni ufalme ambao una usalama zaidi ambao umewahi kuwepo. There will be no terrorist attack. Hakutakuwa na mashambulizi ya kigaidi. There will be no screaming at the gate. Hakutakuwa na kule ule uchunguzi langoni. Inspection ukaguzi whatever it is called inspection or at the gate to check your bag ule, check your phone ule ukaguzi kwa nango hautachunguzwa it won't be checked hautachunguzwa you also will be surprised that wewe pia utashangazwa nobody stopping me hakuna mtu ananisimamisha because of mentality kwa sababu ya hali ya kiakili i think you have to be repressed itabidi kwamba upewe maelezo mafupi connect you from kitovu ili ili kukutenganisha na kitovu lazima ikatwe kitovu na anasema from your mother earth right kutoka katika mama yako wa ulimwengu the mother earth mama yako wa duniani mama yako duniani mama yako duniani so he says kwa hivyo anasema is the most holiest kingdom ever ni ufalme ulio mtakatifu zaidi ambao umewahi kuwepo it is where there is no pain ni mahali ambapo hakuna uchungu there is no cancer hakuna saratani there is no surgery hakuna upasuaji there is no dialysis hakuna kufanyiwa dialysis hakuna kisukari there are no amputation hakuna kukatwa there is no taking pain killers hakuna kutumia madawa ya kupunguza makali ya uchungu in other words there is no sorrow there kwa maneno mengine hakuna uzuni huko Until now who is it that would not want to go there? Hadi sasa ni nani huyo ambaye hangependa kwenda huko? Right right you, you are demonstrating violence like that. Unaashiria kwa fujo namna hiyo. You are saying every person must 
like it. Unasema kila mtu lazima aipende. No, I'm not refusing. I agree with you. Sikatai, ninakubaliana nawe. Thank you so much. Asante sana. He's saying, anasema, no amputation, no injection. Hakuna kukatwa, hakuna kudungwa sindano. No pills. Hakuna kutumia madawa. Pain killer. Tembe na pia zile tembe tembe za kupunguza makali ya uchungu. On this one. Na katika hii this one we're gonna we're gonna have to cut we're gonna have to operate this one i'll do for you a small procedure and my daughter, my daughter the doctors like joyce maina and uh, the rest are there they understand the doctor from chenwek level six you understand what i'm saying you say such a conversation will not take place in heaven at all mazungumzo kama hayo hayatafanyika kamwe kule mbinguni there is no cutting hakuna kukatwa and it says nana sema because before we start the message kwa sababu kabla tuanze ujumbe i just want us to be on the same page nataka tuwe tu katika ukurasa mmoja of where i am talking about kwa kuhusiana na mahali ambapo ninazungumzia kupahusu in swahili they say katika swahili itwasema ndio tusisumbuane ndio tusisumbuane so when i start telling you about righteousness you will stand up and say i want it ili kama nitakapoanza kuambia kuhusu uhaki utasimama na utaka on your own kifiako and he says nana sema there is no sin there hakuna dhambi huko hallelujah hallelujah there is no sin in the kingdom of god hakuna dhambi katika ufalme wa mungu sin will be over dhambi itakuwa imetwisha hallelujah and the wages of sin na ujira wa dhambi hakutakuwa na kifo na mauti no funerals hakuna mazishi ai ai There is no funeral. Hakuna mazishi huko. There will be no funeral. Hakutakuwa na mazishi. There are no funeral. Hakuna mazishi. Hakuna mapoma ya mazishi. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That is the kingdom I am talking about. Kabla nianze uchumbe. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Until now, hadi sasa. I wonder who is still balancing between two roads ninashangani nani ambaye bado ana sita sita kati ya barabara mbili you are doing it violently to me unakubali kwa fujo kwangu mimi i believe me i understand you i agree with you niamini ninaelewa ninakubaliana nawe people are tired watu wamechoka there are no cripples there hakuna viwete huko There are no blind people. Hakuna watu vipofu. That means anybody that is crippled and blind here while they on the way up they will be healed. Inamaanisha mtu yeyote ambaye ni kiwete na kipofu hapa wakiwa kwa barabara wakienda juu wataponywa. They will climb the stairs not on their toes. Watakwea kwenye ngazi sio kwa vitole vyao. They will not climb the stairs on their knees and hands. Hawatapaa kwenye zile ngazi wakiwa kwa magoti. They will be climbing the stairs. Watakuwa wakipanda zile ngazi. Watapanda zile ngazi. So there are no cripples. Bible hakuna viwete. In the kingdom I'm talking about. Katika ufalme ambao ninauzungumzia. No blind people. Hakuna watu vipofu. There are no deaf people. Hakuna watu visiwi. There are no hope lines. Hakuna 
zile nambari za simu za motomoto ukiwa kwa shida unapiga ukitetemeka na duru nambari za kozi na majonzi There will be no hotline. Hakutakuwa na nambari za moja kwa moja za darura. It is a real place. Ni mahali halisia. It is the highest paradise. Ni paradiso ya juu zaidi. The kingdom I'm talking about. Ufanya bao nina uzungumzia. I just want to give you this picture before I begin the message. Nataka tu niwape taswira hii kabla nianze ujumbe. But when I begin to give the message. Kwamba nitakapoanza kupeana ujumbe. You will now understand me very well. Sasa very well. Sasa mtanielewa vyema kabisa. Really say. Kwa sababu anasema no blind. Hakuna vipofu. No death. Hakuna kifo. No mute. Hakuna mabubu. No paralytic. Hakuna mapoza. No broken back. Hakuna ngodi issues. Hakuna migongo iliyovunjika, shida za nyuki za migongo. Another one. Na nyingine. There will be no lunatic stare. Hakutakuwa na wenda wazimu huko. There, they will not be found there. Hawatapatikana huko. And he says, Nana sema, it is the highest celebration that never ends. Ni sherehe kubwa kabisa ambayo kamwe haiishi. You'll be celebrating and celebrating and celebrating and celebrating and celebrating anasema yapatayo it is where the tree of life is located ni mahali ambapo mti wa uzima upo revelation chapter 2 verse 7 ufunuo mlango wa pili mstari wa 7 revelation 22 verse 2 ufunuo 22 mstari wa pili in that city katika mji huo in that kingdom katika ufalme huo the gold which is the most precious metal on the earth dhahabu ambayo ndicho ndio rasilimali ya thamani zaidi ulimwenguni gold will be used for the streets you will walk on streets of gold dhahabu itatumiwa kwenye barabara utatembea kwenye barabara za dhahabu can i explain you that jinaweza kuelezea hiyo i will have to explain itabidi nielezee hii anasema when you enter a bank unapoingia kwenye benki and there are serious bankers here na kuna wanabenki wa, wa kuna wakurugenzi wa benki na mameneja wa benki na kila mtu hapa kila mahali hapa ever heard of anything called the gold reserve gold bars she mumewahi sikia hifadhi yes, za dhahabu yes my lord ndio mabana mungu Oh in a strong room. Thank you for that word strong room. So that that that's the wealth of the earth. Hayo ni mali ya dunia. But next time you go there and see them. Lakini wakati ujao ukienda pale na kuiona. And you see those bars of gold in the strong room of the bank. Alafu uone hizo sehemu na hizo sehemu kubwa kubwa za dhahabu katika kile chumba kilicho na usalama zaidi ndani ya benki. Just seven eight. So these pavements of the of the streets are here. 
Those are mere pavements for walking. Many people walk on them. Ni barabara tu za kutembea. Watu wanatembea juu yake. If they ask you what do you mean? Mbona sikuelewi vizuri? Ikiwa atakuuliza, "Wamaanishani, mbona sikuelewi vizuri?" Then no, the kingdom I'm going to. Unasema, "Ah, ufalme ambao ninaweza." Ambia pavement. Hii ni ya kutumika tu kwa barabara tu. That is it. City I'm talking about. Hii ambao ninauzunguzia kuhusu. The kingdom I'm talking about. Ufalme ambao ninauzunguzia kuhusu. It will give you an opportunity to see God face to face. Itakupatia fursa ya kumwona Mungu uso kwa uso, ana kwa ana. The kingdom of God. Ufalme wa Mungu. Ai. To meet God your creator face to face kukutana na Mungu mumbaji wako uso kwa uso that is awesome hiyo ni ajabu he says anasema it is the home of the angels ni nyumbani kwa malaika that is it ndio hiyo you will be able to meet the angels to worship with them utaweza kukutana na malaika na kuabudu pamoja na wao how powerful ni nguvu kiasi gani he says anasema it is the only permanent kingdom that exists permanent we will never be destroyed it lasts forever permanent your family wa kutumwa ambao upo hautawahi kamwe kuangamizwa ama kuharibiwa ni wa kutumwa anasema it is the most powerful kingdom ni ufalme wa nguvu kabisa ambao umewahi kuwepo and has the most powerful king ever nobody can overthrow him na uko na mfalme wa nguvu zaidi hakuna mtu anayeweza kumpindua ama kumondoa so that king lasts forever kwa hivyo huyo mfalme anadumu milele so you can just be in peace that you are in good hands kwa hivyo unaweza tu kuwa kwa amani kwamba uko katika mikono iliyo salama naye anasema the completeness of christ ule ukamilifu wa Kristo and the whole wholesomeness of Christ na ule uzima na ukamilifu wa Kristo is going to be realized in that kingdom utakwenda kutambuliwa katika huo ufalme and in that kingdom na katika huo ufalme Christ is the monarch Kristo ndiye He is the crown prince. Yeye ndiye amepewa taji ya ufalme. Of that kingdom. Ya huo ufalme. That is where I am talking about. Hapo ndipo ambapo nazungumzia kupahusu. I just wanted us to be on the same page before I begin the message. Nilitaka tuwe katika ukurasa mmoja kabla nianzishe ujumbe. Because sometimes you see there is confusion. Kwa sababu waona wakati mwingine kuna kuchanganyikiwa. But I want to clear the air before I begin. Lakini ninataka kuondoa hiyo kabla nianze. That kingdom. Huo ufalme. In that kingdom. Katika huo ufalme, we will all enjoy the real triumphant entry of the Messiah. Sote tutafurahia kule kuingia kwa ushindi kwa Mesia. Remember, kumbuka the one that was done in Jerusalem. Yule aliyekufa Yerusalemu ile iliyofanywa kule Yerusalemu remember the triumphant entry that was done in Jerusalem kumbuka kule kuingia kwa ushindi kulikofanywa Yerusalemu when they did not understand him wakati ambapo hawakumuelewa and it did not go well na haikuenda vizuri 
But the real one will now take place in heaven. Lakini alisia sasa itafanyika mbinguni. To honor the Messiah. Kumheshimu Mesia. The way you see in Revelation chapter 7. Jinsi ambavyo unaweza ukaona katika ufunuo mlango wa 7. Verses 9 to 12. The fountain of living water will be right there. In that city. And he says, everybody there will be comforted, comforted by God the Father Himself comforted by your own father na baba yako mwenyewe the earth of the covenant of the lord is in that kingdom sanduku la agano lake bwana liko katika ufalme huo Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So you will get to see the ark of the covenant of Yahweh. Kwa hivyo utapata kuona sanduku la agano la Yahweh. Saying, anasema, God's temple is right there. Ekalu la Bwana liko pale pale. In that kingdom. Katika huo ufalme. And he saying, na anasema, God's throne enzi ya Mungu and majesty na ukuu is in that kingdom iko katika ufalme huo the kingdom of heaven ufalme wa mbinguni anapokisha asema it is the home of the highest life ni nyumbani kwa maisha ya juu zaidi the life that will never end maisha ambayo kamwe hayatawahi kuisha it is the home of the highest joy ni nyumbani kwa furaha ya juu kabisa the joy that never ends ile furaha furifuri ambayo kamwe haishi it is the home of the highest worship ni nyumbani kwa ibada ya juu zaidi worship that never ends ile ibada ambayo kamwe haina mwisho nyumbani kwa sifa ya juu zaidi kwake Mungu praise that never ends sifa ambayo kamwe haitawahi kuisha ufalme wa Mungu the highest name of Jesus jina lo juu sana la Yesu there are some attributes about Jesus kuna sifa fulani kuhusiana na Yesu that you will only discover there ambazo utagundua tu pale and the shock na mshtuko that will consume you ambao utakuteka the river of life mto wa uzima is in that kingdom huko katika mchi huo the kingdom of God. Ufalme wa Mungu. I wonder how many still want to go there. Nashangani wangapi ambao bado wanataka kwenda huko? Let me check who doesn't so that I may be able to sort it out with him. Hebu nichunguze ni nani ambaye hataki kwenda ili nikasuluhishe pamoja naye. So now then we can begin. Kwa hivyo basi sasa tunaweza kuanza. Now. Sasa I begin the first part ninapoanza sehemu ya kwanza that is essentially going to address the condition of the church ambayo kimsingi itakwenda kushughulikia hali ya kanisa the condition of the believer hali ya muumini the condition of the house of the lord hali ya nyumba ya Mungu the condition of the pulpit right ha- now hali ya madhabahu sasa hivi As I begin that, ninapoanza hiyo, 
I want to mention a few warning highlights in the Bible. Ninataka kutaja ila nina maonyo kadhaa katika Biblia. Where the Bible comes out openly and warns you and raises a red flag. Mali ambapo Biblia inajitokeza wazi na kukuonya na kuinua bendera nyekundu. And tells you. Na kukwambia wewe. Be careful now. Makinikeni sasa. On this matter. Kusiana na swala hili. Right away from the book of Isaiah. Moja kwa moja kutoka kitabu cha Isaya. Chapter 26 verses 19-21. Mlango wa 26 mstari wa 19 hadi 21. He Anasema, but your dead will live, bali wapo wenu wataishi, their bodies will rise. Mimi yenu, mimi yao itapofuka. You who dwell in the dust, nyinyi mkaao katika mavumbi ya dunia, wake up and shout for joy. Amkeni na mkashangilie kwa furaha. And he goes on to say, na anaendelea kusema, your dew is like the dew of the morning. Umande wenu ni kama umande wa asubuhi. The earth will give birth to her dead. Dunia itawazaa wapu wake. Then he goes to verse 20 Isaiah 26. Isha anaenda katika mstari wa 20 kitabu cha Isaiah 26. Go my people. Nendendeni watu wangu enter thy chamber. Ingieni vyumbani mwenu. Go my people. Nendendeni watu wangu enter thou into thy chamber. Ingieni nyie vyumbani mwenu. And he says, and shut the doors behind you for a little while. Na nasema namfunge milango nyuma yenu kitambo kidogo. And shut the doors about thee. Namfunge milango nyuma yenu. And then he says, hide yourself for a little while. Jificheni kwa kitambo kidogo. Until his wrath, his indignation has passed by. Baka gadabu yake ipite. See Tazama, the Lord is coming out of his dwelling Bana anakuja kutoka katika makao yake to punish the people of the earth for their sin ili kuadhibu watu wa dunia kwa ajili ya dhambi zao the earth will disclose the blood shed upon her dunia itadhihirisha umagaji damu juu yake she will conceal her slay no longer wala haitaendelea kwa picha watu wake waliouawa everybody focus on me a moment kila mtu mnilenge kidogo he say anasema that as you begin to talk about the glorious kingdom of god kwamba unapoanza kuzungumzia kuhusu ufalme wa utukufu wa Mungu and the entry of the church na the entry of the believers na kuingia kwa kanisa kuingia kwa waumini then he say kisha anasema that the scriptures are celebrating kwamba andiko ambalo linaisherekea they raise what a warning warning wanainua wanaibua onyo onyo ilani kali ilani kali sana a warning ilani they are saying wanasema in that scripture katika hilo andiko the lord says bwana anasema that at that time of entry kwamba wakati huo wa kuingia into the glorious eternal kingdom of yahweh katika ufalme wa utukufu wa yahweh then he says kisha anasema Those climbing the stairs wale wanaopanda ngazi he says unto them anasema kwao go my people enendendeni watu wangu enter thy room thy chambers enter thou ingieni nyie kumbani mwenu 
into thy chamber katika vyumba vyenu and right there na papo hapo before we go to the next line kabla tuende katika mstari ufuatao there is a warning already kuna ilani tayari to a generation kwa kizazi he says anasema that when it comes to entry to enter kwamba inapofikia the real practicality of entering kwamba inapofikia masuala ya uhalisia wa kuingia Mama engineer Daniel can you come to me with your chair Mama mhandisi Daniel njoona kiti chako njoo bango Thank you my daughter Asante binti wangu Asante sana Sana kwa hivyo sasa He say anasema that when he comes to entry to enter kwamba anapokuja kwa kuingia then there are warning basi kuna ilani the scriptures that celebrate maandiko yanayosherehekea the entry of you of the church kuingia kwako wewe kwa kanisa he say for my people anasema nenendeni watu wangu already is raising up a group of people tayari anawainua kikundi cha watu is exalting a group of people anakweza kikundi cha watu is defining an election anaelezea wate ule the election of god wate ule waliochaguliwa na Mungu he says anasema in other words kwa maneno mengine it is restricted imezuiliwa it is not for everybody sio ya kila mtu he says anasema it's only for my people ni kwa ajili tu ya watu wangu that is the warning hilo ni hiyo ni ilani he says anasema it is only for those ni kwa wale tu who are called the my people church my people ambao wanaitwa watu wangu kanisa la watu wangu watu wangu and i may not have much time to dwell on that na wenda sitakuwa na muda mwingi wa kudumu katika hiyo because today is a very extended sabbath here kwa sababu leo ni mahubiri yaliyoendelezwa mno but if you just turn right away real quick to second corinthians chapter 6:14-18 lakini ukigeuka papo hapo katika wa korinto wa pili mlango wa 6:14-18 Wakorinto wawili wa pili mlango wa sita mstari wa 14 hadi 18. Sekunde sekunde Korinto sekunde Korinto chapter 6 versículo 14 al 14 al 18. Haleluya. For the Spanish speaking. And then he says. Alafukisha anasema Second Corinthians chapter 6. Wa Korinto wa pili mlango wa sita. 14 to uh, all the way 14 to 18. 14 hadi 18. Are you there somebody? Jemko pale mtu. Just to be able to open up a little bit on this special group 
He called my people. Ili kuweza tukuwafunua kidogo kuhusiana kikundi hiki maalum ambacho anawaita watu wangu. The warning he raises in the Bible, the warning. Onyo ama ilani ambayo anaibua katika Biblia. He says, anasema, Do not be yoked together with unbelievers. Musifungiwe nila pamoja na watu wasioamini. For what do righteousness and wickedness have in common? Kwa maana pana uhusiano gani kati ya haki na uovu? Or what fellowship can light have with darkness? Una mapatano gani kati ya kati ya nuru na giza? What harmony is there between Christ and Belial? Kuna mapatano gani kati ya Kristo na Beliari? He says, anasema, what does a believer have in common with a non-believer? Yeye aaminie, anasema gani na yeye asiamini? What agreement is there between the temple of God and idols? Kuna mapatano gani kati ya hekalu la Mungu na sanamu? For we are the temple of the living God. Kwa kuwa sisi tu hekalu la Mungu aliye hai. Has God said, kama Mungu alivyosema, I will live with nitakaa pamoja nao and walk among them na kutembea katikati yao and i will live with them and walk among them and i will be their god nami nitakuwa nita, nita mungu wao and they will be my nao watakuwa watu watu and they will be my people nao watakuwa watu wangu So right away you see the warning. Kwa hivyo papo hapo unaona ilani. He say no it's not for everybody. Anasema la hasha sio ya kila mtu. There is a special group. Kuna kikundi maalum. Call the my people church. Ambao wanaitwa watu kanisa la watu wangu. An election of God he has elected them. Wache ule wa Mungu amewachagua. And he calls them my people. Go my people. Na waita watu wangu anasema nenendeni watu wangu. Now you see very clearly. Na sasa mnaona wazi wazi kabisa. That my people that people is still walking. She still walking. Huyo huyo kiwete bado anatembea bado angalia anatembea Can she greet me? She anaweza kunisalimia. <laughs> Thank you my daughter. Asante binti wangu. Oh, Anapanda ngazi tazama hiyo. Angalia hiyo. Angalia hiyo amepanda. Ni ajabu kiasi gani? Viwete wametembea na wanaketi katika kongamano. Hakuna kongamano bora zaidi. Na hivyo basi asema Just up to where we have read. Hadi mahali ambapo tumesoma. In 2 Corinthians 6 14 to 18. He's already saying that there is a warning. That they my people that enter. Kwamba watu wangu ambao wanaingia. Is a separated church. Ni kanisa lililotengwa. Is emphasizing separation. Anasisitiza kutengwa. Separation from the moral decay of the world. Kutengwa kutokana na muonzo wa tabia wa ulimwengu. Separation from the sin of this world. Kutengwa kutoka kwa dhambi ya dunia hii. Separation from the sexual immorality of this world. Kutengwa kutoka katika dhambi ya washerati na ngono ya dunia hii. The abortion. Kuapya mimba. The sexual lust ile tamaa ya ngono homosexuality ushoga the bisexuality ule ushoga sexual 
is paying pay parade from those things if you want to enter anasema jitengeni na vitu hivyo ikiwa mnataka kuingia pay parade from lies kujitenga kutoka kwa uongo deception udanganyifu the love of money kupenda pesa that exalts itself ambapo kumna chinua chu kwenyewe juu ya Kristo and impedes Jesus na kumzuia Yesu the agenda of God agenda ya Mungu haleluya haleluya so already the warning is on ipo tayari ilani iko in the book of Isaiah 26 katika kitabu cha Isaiah 26 his warning kuna ilani kwamba makinikeni it is for a separated church ni kwa ajili ya kanisa lilotengwa and he says naye anasema you can go minister jesus unaweza kwenda ukahudumu yesu minister to them uahudumie jesus yesu salvation wakovu the grace neema god mercy rehema za Mungu God goodness wema wa Mungu God care God love kule kuchali kwa Mungu upendo wa Mungu blood the cross damu msalaba but do not be converted into them lakini usibadilishwe uwe kama wao the conflict kut muzozano ile vita ile vita of genesis 3:15 ya mwanzo 3:15 bado vinaendelea vinapiganwa so as we were reading Isaiah 26 na hivyo basi tulipokuwa tunasoma Isaiah 26 then the first warning kisha ile ilani ile ilani ya kwanza was that the kingdom of heaven is not for everybody ilikuwa kwamba ufalme wa mbinguni sio wa kila mtu in as much as god wants all people to enter ili mradi mungu anataka watu wote waingie But you have to be careful. Lakini itabidi uwe makinifu. He is announcing the type of people that will enter. Anatangaza aina ya watu ambao wataingia. He wants all to enter. I want all of you to enter. I really do. Anataka wote waingie. Mimi nataka nyote muingie. Nyote whole earth. Dunia yote. That the devil may go alone to hell. Kwamba shetani akaende peke yake jehanamu and be put to shame na ataibishwe however the reality is lakini hata hivyo uhalisia ni that there are those that reject the righteousness of god kwamba kuna wale wanaokatau haki wa mungu reject the holiness of jehovah wanakataa utakatifu wa yehova and he say naye anasema it will be difficult itakuwa ngumu sana thank you indeed asante kweli kweli so now kwa hivyo sasa till isaiah 26 bado isaiah 26 on the first part of today's message this is just an introduction katika sehemu ya kwanza ya ujumbe wa leo huu ni utangulizi tu this is simply to greet you hii tu ni kuwasalimia to ask you how are you doing today kuwauliza je mnaendelea namna gani leo hii and then come to the message anapokuja kwa ujumbe because he say sababu anasema the same Isaiah 26 Isaiah hiyo hiyo 26 so my people nenendeni watu wangu enter thou into thou thy chambers ingieni nyie vyumbani mwenu and shut the doors behind you na mfunge milango nyuma yenu so the first warning kwa hivyo ilani ya kwanza is that the door will shut ni kwamba mlango utafungwa 
So as he talks about the kingdom of God. Then right away the warning. Basi papo hapo kuna ilani. When he preaches that message to you. The message of the coming of the Messiah. Ujumbe wa kukuja kwa Messiah. Be careful now. Makinikeni sasa. Catch it very well. Ukaishike tena kabisa. Because kwa sababu the door will shut. Mlango, the door will close. Mlango utafungwa. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And he says, naye anasema, the reason the door closes sababu ambayo mlango unafungwa is because there is a storm of the indignation of God coming. The judgment of God is coming. Kwa sababu kuna dhuruba ya ghadhabu ya Mungu na hukumu ya Mungu inakuja. I can read another scripture. Naweza kusoma andiko lingine. So already he is warning you. Kwa hivyo tayari anawaonyeni. But receive that message well. Kwamba kaupokeni uchumbe huo vizuri. And prepare well. Na mkajiandae vyema. Because number one. Kwa sababu nambari moja. The door will shut. Mlango utafungwa. Number two. Jambo la pili. The wrath of God will strike the earth. Ghadhabu ya Mungu itaikonga dunia. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Revelation chapter 16 verse 16. Ufunuo 16:15. Till on my introduction. Bado tu katika utangulizi wangu. Of this message. Kwa ujumbe wa siku ya leo. Bring you to the same page. Waleteni katika ukurasa mmoja. All and sundry, right? Nyote. And it says. Anasema Behold again Revelation 16:15. Tena ufunuo 16:15. Behold I come like a thief. Tazama naja kama mwivi. There you go now. Hapo waondoka sasa. Again he now says, Tena anasema, He comes like a thief. Anakuja kama mwivi. And then he says, Blessed is he. Alafu anasema, amebarikiwa yeye. Who stays awake? And keeps his clothes with him na kuziweka tayari nguo zake so that he may not go naked and be shamefully exposed ili asiende uchi na kuonekana aibu yake already there is a warning again tayari kuna ilani tena that it will be abrupt kwamba itakuwa ya kikafla without warning bila ya ilani it will be unexpectedly itakuwa ambayo haikutarajiwa this warning anaonya As he begins to dispense to minister to you the gospel of the coming of the kingdom of God already the warning is exalted anapoanza kuwazungumzia kuhusu injili ya kukuja kwa ufalme wa Mungu tayari anainua ilani na anasema be careful makinikeni the door will shut mlango utafungwa be careful makinikeni it will be sudden itakuwa ya kikafla pinpoo the day will begin like today a normal working day a normal day siku itaanza kama siku ya leo siku ya kawaida tu people will wake up normally watu wataamka tu kikawaida but then all of a sudden It has so he is warning this thing. And he says, to stay awake. And keep the garment on. That you may not be shamefully exposed. Why is he saying that? He is saying that blessed is he that stays away. 
Meaning, kumaanisha, those who will be prepared and taken up. Wale ambao watakuwa wamejiandaa na kuchukuliwa. Because he says, kwa sababu anasema, that the blessedness of God, kwamba kubarikiwa kwa Bwana, is that a man, a mortal man, ni kwamba mwanadamu, mwanadamu wakufa. Mia moto, mwanadamu wakufa tu. May walk this earth. Akatembee katika dunia hii. And then one day, alafusiku moja get to enter eternity into heaven. Apate kuingia umilele mbinguni. So he says be careful. Kwa hivyo anasema makinikeni. All of a sudden. Kapla binfu. In other words, kama neno mengine, it will surprise you. Itawashangaza. It will shock you. Itakushtua. And he goes on to say this. Anaendelea kusema hivi. Matthew chapter 22. Mathayo 22. I am simply building my introduction. Ninajenga tu utangulizi wangu. On specific warning. Katika maonyo fulani haswa. That are meant to underscore a particular purpose. Ambayo inasababishwa kuweza kufikia kusudi fulani. A particular objective lengo fulani he say anasema i'm raising the warning ninainua ilani that jehovah has raised in the word in the bible ambazo jehovah amenua katika biblia the warning ilani that will make you alert ambayo itakusababisha uwe makini that when the instruction is now given kwamba wakati maagizo sasa yanapeanwa you will take it with gravity utaichukua na uzito kama uzito kwa sababu amesema mlango utafungwa amesema anasema itakuwa isiyotarajiwa kapla binfu ili kuteka umakini kwenu ya itaji ya kusikiza na kujiandaa vyema na anasema hapa katika kitabu cha Mathayo another warning onyo lingine ila nyingine kabla niwapeni uchumbe and this warning helped me a great deal because na ila ni hizi zanisaidia sana kwa sababu in swahili they say katika swahili wanatuasema ndio tusije tukasumbuane ndio tusije tukasumbuana that we may not disturb one another when i start i will move ili kwamba tusije tukasumbuana moja na mwingine mtakapoanza tutaondoka because now it will be clear right kwa sababu sasa itakuwa wazi he says the following anasema yafuatayo Matthew 22 He says verse 11 Anasema msari wake wa 11 But when the king came to see the guests Lakini mfalme alipoingia ndani ilikuwa una wageni He noticed in there a man who was not wearing wedding clothes Akamwona mtu mle ndani mtu ambaye hakuwa amevaa vazi la harusi Friend Rafiki Monami Rafiki Averchali Averchali Amigo mio Amigo mio He asked him Atamuliza How did you get in here through the back door Uliingiaje huku ndani kupitia mlango wa nyuma How did you get in here Uliingiaje huku ndani without the wedding garment bila ya vazi la harusi and yet na ile hali it was well 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 preached at utawala altar twice iliubiriwa vizuri vizuri sana katika madhabahu ya utawala mara mbili how then nayowezekanaje basi did you enter here without the wedding garment uliingiaje huko ndani bila ya vazi la harusi 
What level of porosity is this? Je, ni kiwango kipi cha mianya hiki? Friend, rafiki, akamuliza. How did you get in here? Uliingiaje huko ndani without wedding clothes? Bila ya mavazi ya harusi. The man was speechless. Yule mtu hakuwa na neno la kusema. Then the king told the attendants. Kisha mfalme akawaambia, "Those are the angels." Hao ni malaika. Tie him. Mufunge hand and foot. Mufunge mikono na miguu. And throw him outside. Na mkamtupe nje. Into the darkness. Kwenye giza. Where there will be weeping and the crashing of teeth. Mali ambapo kutakuwa na kulia na kusaga meno. Again, another warning. Tena ilani nyingine. Hey, hey. If hey, anasema like a thief, like a thief, like a thief. Kama mwizi, kama mwizi, kama mwizi. He says the good man, the good man, someone who own good. Anasema mtu aliye na bidhaa mtu mwenye bidhaa mtu, bida, yeah, mtu yeah. mwenye bidhaa mwenye bidhaa the good man if he knew when the thief would come ikiwa mwenye bidhaa angechua wakati ambapo mwizi atakuja he would have prepared and safeguarded his goods angejiandaa na kulinda bidhaa zake so he is warning already kwa hivyo anaonya tayari when it comes to the coming of the kingdom of god inapofikia kukuja kwa upande wa Mungu he say anasema like a thief like a thief like a thief kama mwivi kama mwivi kama mwivi he say anasema that the rapture of the church kwamba unyakuzi wa kanisa is a trap ni mtego is a trap ni mtego to catch your alertness ili kucheka umakinifu wako your seriousness ukumaanisha kwako hallelujah hallelujah And then he says, Alafu kisha asema, walipokuwa barabarani wakienda kununua mafuta then unexpectedly kisha pasipokutarajiwa on this side the messiah upande huu masia anafika ai another warning onyo lingine hey, be careful anasema makinikeni be watchful hebu mkate on this matter mkakuwe makini kuhusiana na swala hili because he say kwa sababu anasema while they were on their way to buy oil walipokuwa wakienda kununua mafuta again like a thief tena kama mwivi he appears akajitokeza ai like a thief kama mwivi that is pretty serious hiyo ni nyeti kabisa for such a critical day kwa siku nyeti kama hii and he goes on to say na anaendelea kusema again mathi 25:11 to 13 tena madai 20:13 i'm now reading 11 kumi hadi 13 sasa nasoma 11 again but yeah. while they were on their way but then but while they were on their way to buy oil nao walipokuwa wakienda kununua mafuta 
the bridegroom arrived Mana arusi akafika. And the virgins who were ready went in with him into the wedding banquet. Wale wanawali waliokuwa tayari wakaingia ndani pamoja naye kwenye karamu ya harusi. Hendo na mlango. Utafungwa tena. Tena ilani. The door was shut again. Mlango ulifungwa tena. Ai. There is so much emphasis on the shutting of the door. Kuna kusisitizwa kwingi kuhusiana na kufungwa kwa mlango. He says, anasema, all this is being used. Vitu hivi vyote vinatumiwa to achieve one purpose. Ili kuweza kufikia kusudi moja. To highlight for you. Ili kuweza kuweza kuwawekea kibao mbele. That when the message will be given here. Kwamba wakati uchumbe utakapopeanwa hapa the instruction maagizo on how to return ya jinsi ya kurudi how to prepare ya jinsi ya kujiandaa then you catch it seriously basi unaishika kwa kumaanisha because he's saying sababu anasema like a thief kama mwivi all of a sudden ghafla binfu and the door will shut na mlango utafungwa I I know that you want to be on the other side when the door shuts. Ninajua kwamba unataka Until now I have not yet met anybody on the earth. Hadi sasa sija kutana bado na mtu yote kote ulimwenguni. Akisema for me I want to be on the in hell on the hell side. Kwangu mimi nobody. Kwangu mimi nitataka niwe jehanamu wakati wa mlango utakapofungwa. Hakuna mtu yeyote. Ondio. Be warning. Ilani. Be careful. Makinikeni. The door will shut. Mlango utafungwa. Watch out now. Watch out. Hebu mkakeshe sasa. Like a thief. Kama mwivi. And the door will shut. Na mlango utafungwa. Ai. He goes on to say. Anaendelea kusema. Matthew 25. Matayo 25. We were reading 10 to 13. Tulikuwa tunasoma 10 hadi 13. And God has said. Na anaendelea kusema. Later the others also came. Sa sa they say. Baadaye wale wanawali wengine nao wakaja, wakaita, bana bana. Please open the door for us. Tafadhali tufungulie mlango. But he replied lakini bwana harusi akawajibu i tell you the truth amen amen nawaambieni that is now the lord answering somebody sasa huyo ni bwana akimjibu mtu to tell you the truth kukuambia ukweli mtupu i don't know you mimi sikujui the one ilani Is that speaker too loud for you people too loud? Or it's okay. Is your speaker ina sauti kubwa sana kwenu uko sawa. Is it okay for you? Thank you very much. Thank you. For his warning. Kwa hivyo anaonya that the door will shut. Kwamba mlango utafungwa. Here too. Hapa pia the foolish virgin wale wanawali wapumbavu those that do not receive the holy spirit wale ambao hawapokei roho mtakatifu they went to buy oil 
wakaenda kununua mafuta but as they were on their way lakini walipokuwa barabarani the messiah arrived masihi akafika like a thief kama mwivi and then he says alapokisha asema those who were ready entered in the door shut wale waliokuwa tayari wakaingia na mlango ukafungwa hiyo ni nyeti and then alafu the lord jehovah bana jehovah he told them akawaambia i who created you mimi niliyekuumba wewe i don't know you sikujui wewe i believe the devil had rather tell you he does not know you naamini kwamba afadhali shetani akwambie kwamba hakujui Let the devil come out and just say I do not know you daughter of God. Wacha, I don't know you. Wacha shetani ajitokeze. Na aseme wewe binti wa Bwana sikujui. Hiyo ni kauli ya kupendeza. But for the Lord to say he does not know you. Lakini kwake Bwana kusema kwamba hakujui wewe. Where do you run to? Unakimbilia wapi? Another warning. Ila ni nyingine. Before we begin this message. Kabla tuanze uchumbe huu. The book of Revelation chapter 18. Kitabu cha Ufunuo 18. Verse 4. Revelation 18. Ufunuo 18. Verse 4. He says the following. He says, Then I heard another voice from heaven say, Kisha nikasikia sauti nyingine kutoka mbinguni ikisema, Come out of her tokeni ndani ya katikati yake my people enyi watu wangu so that you not share in her sin ili msije mkashiriki dhambi zake so that you not receive any of her plagues ili usije ukapatwa na pigo lake lolote another warning ila ni nyingine that you may separate out kwamba ukajitenge from the world of sin kutoka katika ulimwengu wa dhambi from the dominion of darkness kutoka katika utawala wa giza dominion of wickedness utawala wa uovu because kwa sababu the judgment of god is coming on that hukumu ya mungu inakuja kwa hiyo He's coming to judge Anakuja kuhukumu dhambi and wickedness. Na uovu. And he says, Naye anasema, but those that enter, lakini wale wanaoingia, the warning, ilani, separate from them. Jitenge kutoka miongoni mwao. Separate from sin. Jitenge kutoka kwa dhambi that you may not share in the judgment of that sin. Ili kwamba usishiriki katika hukumu ya hiyo dhambi another warning judgment is coming upon babylon hukumu inakuja juu ya babiloni another warning ila ni nyingine romans chapter 11 in my introduction today katika utangulizi wangu wa leo that's why i say ndio sababu nilisema this is going to be comprehensive hii inaenda kuwa ya bilindi zaidi and very expensive na ambayo imeendelea sana because today kwa sababu leo we really have to sort it out itabidi kweli tuisuluhishe 
those that belong to the kingdom on my right wale, those that don't belong on this side wale walio wa ufalme katika upande wangu wa kulia na wale walio huko kwingine kwa upande huo mwingine and find out na tupate kujua who really kwa kweli ni nani belongs the kingdom of god ambaye ni wa ufalme wa Mungu can you reduce those speakers that one and that just one listen listen just one little note not much just a little for the sake of it thank you so much thank you now okay. thank you that's good you've done thank you thank you very much that's all right hallelujah hallelujah another warning the book of romans chapter 11 onyo lingine kitabu cha warumi mlango wa 11 verse 25 mstari wa 25 in my introduction katika utangulizi wangu are you ready for this je mko tayari kwa ajili hii he say anasema i do not want you to be ignorant Romans 11:25 Ili msije mkajidai kuwa wenye hekima I do not want you to be ignorant Il... of the mystery of this mystery Ili msije mkajidai kuwa wenye hekima kuliko mlivyo Brothers that you may not be conceited Ndugu zangu I do not want you to be ignorant about this mystery brothers that you may not be conceited Ndugu zangu ili msije mkajidai kuwa wenye hekima kuliko mlivyo nataka mfahamu siri hii Israel has experienced the hardening in part until the full number of the Gentiles has come in Ugumu umewapata Israeli kwa sehemu hadi idadi ya watu wa mataifa watakaoingia itimie Then all Israel will be saved as it is written Hivyo Israeli wote wataokolewa kama ilivyoandikwa. Another warning. Hiyo ilani lingine. He said, anasema, hardening in part until the full number of the Gentiles have entered. Ugumu umewapata Israeli kwa sehemu hadi idadi ya watu mataifa watakaoingia itimie. In other words, kwa maneno mengine, There is a number. Kunayo idadi. A number. Kunayo idadi. Of the Gentiles, ya watu mataifa. The Gentile church that we are. Kanisa la watu wa mataifa ambalo sisi tulio. That you are. Ambalo wewe ulio. Alafu anasema, Don't fool around with your salvation. Usifanye upuuzi na wokovu wako. Because kwa sababu You might fall unaweza ukaanguka and somebody else at utawala receives Jesus na mtu mwingine pale utawala anampokea Yesu and complete the number na ati atimilize ile idadi and the church leaves alafu kanisa liondoke don't fool around usifanye upuuzi he says anasema that there is a number kwamba kunayo idadi Be careful now. Makinikeni sasa. This thing is not forever. Kitu hiki sio cha milele. There is a number. Kunayo idadi. Once they receive Christ, once the last person to fulfill that number receives the first one. Maybe another will be in China where, but the first one to receive, bam, we go with that one. Yule wa ule wa mwisho kupokea hivi, bam, tunaenda na huyo. 
Yapata robo ndio ifike saa 9 mtu wa mwisho wa Kenya alimpokea. Alafu unyakuzi unatendeka. Mtu wa mwisho kule Cambodia alimpokea. Alafu kanisa likaondoka. Another warning. Oh, ilani lingine. On the coming of the Messiah. Usiana na kukuja kwa Mesia. The book of 2 Corinthians chapter 7. Chapter 2 Corinthians wa pili mlango wa 7. This is simply the introduction of the message. Huu ni utangulizi tu wa ujumbe. Hai, you can imagine. Unaweza ukawazia. 2 Corinthians wa Corinthians wa pili chapter 7 verse 1. Mlango wa 7 mstari wa kwanza. He says, Anasema, are you ready? Je, muko tayari? Since we have these promises kwa kuwa tunazo ahadi hizi dear friends wapenzi let us purify ourselves from everything that contaminates and pollutes the body basi na tujitakase nafsi zetu kutokana na kila kitu kitiacho mwili na roho unajisi again from anything that contaminates and pollutes the body and the spirit Tena kutokana na kila kitu kitiacho mwili na roho unajisi perfecting holiness tukitimiza utakatifu out of reverence for god kwa kumusha mungu another warning ilani lingine that if you want to enter kwamba ikiwa unataka kuingia separate out ukitenge from any pollution kutokana na unajisi wa wote contamination uchafu wa wote that will mess it up for you ambayo itakuwa ripia wewe anasema badala yake begin to perfection uanze, your holiness uanze kukamilisha utakatifu wako and polishing your righteousness na ukaweze kutia makali uhaki wako establishing You are fear of God, you are wisdom of God. Na ukaimarisha hofu yako ya Mungu kumi cha Mungu hekima yako kwa Mungu. Another warning inani lingine that be careful now. Kwamba makinikeni sasa. Another word. Kwa maneno mengine there are many assaults. Kuna vita vingi, mashambulizi mengi. It's called an assault. Inaitwa mashambulizi. As you are walking on this earth, unapotembea katika dunia hii, there are many assaults going on on to the righteous soul, the holy soul being attacked all different sides. Kuna mashambulizi mengi ya ya nafsi ambayo ni haki inachambuliwa pande zote. Be careful. Another one. Ilani lingine. First Thessalonians chapter 5. wa kwanza mlango wa 5. Another one. Ilani lingine. Verses 2 to 3. Mustari wa 2 hadi wa 3. Are you ready for this? Je, mko tayari kwa ajili ya hiyo? He says. Anasema. First Thessalonians chapter 5. Wa Thessalonians wa kwanza mlango wa 5. 2 to 3. Mustari wa 2 na wa 3. For you know very well that the day of the Lord will come like a thief. Another warning. 
ilani lingine but the day of the lord kwamba siku ya bwana will come like a thief in the night itakuja kama mwizi wakati wa usiku meaning kumaanisha when people least expect wakati ambapo watu hawatarajii kabisa at exactly the time you don't expect him. kwa wakati ambao haswa au mtarajii that is when now he will come huo ndio wakati sasa atakucha and he goes on to say na anaendelea kusema why people are saying peace and safety wakati watu wanaposema kuna amani na salama destruction will come on them suddenly as the labor pains of a pregnant woman and they will not escape maangamizi huachia ghafla kama vile utungu mchiavyo mwanamke mwenye mimba wala hawatatoroka hey like a peace kama mwizi before i give the message kabla nipeane ujumbe i wanted to give this morning nilitaka nipeane onyo hili ila ni hili hapa but be careful now kwamba makidikeni sasa when i give the message ninatakapopeana ujumbe now you can catch it well sasa unaweza ukaushika vizuri so this say kwa sababu anasema be careful makidikeni like a thief kama mwizi at night wakati wa usiku dormir in spanish sleeping wakati ambapo mmelala when you are asleep wakati ambapo umelala dormiendo when you are in the sleep in spanish when you are slept wakati ambapo umelala when you don't expect you listen wakati ambapo hutarajii kabisa then all of a sudden like a thief wah anafukafla binfu kama mwizi wah he has taken the church amelichukua kanisa and when he takes the church na anapolichukua kanisa anasema don't do what say oh peace 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 wale wale ukisema ah amani amani the wrath of god and the destruction gandapu ya mungu na uharibifu una madonga another warning ilani lingine before i give you the message kabla niwapeni ujumbe hallelujah hallelujah what a stern warning given unto the church ni onyo kali kesi gani ambalo napeana kwa kanisa on this day the day of the coming of the lord katika siku isiku ya kukuja kwa bwana that one may walk in here kwamba mama mmoja akatembee kuingia huko ndani and heaven open the glory for na mbingu inafunguka utukufu unamwagika and the sun begins to clap na jua linaanza kupiga makofi the glory with fire utukufu ukiwa na moto and these days the sun is clapping like when the sun sees the two prophets it feels like it wants to get out of the orbit and come to them na siku hizi jua linapiga makofi kana kwamba linataka kuondoka na lije kwao nataka kuondoka na lije kwao nimewaona 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 You are too late. Thank you very much. It was only two minutes. Why are you not playing the keyboard somebody? Can I get keyboard is there? <laughs> That's amazing. 
The heavens are moved. Mbingu zinasonga. They are shaking. Zinatingika. And walk in here. Na kutembea huko ndani. And start warning. Na kuanza kuwaonya kuwa peni ilani. That is serious. Hiyo ni nyeti kabisa. That is serious. Hiyo ni nyeti kabisa. Nyeti hukumu itakukumba any moves on to say na anaendelea kusema matayo 24 the warning still ilo onyo bado they walk in here with the glory of god wanatembea huko ndani na utukufu wa mungu and then begin to warn a generation alafu wanaanza kuonya kizazi about the coming of the messiah kuhusiana na kukuja kwa mesia He says the book of Matthew 24. Anasema kitabu cha Mathayo 24. Verse 36. He says, Anasema, No one knows about that day. Hakuna ajuaye siku or hour. Wala saa. Not even the angels in heaven. Hata malaika mbinguni hawajui. Not the son of God. Wala mwana but only God the Father Yahweh. Ila Baba peke yake, Baba Yahweh. Then he says that it was during the days of Noah. Ishanasema kama ilivyokuwa wakati wa Noah. So shall it be. Ndipo itakavyokuwa. At the coming of the Son of Man. Kuja kwake mwana wa Adamu. For in the days before the flood. Kwa maana siku zile kabla ya garika. Now listen to the warning. Sasa sikiliza ilani. People were eating. Watu walikuwa wakila. And drinking. Na kunywa. And marrying. Wakioa. Do you hear the warning? Je unasikia ilani? So be careful now. Anasema makinikeni sasa. Like a thief. Kama mwivi. That day will come. Hiyo siku itakuja. Let me say. Na anasema people were eating. Watu walikuwa wakila. And drinking. Na wakinywa. And merry. Na kuoa. Then all of a sudden. Alafu kabla pinvu. He says. Anasema. 24 again I go back and then and then he says he says the following The days before the flood came people were eating and drinking and marrying Kabla ya garika watu walikuwa wakila na kunywa and giving in to marry giving up giving in to marry Wakioa na kuolewa Up to the day when Noah entered the ark. Baka siku ile Noah alipoingia kwenye safina. And they knew nothing about what was about to happen. Nao hawakujua lolote kuhusiana na kile ambacho kitawakumba. They knew nothing about what would happen until the flood came and took them away. Nao hawakujua lolote mpaka garika ilipokuja ikawakumba wote. That is how it will be at the coming of the son of man. Hivyo ndivyo itakavyokuwa atakapokuja mwana wa Adamu. Two women, two men, two men will be working in a field. Watu wawili watakuwa shambani. 
two women will be grinding on a mill wanawake wawili watakuwa wanasaga pamoja one will be taken the other left mmoja atwaliwa mwingine ataachwa again another warning tena ilani jingine no warning ilani be careful makinikeni like a thief kama mwibi asema revelation ufunuo chapter 3 verse 4 mlango wa 3 mstari wa 4 as we wind down the warning tunapomalizia onyo na ilani and then enter the message of the lord alafu tuingie ujumbe wa bwana don't you love the word expo che ampendi mlipuko wa neno oh yes oh ndio it's about the word inahusiana na neno very mighty word neno kubwa kubwa sana about the coming of the messiah husiana na kukuja kwa messiah revelation chapter 3 verse 48 ufunuo mlango wa 3 mstari wa 4 anasema are you ready she mko tayari then he says kisha anasema yet you have a few people in sardis who have not sold their clothes lakini bado una watu wachache katika sardi ambao hawajayachafua mavazi yao. And he say, Nana sema, they will walk with me dressed in white. Wao wataenda pamoja nami wakiwa wamevaa mavazi meupe. For they are worthy kwa maana wanastahili. He overcome yeye ashindaye will like them be dressed in white atafikwa pasi cheupe kama wao and i will never blot out his name from the book of life which belongs to the lamb of god nami sitafuta jina lake kutoka katika kitabu cha uzima but i will acknowledge his name before my father and his angels bali nitalikiri jina lake mbele za baba yangu na mbele za malaika wake another one Onyo lingine ilani lingine when it comes to the coming of the messiah inapokuja kwa kukuja kwa messiah he says many powerful warnings there anasema ilani nyingi sana za nguvu pale one of them becoming mmoja yao pazi that is unsoiled hiyo ambayo haijachafuliwa meaning other people will soil kumaanisha watu wengine watachafua majority wengi wao then he says a few people a few Alafu anasema watu wachache watu wachache tu sardia and then he goes on to say alafu anaendelea kusema and this warning here na ili onyo hapa that there is a book kwamba kunacho kitabu the book of life kuna kitabu cha uzima that belongs to the lamb of god ambacho ni chamana kondoo wa mungu and he says about that book alafu anasema kuhusiana na kitabu hicho the ledger ile orodha the list the register ile orodha of all the righteous people ya watu wote wenye haki of all the citizens of heaven ya watu wote ambao ni raia wa mbinguni and then he wants you there alafu anakuonya mle ndani about that book uhusiano na kitabu hicho he says anasema if you walk in that righteousness and overcome ikiwa utatembea katika uo uhaki na ushinde i will not blot out your name meaning others are blot out sitaliputa jina lako kumaanisha wengine watafutwa i will not blot out sitaputa jina lako i will not 
Sitafuta. I'll keep it there. Nitalihifadhi mle. Meaning others will be blotted out. wengine machina yatafutwa. Can you focus on me for a moment? Mnaweza kwa kitambo. Before I finish this, kabla nimalize hii. This series of warnings before we enter the message. Mfululizo huu wa ilani kabla tuingie kwenye ujumbe. He said the following. Anasema yapatayo. That the salvation of Jesus. Kwamba wokovu wa Yesu. It's a one way traffic. Ni barabara ya kuelekea mwelekeo mmoja. And he said, na anasema, there are only two garments. Kuna mavazi mawili tu. They are not three. Hayo mavazi si matatu. The way you see the church bent. Jinsi ambavyo unaona kanisa linafikiria. The church globally kanisa ulimwenguni kote she's operating on a theory a theory linajiendeleza katika ile isiyo ya uhalisia she's following a paradigm anafuata mfululizo a philosophy anafuata filosofia that instructs her ambayo inamgonga that the garments are what kwamba mavazi ni mangapi they are three according to her ni matatu kulingana naye but i'm here to submit unto you lakini niko hapa kuwasilisha kwenu that there are only two garments kwamba kuna mafazi mawili tu either you wear the finest linen bright and clean for entry into heaven aidha umevalia vazi cheupe linalongaa la kuingia mbinguni oh ama you wear the finest linen Uvalie vazi safi papo and what likiwa na rangi ya zambarau na nini the garment of the devil lile vazi la shetani that you see in the book of revelation ambalo waliona katika kitabu cha ufunuo the harlot the harlot wears kahaba the harlot the harlot of revelation wears it kahaba wa ufunuo amelivalia and so he say na hivyo basi anasema There is no middle garment, the one in the middle. Hakuna vazi ambalo liko katikati. Because when you look at this church, kwa sababu unapoliangalia kanisa la leo, you would think that there is a third garment. Utadhani kwamba kuna lo vazi la tatu. That is between righteousness and, and this side and you would think there is a, a, a blend. Ambalo liko kati ya giza na nuru. Utafikiria kwamba kuna ule mchanganyiko. That is the warning the Lord is releasing here tonight. Hiyo ndio ilani ambayo Bwana anaashiria hapa siku ya leo. So there is only one garment for those who are heaven bound. Kwamba kuna lovazi moja tu kwa wale ambao ni wakwenda mbinguni. Finally, kitani safi, bright and clean. Nyeupe na inayongaa. And he's saying another warning. Na anasema ilani lingine that while the lord wants all people to be in heaven kwamba ile alipanda anataka watu wote wawe mbinguni inside the kingdom of god in heaven ndania upande wa mbinguni wa mungu mbinguni however hata hivyo the reality is this uhalisia ndio huu so the names you blot out kwamba kunayo machina atakayoyafuta a warning unto you ilani kwako wewe Can I move on to conclude this introduction? Je, naweza kuendelea mbele ili kuwatamatisha utangulizi huu? He says Genesis chapter 7 verse 16. Anasema mwanzo 7 mstari wa 16. The introduction. 
utangulizi and he sang the following na nasema yapatayo genesis 7 mwanzo mlango wa 7 mstari wa 16 and he says naye asema he said the animals going in were male and female of every living thing wanyama walioingia katika safina walikuwa wa kiume na wa kike wa kila kiumbe as god commanded noah kama mungu alivyomwamuru noah then the lord shut the door shut him in ndipo bwana akamfungia ndani bwana akamfunga mlango luke 17 Luka 17 Enada wani ilani lingine A warning to a generation Ilani kwa kizazi Warning to a church Ilani kwa kanisa He says this Anasema hivi Luke 17:26 on Luka 17 mstari wa 26 na kuendelea mbele He says Anasema Just as it was during the days of Noah kama vile ilivyokuwa katika siku za Noa so it will be in the days of the son of man ndivyo itakavyokuwa katika siku za mwana wa Adamu people were eating and drinking watu wao walikuwa wakila na kunywa and marrying na kuoa and being given in marriage na kuoana after the day Noah entered the ark hadi siku ambayo Noa alipoingia katika safina then the flood came and destroyed them all garika ikaja na kuangamiza wote verse 28 it was the same in the days of lot ndivyo ilivyokuwa katika siku za loti people were eating watu walikuwa wakila and drinking na kunywa and buying and selling wakinunua na kuuza and planting na kulima and building na kuja But the day Lot left Sodom. Lakini siku ile Loti alipoondoka Sodom. ya moto na kiberiki kutoka mbinguni ukawaangamiza wote kama ule moto ambao mliona hapa leo ulianguka namna hii. Angalia jinsi baba baba alivyokuja. Angalia hiyo. All of a sudden gafla pinfu the fire moto and the lord cuts it and pours again na bana anaikatiza tena anaimwaga tena he says the days of noah anasema siku za noah then he says the, the days of lot anaponasema siku za loti basi mstari wa 30 it will be just like this in the days the son of man is revealed if you need you itakapokuwa siku ile mwana wa adamu atakapofunuliwa on that day no one who is on the rooftop of his house with his goods inside shall go down to get them siku hiyo mtu yeyote aliyeko kwenye dari ya nyumba yake vitu vyake vikiwa ndani ya hiyo nyumba asishuke kuvichukua forget about good sahau kuhusiana na bidhaa and thing na vitu on that day katika siku hiyo haleluya haleluya can i summarize je naweza kuiweka kwa mkutasari this series of warnings to the church fululizo huu huwa ilani kwa kanisa summarizing them putting them together for you ni a beautiful form niweke kwa mkutasari na niwasilishe kwenye kwa njia ya kupendeza Luke chapter 16 19 Luka 16 19 
There was a rich man who was dressed in purple. Walikuwa na mtu mmoja tajiri aliyebangua za rangi ya zambarau. And five minutes and lived in luxury every day at his gate was laid a beggar named Lazarus covered with stones and longing to eat what fell from the rich man's table Huyo Lazaro alitamani kujishibisha kwa makombo yaliyoanguka kutoka mezani kwa yule tajiri. And the dogs came and licked his soul. Hata umba walikuwa wakija na kulamba vidonda vyake. Verse 22 of Luke 16. Mstari wa 22 wa Luka 16. The time came when the beggar died. Wakati ukafika yule maskini akafa. And the angels carried him to Abraham's side. Na malaika wakamchukua akae pamoja na Abrahamu. The rich man also died and was buried. Yule tajiri naye akafa na akazikwa. In hell where he was, he was tormented. Brother, he looked up and saw Abraham far away. With Lazarus by his side. So he called to him. Father Abraham. Baba Abraham. Have mercy. Have pity on me. Niurumie, niurumie. And send Lazarus mkono, and send Lazarus to dip his finger in water and come and cool down my tongue which is in complete agony the same tongue that used to blackmail the Lord Now mtume Lazaro achovia inchi ya kidole chake ndani mtu wangu wa mkono akiwa mtu wangu wa mkono achovia inchi ya kidole chake ndani unawezaje kumwona Lazaro ndani ya mbinguni and you are still blackmailing him na bado unamtukana you have not yet respected him bado haujamheshimu You say Lazarus should be sent to to cross into the fire and and do your errands. Uh, you Lazarus anapaswa atume avuke kwa moto na afanye shughuli zako. Ai. And so, na hivyo, the first warning is this. Onyo ilani ya kwanza ndio hii. That hell what? is a real place. Kwamba jehanamu ni mahali pahalisi. Number two, jambo la pili that hell kwamba jehanamu will for sure take place kwa hakika itatendeka eh hey. number three. jambo la tatu that people never die kwamba watu kamwe hawafi the souls of men nafsi za wanadamu and then alafu you will be clothed with a being with a body utafikwa na mwili that has a tongue ambao uko na ulimi you will be clothed with a body utafikwa mwili that will have a tongue a mouth a tongue ambao, and a head and eyes to see abraham ambao utafikwa utakuwa na macho na ulimi na kichwa cha kuona Abrahamu. Naye anasema 
the same time ulini huo huo that was meant to worship the lord ambao ulipaswa kumwabudu bwana and you used it otherwise na ukautumia vibaya the same time ulini huo huo that the rich man was busy entertaining ambao yule tajiri alikuwa anautumbuiza and is asking na anauliza which wine is that hiyo ni pombe gani ni divai gani hiyo that one you just have which one that one you just have hiyo tu hiyo ambayo umenitilia hiyo is that chardonnay is that chardonnay je hiyo ni chardonnay please add me that one tafadhali niongezee tu hiyo do you still have the barbecue beef bado uko na ile nyama ya kuchoma wow ya ngombe wow Uh, enjoying the wine akifurahia hiyo Coca-Cola and the juice na Coca-Cola na pia sharubati and the roasted fish the grilled butterfish na ile samaki ambayo imechomwa the sometime that he was busy entertaining on the earth ulimi ule ule ambao alikuwa akiutumbuiza na kufurahisha huko huko duniani have you ever wondered that men are busy entertaining the tongue Je, umewaishangaa kwamba wanadamu wana shughuli nyingi kutumbuiza ulimi? Kila wakati ni ulimi. Kuionja. Can you add me some grilled fish? Je, unaweza kuniongezea huyu uh, samaki? I need that ice cream, I love it. Uh, naipenda, napenda hiyo ice cream, naipenda. Ulimi huo huo that was created to worship Jehovah. Ambao uliumba kumwabudu Jehovah. And you were busy entertaining it. Nawe ulikuwa na shughuli nyingi ukiufurahisha. Now he says, sasa anasema that the reality of hell. Kwamba uhalisia wa Jehanamu is that that time ni kwamba ulimi huo will be the most tormented. Ndio ambao utateswa zaidi. So you will have a real body. Kwa hivyo utakuwa na mwili wa halisia. You will be alive a real na utakuwa mtu ambaye uko hai anaweza hisi uchungu and has feeling na uko na hisia and can see na anaweza kuona a real brain mind can identify who is there uko na akili na fikra halisia anaweza kutambua ni nani yuko pale and say na anasema watch out now makinikeni sasa be careful now uko makinikeni sasa hell is real jehanamu ni halisia So when the message will come, kwa hivyo wakati ujumbe utakapokuja, you will take it with gusto. Utauchukua na uzito. With gusto. Utauchukua na uzito. Na amori na motisha. Na amori na motisha. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's a hell is a real place. Anasema jehanamu ni mali halisia. It's not a fiction story. Sio nadharia tu. Let me say, na anasema that people in hell kwamba watu jehanamu somehow kwa njia fulani will be able to see those who are in heaven wataweza kuona walio kwa mbinguni is that peter you see che huyo ni petro ambaye namuona he will be bad itakuwa mbaya he will be real bad itakuwa mbaya sana sana the time to prepare is wakati wa kujiandaa ni sasa But to start saying is that Patrick I see lakini kuanza kusema je huyo Patrick kama anamuona ni kwa nini ufanye hivyo you were given equal opportunity ulipewa tunku sawia fursa sawia for a generation that love affirmative action kwa kwa opportunity kwa kizazi ambacho kinapenda ile ya kutimiza 
kutisisitiza but you are given the same opportunity alafukisha ukapewa tunku ile ile the warning i wanted to summarize for you the series of warning it, on the day of the coming of the messiah ilani ninitaka kujumuisha ule mfululizo wa ilani kuhusiana na siku ya kukuja kwa messia that they may walk in here ili kwamba wakatembee huko ndani amen may walk in here kwamba mwanadamu akatembee kuja huko ndani heaven open na mbingu ifunguke and the glory mixed with fire poured out na utukufu uliochangamanya na moto unamwagika and the one that is pouring it from the sky na yule ambaye anaumwaga kutoka katika anga is pouring and cutting anaumwaga na kukatisha tena anaumwaga na kukatisha i am alive kumaanisha niko hai i'm the one doing it kumaanisha niko halisiani mimi ambaye naifanya this is not a joke this Who is who is from zauni wakati wa uhalisia and then the sun clap alafu jua linapiga makofi and then when they walk in alafu wanapotembea kuja huko ndani and they issue such a stunning warning a stunning warning a strong warning as you fear warning alafu wanapeana ilani kali namna hiyo ilani ya kumaanisha namna hiyo ilani nyeti kama hiyo would you listen je kwa kweli huwezi ukasikiza i'm reminded ninakumbushwa of my sons and daughters from Kenyatta National Hospital campus mkiwa na yale mafazi kutoka kwa wadi na mkawaongoza watu kwa Yesu. You did that. Mlifanya hivyo. And so we were talking with the bishop. Ndio basi tulikuwa tunazungumza na maaskofu. That a doctor approach you in that form. Kwamba daktari akikukujia kwa njia namna hiyo. He has all the tools of trade. Ako tools. Ako na bifamo the ear pocket name tags what have you Ako and the notebook and i pen and Ako approach you and tell you listen Ako to me listen Ako to me mwanadada i want you to receive the lord ako na vifaa vya kazi amevalia sare zake amewekwa kitu kwenye masikio na daftari lake na kalamu alafu akwambie mwanadada nisikilize nataka upokee yesu the, the, the bishop said alafu maaskofu wakasema you must listen to that person lazima umsikilize huyo mtu and people receive the lord na watu wakampokea bwana thank you dear thank you asante kweli kweli tutaongea tutakutana asante thank you so much asante sana thank you dear asante kweli hallelujah hallelujah and so na hivyo basi i'm saying ninasema somebody walking in that form and warn you mtu atembee katika muundo kama huo na akuonye would you listen je kwa kweli uwezi ukasikiza and very well na vyema kabisa because you know this person is walking with god kwa sababu unajua mtu huyu anatembea na mungu i have to listen lazima nisikilize naye anasema that hell is a real place kwamba jehanamu ni mahali halisia and there is real pain in hell na kuna uchungu wa halisia jehanamu there is real torment 
and suffering in hell kuna mateso ya kweli jehanamu you will have eyes to see utakuwa na macho ya kuona the time ulimi Hosea chapter 13 to summarize the series of warnings before the message of the Lord Hosea 13 kuweka kwa mkutasari huo mfululizo wa ilani kabla ya ujumbe wa Bwana I told you People came all the way from USA. Watu walitoka kote kote kutoka majimbo ya moja Marekani. Australia, Germany everywhere. Australia, Ujerumani kila mahali. Then I'd rather give them the full message. Basi afadhali niwape ujumbe mzima. The book of Hosea. Kitabu cha Hosea. Hosea. Kitabu cha Hosea. Hosea chapter 13. Hosea 13. I'm reading verses 6 to 8. Ninasoma mstari wa 6 hadi 8. Tewone. Onyo ilani. He says, anasema, he says like a bear robbed. Again he says, tena anasema, like a bear robbed of her cubs. Kama dubu aliyenyang'anywa watoto wake. A bear is bad enough. Dubu ni mbali sana. Is bad enough. Ni mbaya sana. But when the bear has his cub, lakini wakati dubu akiwa na watoto wake, then you go and try to take the children. Alafu uende ujaribu kuwachukua watoto. You will know that the bear is bad, right? Utajua kwamba dubu ni mbaya, sivyo? That is what he says here. Hicho ndicho ambacho anasema hapa. Like a bear robbed of her cub, kama dubu aliyenyang'anywa watoto wake, I will attack them and rip them open. Nitawashambulia na kurarua vifua vyenu. He says like a lion. Anasema kama simba. I will devour them. Nitawala. A wild animal, mnyamapori, will tear them apart. Atawararua vipande vipande. I, be, I guess I began from verse 8, right? I wanted to go for the blood. Nilitaka kwenda kwa Hallelujah. But what is he say? Lakini anasema nini? He say, anasema that the lion of the tribe of Judah. Kwamba simba wa kabila la Yuda. Judah my son, Judah mwanangu. He lies down analala chini like a lioness. Kama simba jike. Who can dare out him? Nani awezaye kudhubutu kumwamsha? The lion of the tribe of Judah. Simba wa kabila la Yuda. Mkubwa sana. So powerful. Mwenye nguvu sana. So tremendous. Wa ajabu sana. The supremacy. Ukuu wake. Superiority. Ukuu wake. But above the heaven. Kwamba juu ya mbingu. There is none like him. Hakuna aliye kama yeye. Inside heaven. Ndani mwa mbingu. There is none like him. Hakuna kama yeye. He takes the space as you are coming 
down. In the space above here, as you meet the sun, the Jupiter, the everybody, there's nobody still like him. Katika anga unapoteremka chini hivi, ukutane na jua, sayari ya jua na Jupiter, hakuna aliye kama yeye. And when you enter the earth, nobody was found that is like him. And then when they went under, nobody was found down there also like him. So you tell me, if he tells you to prepare the way, be righteous and holy. And he promises that I will tear you like a bear na na hidi kwamba nitakurarua kama dubu tell me now niambie sasa who are you wewe ni nani that can attempt to resist you ambaye unaweza jaribu kumpinga did you understand the warning je mlielewa hiyo ilani you cannot even fight him hawezi hata ukapigana naye you cannot hawezi Did somebody understand me? Je mtu alinielewa? This tremendous. Ni ajabu. This is the ultimate authority and power. Yeye ndiye mamlaka ya juu zaidi na uweza. So if he says repent. Kwa hivyo ikiwa atasema tubuni and prepare the way. Na muandae njia and be holy and righteous. Na muwe watakatifu na mwenye haki. Then you simply have to obey. Basi kimsingi unahitaji tukuti because it would be the most unwise thing kwa sababu itakuwa jambo lisilo la busara zaidi to resist him and attempt to fight him ili kumpinga na kujaribu kupigana naye kwa sababu huwezi have you seen the warning je mmeona ilani hallelujah kabla ya ujumbe and he says naye anasema in all this katika haya yote this is what we have seen today hiki ndicho ambacho tumeona leo hii that when that day comes kwamba wakati siku hiyo itakapokucha as we summarize this first part tunapoweka kwa mkutasari sehemu hii ya kwanza it is characterized by iko na inajumuishwa na he comes abruptly anakuja kikafla unexpectedly bila ya kutarajiwa like a thief kama mwizi unawares bila kujua unannounced bila kutakaza oi hey. Suddenly, kikafla binfu, surprisingly, ya kushangaza, unexpectedly, bila kutarajiwa, abruptly, kikafla binfu, unaware, bila ya kutojua, unforeseen, bila ya kuone, kuonekana kimbele, unknowingly, bila ya kujua, without warning, bila ya onyo. That is all we have seen until now. Hiyo ndio yote ambayo tumeona hadi kwa sasa. And you are wrong na wajibu wako your role in all this wajibu wako katika haya yote is the following ni yafuatayo to be ready kuwa tayari prepare kujiandaa expectant ukitarajia watchful ukiwa makinifu alert ukiwa macho awake ukiwa umeamka minded ukiwa unajali wise ukiwa mwenye hekima fear of god ukiwa na hofu ya Mungu justice ukiwa umebadilika Unapatikana 
wajibu wako it is coming in that way ikiwa anakuja katika njia hiyo then he says basi anasema you'd rather be ready afadhali uwe tayari prepare uwe mjiandaa expectant unayetarajia watchful ukiwa makini awake ukiumeamka alert ukiwa macho minded ukiwa unajali why ukiwa mwenye hekima clever ukiwa mwenye busara fear of god ukiwa na hofu ya mungu adjusted towards this event ukiwa umepinduka ukiangalia umetengezwa kwa ajili ya tukio hili available for this event umepatikana kwa ajili ya tukio hili equipped for this event umetiwa umetiwa sile zilaa kwa ajili ya tukio hili endowed with the holy spirit and wisdom for this event umevikwa umejazwa roho mtakatifu kwa ajili ya tukio hili ukiwa na ujasiri kwa ajili ya tukio hili cutting down and discipline for this event ukiwa uko na nidhamu kwa ajili ya this event ukiwa ulisten refine umengarishwa na kusafishwa licensed by the holy spirit authorized na lesendi na roho mtakatifu na kupewa mamlaka for this event kwa ajili ya tukio hili He says that's what you ought to be. Anasema hivyo ndivyo unapaswa kuwa. And he says first Peter chapter 1 verse 12. Anasema I am still on the introduction of this message. Bado ningalipo katika utangulizi wa uchume huu. So you can tell that when I finish the introduction. Kwa hivyo unaweza ukakisia kwamba nitakapomaliza utangulizi. Then I have a 10 hour sermon. Basi niko na mahubiri ya masaa 10 ambao unaanza. Ambao unaanza. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So he says the following. First Peter, verse 1, chapter 1. Mlango wake wa kwanza. The coming of the Messiah is not a joke. Ukuja kwa Mesia sio mzaha. First Peter chapter 1. Verse 1, mlango wa kwanza. Verse 12. Mstari wa 12. He says, Anasema, It was revealed to them mitume walidhihirishiwa that they were not serving themselves kwamba walikuwa wajihudumii but you bali waliudumu kwa ajili yenu when they spoke of the things that have now been told you katika mambo hayo ambayo sasa yamehubiriwa kwenu by those who preach the gospel to you na wale waliowahubiri waliowahubiria ninyi injili by the holy spirit sent from heaven kwa roho mtakatifu aliyetumwa kutoka mbinguni even the angels long to look into these fine things mambo ambayo hata malaika wanatamani kuyafahamu so what we're discussing here even the angels kwa hivyo kile ambacho tunajadili hapa hata malaika they long wanatamani na kutamani kushiriki wakati huu when now the church prepares wakati ambapo sasa kanisa limejiandaa na kuingia even the angels the holy angels hata malaika malaika watakatifu and he says naye anasema can i then summarize before i begin the message je sasa naweza weka kwa mkutasari kabla nianze ujumbe who then are these basi hawa nikina nani if the warning is this strong ikiwa ilani ni za nguvu namna hii who then are these basi hawa nikina nani that i saw climbing up ambao niliwaona wakipanda Remember I have seen the church climb up. Kumbuka nimeliona kanisa likipanda. Who then are they? Basi hawa ni kina nani? Daniel chapter 12. Danieli mlango huu wa 
If you are ready, Ikiwa uko tayari, Daniel 12:2-3. Danieli 12 mstari wa 2 hadi wa 3. He says the following. Anasema yafuatayo. Multitudes who sleep in the dust of the earth will awake. Umati wa wengi walalao kwenye mavumbi ya dunia wataamuka. Again he says multitude who sleep in the dust of the earth will awake some for everlasting life and others for shame and everlasting contempt. Na anasema watu wengi ambao wamelala kwenye mavumbi wataamuka. Baadhi yao kwa uzima wa milele, wengine kwenye aibu na kudharauli wa milele. Those who are wise will shine like the brightness of the heavens and those who lead many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. Wale wenye hekima watangaa kama manga wa mbingu na wale ambao waongoza wengi kutenda haki watangaa kama nyota milele na milele. Who are those? Hao ni kina nani? As I summarize, ninapoweka kwa muktasari and crown it up na kuitilia taji. Those wale that I saw climbing up. Ambao niliwaona wakipanda. Who are they? Hao ni kina nani? Who are they that I saw climbing up? Hao ni kina nani ambao niliwaona wakipanda juu? Who are they? Hao ni kina nani? That I saw climbing up. Ambao niliwaona wakipanda juu. Now he says, sasa anasema, those who are wise, wale wenye hekima, meaning walk in the fear of God. Kumaanisha wakitembea katika hofu ya Mungu. Those who are wise wale wenye hekima and then he says anapokisha anasema the teachers of righteousness wale wanaofundisha uhaki John chapter 3 Yohana mlango wa 3 who are those i saw climbing up before i begin the message hao ni kina nani ambao niliwaona wakipanda juu kabla nianze ujumbe i tell you nakwambia the messiah must be coming Masia lazima awe anakucha. John chapter 3. Yohana mlango wa 3. This is what he says. Ndipo ndivyo anavyosema. John chapter 3 verse 3 says. Yohana mlango wa 3 mstari wa 3 anasema. Nicodemus had asked this question. Nicodemus alikuwa amemuuliza swali hili. Who are they? Hao ni kina nani? That will go up there. Ambao watakwenda pale juu. In reply Jesus declared Yesu akamjibu I tell you the truth Amen amen nakwambia No one can see the kingdom of God Mtu hawezi kuona ufalme wa Mungu unless ijapokuwa he is born again Amezaliwa mara ya pili That means become a new creation Hiyo yamaanisha kufanyika kiumbe kipya New creature kiumbe kipya Because some of you kwa sababu baadhi yenu when i look at you ninapowatazama i see that you remain the old creature ninaona kwamba mmebaki kiumbe cha zamani during the battles of the old creature mkifanya vita vya kiumbe vya cha zamani the struggles of the old creature kungangana mngangano wa kiumbe cha zamani and here i say na ile ile hapa anasema let the man be born again ishapokuwa mtu azaliwe mara ya pili and become a new creation na afanyike kiumbe kipya you cannot see the kingdom of god hawezi kuona ufalme wa mungu Those were born again people I saw. 
hao ni watu ambao walikuwa wamezaliwa mara ya pili niliyowaona and in hebrews chapter 12:14 he says na katika waebrania 12:14 asema without holiness kwa maana pasipo na utakatifu nobody will see the lord hakuna mtu atakayemwona bwana those are holy elect of god hao ni wateule watakatifu wa mungu another one nyingine john chapter 14 yohana mlango wa 14 he says Anasema in verse 4 katika mstari wa 4 You know the way to where I am going. Unajua njia ya kuenda mahali ambapo ninaenda. Meaning I have gone that way. Kumaanisha nimeenda katika njia hii. Please follow me. Those are the followers of Jesus. Tafadhali munifuate. Hao ni wafuasi wanaomfuata Yesu. Following Jesus. Wakimfuata Yesu. If Jesus went through a lot of blackmail and abuse ikiwa Yesu alitukanwa na matukano mengi na dhihaka on that path following Jesus katika you must go through it katika njia hiyo ya kumfuata Yesu lazima uipitie who are these au ni kina nani colossians chapter 3 au colossae mlango wa 3 to summarize my introduction so i can begin the message ili kwamba kuweka mkutasari utangulizi wangu ili nianze ujumbe the word explosion mlipuko wa neno the word exposition expo mlipuko wa neno it is strictly based on the word to deliver the message of god ni inazingatiwa aswa na neno ili kuleta uchumbe wa Mungu on the word on the word of god on the bible kwa neno la Mungu neno la Mungu katika biblia what an awesome time ni wakati wa ajabu kiasi gani tremendous ya ajabu also you see you caught the two kwa hivyo uliwanasa uli wawili that is tremendous hiyo ni ajabu wait 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 the rest are one one them there are two wengine ni moja wengine ni moja moja lakini hao ni wawili that is the visitation of god the father so be careful just just that i want you yes that is the god right be careful They have recorded there you go somebody help them one minute god him to asaidie somebody help them the kenyans help them please thank you sheshe asante bring it my son. oh I, I, people have recorded watu wamerekodi i told them they got right oh yes oh yes the two prophets are here manabii wawili wako hapa oh this has gone can you change it you take take it to the, this is very powerful hii ni ya nguvu sana my son from Pennsylvania or from where mwanangu kutoka Virginia asante mwanangu oh, tremendous yes 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 ya ajabu incredible watu wameinasa the rest are one one there too wengine ni mmoja mmoja wao ni wawili i know you have zoomed it on the screen so this is the incredible visitation going on here huu ni mtembeleo wa ajabu ambao unaendelea hapa i told you nini wambieni I told you Nini I told you Nini wambieni I told you what Nini wambieni Hallelujah But anyhow, lakini hata hivyo, he said there is a one. Anasema kuna onyo for generation. Kwa kizazi. He said, anasema on this matter 
of entry katika maswala haya ya kuingia be careful now makinikeni sasa because kwa sababu that day hiyo siku is irreversible haiwezi ikarudiwa John chapter 3:16 you can read Colossians chapter 3 is what I'm reading. Yohana 3:16 Colossians chapter 3. Thank you my son. I'm reading Colossians chapter 3. Ninasoma wa Kolosai mlango wa 3. 1 to 5. Who are those I saw entering? Mstari wa kwanza hadi 5. Ni kina nani ambao niliwaona wakiingia? Colossians chapter 3:1 to 5. Wa Kolosai mlango wa 3 mstari wa kwanza hadi wa 5. Since then you have been raised with Christ set your heart on things above where Christ your savior is seated at the right hand side of the father basi kwa kuwa umefunuliwa umefufuliwa pamoja na Kristo yatavuteni yaliyo juu Kristo aliko ameketi mkono wa kuume wa Mungu those are people hao ni watu that set their heart ambao waliweka mioyo yao on the coming of the messiah katika kukuja kwa mesia whatever they did chochote walichotenda they focused on the messiah's coming walilenga kukuja kwa mesia the coming of the lord kurudi kwa bwana kukuja kwa bwana wow wow what a people ni watu wa aina gani? He says, anasema, set your heart wekeni mioyo yenu. On things above, katika mambo yaliyo juu, where your redeemer is, your savior is. Mahali ambapo mkombozi wenu yuko, mwokozi wenu yuko. Those I saw climbing, wale nilioona wakipanda, are totally different. Ni tofauti kabisa kabisa from those who are focused their hearts on the things earthly kutokana na wale wengine waliolenga mioyo yao na vitu vilivyo pia duniani i tell you nakwambia and he goes on to say na anaendelea kusema set your minds on things above wekeni mawazo yenu katika vitu vilivyo juu not on earthly things wala si ya duniani for you died and your life is now hidden with Christ in God kwa maana ninyi mlikufa nao wai wenu sasa umepichwa pamoja na Kristo when Christ who is your life appears you will also appear with him in glory wakati Kristo atakapotokea yeye aliye uzima wenu ndipo nanyi mtakapotokea pamoja naye katika utukufu hadi sasa nana sema put on where put on kwa hiyo baeni put on meaning where put on kwa hiyo baeni oh sorry <laughs> i need to come down he said put to death anasema ueni put to death therefore whatever belongs to your earthly nature anasema kwa hiyo ueni kabisa chochote kilicho ndani yenu cha asili ya kidunia then he raises the red flag kisha anainua bendera nyekundu sexual immorality yani uasherati haleluya haleluya impurity na uchafu and last tamaa mbaya the impurity can be like dirty talk 
uchafu unaweza kuwa kama mazungumzo machafu that is thought that is talk mawazo machafu mazungumzo machafu impurity lust uchafu tamaa mbaya evil desires mawazo mabaya and greed which is idolatry na kutamani ambayo ndio ibada ya sanamu because of this god's wrath is coming kwa sababu ya mambo haya ghadhabu ya mungu inakuja you used to walk in these ways in the life you once had ninyi pia zamani mlienenda katika mambo haya verse 8 mstari wa 8 but now you must rid yourselves of all such things lakini sasa yawekeni mbali nanyi mambo kama hayo yote to rid yourself uweka mbali is like to remove that cloth ni kama kuondoa hilo vazi those are the people i saw hao ndio watu niliowaona climbing up wakipanda juu and going to heaven na kwenda mbinguni na walienda na kuenda na kuenda the same thing you find in Matthew 6:19-22 Jambo hilo hilo unalipata katika Mathayo 6:19 hadi 22 They stored their treasures in heaven up there Waliweka hazina zao mbinguni kule juu Where the Messiah is Mahali ambapo Mesia yuko That is where they stored their heart Hapo ndipo waliweka mioyo yao so Where your treasure is there your heart also is mahali ambapo hazina yako ipo hapo moyo wako upo so much to give you now kuna mengi zaidi ya kuwapeni sasa like first Timothy 2:3-6 i don't have time all the way down to John 14:6 Revelation 14:15 those i saw climbing up Yohana 14:6 wale ambao niliwaona wakikupanda juu but i want to stop this segment here lakini nataka nikomee hii sehemu hapa and begin a very serious conversation with the church. Regarding the coming of the Messiah. Kuhusiana na kukuja kwa Mesia. Until now. Hadi sasa. We have been looking at the introduction. Tumekuwa tukiangalia utangulizi introducing you to the message nikiwatanguliza kwa ujumbe because i say sababu nilisema john lanat john i say nilisema that there are two sections kwamba kuna sehemu mbili the first section sehemu ya kwanza We'll be dealing with the condition of the church, the state of the church. Itakuwa kukabiliana na hali ya kanisa. And how she can move, she can be removed, rescued from there and brought back. Na jinsi anavyoweza kuondoka, kuondolewa pale na kurejeshwa. And the second part na sehemu ya pili that we are going to see tomorrow ambayo tutaiangazia kesho will be on the garment of righteousness itakuwa katika vazi la uhaki when now wakati ambapo sasa she has to be clothed inabidi afikwe with the garment of heaven 
nafasi na mbinguni and go ahead and enter na aendelee na kwenda na kuingia hallelujah hallelujah so let us begin with the first part hebu tuanze na sehemu ya kwanza the condition of the church hali ya kanisa Number one, I have shared on the vision of the glorious stairs of heaven. Nambari moja nimeshiriki kuhusu maono ya ngazi za utukufu za mbinguni. The glorious stairs, ngazi za utukufu of everlasting life, za uzima wa milele that I literally commanded down from heaven ambazo kialisia niliamrisha zishushwe kutoka mbinguni I prophesied January 15 nilitoa unabii January 15 the year 2017 mwaka wa 2017 and just a few one, one year and a few months later na mwaka mmoja na miezi chache baadaye March 11, 2018. Machi 11 mwaka wa 2018. In a meeting like this a conference and I mentioned the stairs and the Lord lowered them in the sky. Katika mkutano kama ngazi nilitaja ngazi alafu kisha Bwana akazishusha. Those who have clapped are blessed with the eternity. Wale mmepiga makofi nimewabariki na milele wale wa kwanza. Wale wa kwanza. The first one like my daughter the worshiper there I saw her clapping thank you. Wale wa kwanza kama bingo. We are saying this. Kisha tunasema hivi. The vision of the new Jerusalem. Maono ya Yerusalemu mpya. I have shared including today. Nimeishiriki kuhusisha leo hii. Then the pillar of God. Kisha nguzo ya Mungu. In the temple of God katika hekalu la Bwana it is right there ndio hiyo pale we worked with designer tulifanyia kazi Lily, bishop Lily Macharia is the designer here she normally designs a very well graphic design from the dream she put it right there this tremendous pillar inside the temple of God inside heaven ni nguzo ya ajabu ndani ya hekalu la Mungu mbinguni and you see na unaona that when God the Father kwamba wakati ambapo Mungu Baba was walking with me inside heaven alikuwa akitembea pamoja nami ndani mwa mbinguni kwenda kunionyesha nguzo hiyo mnara huo only when we arrive tulipofika tu close to the pillar karibu na hiyo nguzo then i realized from which direction the father walked kisha nikagundua ni upande upi ambao baba alikuepo normally he walks on my right kwa kawaida utembea upande mwangu wa kulia but this one he was on the left because the glory beamed father glory additional glory on the pillar so i knew from where he was lakini hii alikuwa upande wa kushoto manake ule utukufu uliangaza kutoka upande wa kushoto kuelekea ukaangaza katika ule mnara kwa hivyo nikachua mali alipokuwa Then another one. Alafu nyingine recently. Hivi majuzi. When the Lord made me stand on the earth in that dream. Wakati ambapo Bwana alisababisha nisimame katika dunia katika hiyo ndoto. And then he opened the corridor. Kisha akafungua barabara njia. Through the expanse it was a corridor like a wall. Ilikuwa kama ukuta. Through this sky you see a corridor. Kupitia katika anga hili ambalo mnaliona. 
All the way going up. Kote kote kwenda juu. And far up. Na juu zaidi. He opened my eyes to see beyond the universe. Alifungua macho yangu kuona zaidi ya dunia. Na ulimwengu na sayari. Na ulimwengu na sayari. Then at the end there. Alafu pale katika mwisho huko. The corridor. Katika hiyo barabara. And then at the end. Alafu pale mwisho where there was tremendous too much glory. Wakati ambapo kulikuwa na utukufu mwingi wa ajabu. Mahali penye palikuwa na utukufu mwingi wa ajabu. Then he wrote. Kisha akaandika heaven. Mbinguni. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And then alafu one other conversation I've shared and published mazungumzo mengine ambayo nimeshiriki na kujapisha the vision of the garment of the lord maono ya pazi la bwana when heaven opened wakati ambapo mbingu ilifunguka then he showed a folded white super glorious garment kisha at the entrance like this akaonyesha lile pazi jeupe la utukufu la Mungu ambalo limekunjwa I have shared also nimeshiriki pia on the vision of the golden glorious wedding ring kusiana na maono ya pete za harusi za utukufu za dhahabu I have also shared pia nimeshiriki on the super white glorious horse of inside heaven wa farasi mkubwa kabisa wa utukufu aliyeko ndani ya mbinguni. So Kwa hivyo nimeshiriki mengi zaidi. Na yote inakonyezea kitu kimoja. The coming of the Messiah. Kukuja kwa Mesia. The coming of the Messiah. Kukuja kwa Mesia. They are all pointing at one and one thing yote inakonyezea kitu kimoja na kimoja tu the entry of the church kuingia kwa kanisa dr wahudu daktari wahudu please come and find someone who give you a seat in front here tafadhali njoo mtu atakupa kiti hapa mbele this is a very senior deputy director of medical services just retired ni naibu mkurugenzi wa huduma za afya na matibabu ambaye amestaafu tu You can put a seat somewhere here. Unaweza pata kiti mahali fulani hapa. Over here. Upande huu. Somebody give him a seat please. Mtu mpatie kiti tafadhali. This one of the top psychiatrists in the nation. Huyu ni mojawapo ya madaktari wa shida za kiakili Leta kiti kingine hapa. Thank you so much. Asante sana. Thank you. Asante. So now. Kwa hivyo sasa the Lord has been speaking. Bwana amekuwa akinena about the entry of the church kuhusiana na kuingia kwa kanisa about the coming of the messiah to take the bride kuhusiana na kukuja kwa mesia kuchukua biharusi he has been speaking amekuwa akinena non-stop bila kukoma continuous kwa kuendelea so now kwa hivyo sasa i want to talk about returning home Ninataka nizungumzie kuhusu kurudi nyumbani. In looking at the condition of the church. Na kutazama hali ya kanisa. I want to talk about 
ninataka nizungumzie returning home kurudi nyumbani and you know the condition of the church today na mnajua hali ya kanisa leo hii you know mnajua that inside the house of my lord ya kwamba ndani ya nyumba ya Mungu wangu at this hour right now katika saa hii sasa hivi there is sexual sin in the church kuna dhambi ya washerati na ngono katika kanisa kuna mtembeleo ambao unaendelea sivyo Everybody focusing on me now. Kila mtu mkinilenga sasa. There is a big visitation here, right? Kuna mtembeleo mkubwa sana hapa, sivyo? Can you focus on me now? Je, mnaweza kunilenga sasa? I have 10 hours from this point. Niko na masaa kumi kuanzia wakati huu na kuendelea. Listen. Anasema Inside the church. Ndani ya kanisa. And right now. Na sasa hivi There are pregnancies outside marriage. Kuna mimba nje ya ndoa inside the church. Ndani ya kanisa. Inside the church right now. Ndani ya kanisa sasa hivi. There are abortions inside the church and at the pulpit involving even the pulpit. Kuna kuapia mimba ndani ya kanisa hata kuhusisha kwa madhabahu Sometimes you hear it is the pastor that made that woman pregnant Wakati mwingine unasikia kwamba ni mchungaji aliyempajika mimba huyo msichana Inside the church ndani ya kanisa Right now sasa hivi inside the church of Christ now ndani ya kanisa la Kristo sasa hivi There is adultery kuna uzinzi and fornication na kuna usherati inside the house of my God ndani ya nyumba ya Mungu wangu right now sasa hivi inside the house ndani ya nyumba inside in the house inside the house of the Lord right now ndani ya nyumba ya Bwana sasa hivi at the time katika wakati when the two most dreadful prophets of heaven are walking they are walking walking and walking inside the church wakati ambapo manabii wawili wa kutisha wa Bwana wanatembea na kufanya kazi ndani ya nyumba inside the church ndani ya kanisa the house of the lord nyumba ya Bwana right now sasa hivi There is lesbianism and homosexuality inside the church. Kuna ushoga na kupiga punyeto ndani ya kanisa. Ulawiti is what? Lesbianism. Then help him. Call here we call sin. Sin. Hapa tunaita dhambi. It was for you. So Inside the church ndani ya kanisa right now sasa hivi there are false prophets operating inside the church at the pulpit of the pulpit of Yahweh 
kuna manabii wa uongo wanaofanya kazi ndani ya nyumba ya Mungu katika madhabahu when the people prophet of the lord are walking here and fire is pouring here wakati ambapo manabii wawili wakushika wanatembea pana moto kwa hapa moto wa Elia is pouring inside the church unamwagika ndani ya kanisa then you can dare practice false prophetry whatever the name kisha unaweza kujaribu na kufanya ule unabii wa uongo chochote hicho ndani ya kanisa the house of the lord nyumba ya Mungu right now sasa hivi inside the church ndani ya kanisa those false prophets how manabii wa uongo they are money vendors wao ni watu wa kuitisha pesa and they are doing things na wanafanya vitu and making women women pregnant na kuwasababisha wanawake kuwa wajawazito inside the house of my lord ndani ya nyumba ya Mungu wangu right now sasa hivi inside the church ndani ya kanisa inside the church ndani ya kanisa right now sasa hivi they are giving out false prophecy when entire heaven the entire heaven is right now attending to the two prophets wanapeana unabii wa uongo wakati ambapo mbingu yote inawashughulikia manabii wawili opening inafunguka and attending to them na kuwashughulikia and the glory of the father is pouring real time golden video video na utukufu wa baba unamwagika halisia imeshikwa na kunaswa kwa video and the sun is clapping na jua linapiga makofi in recognition katika kutambua and at that same time na katika wakati huo huo somebody come mtu anakuja and give a false prophet na kutoa unabii wa uongo ai right now sasa hivi inside the church ndani ya kanisa inside the church ndani ya kanisa right now sasa hivi at this time katika wakati huu there are false apostles practicing in the church kuna mitume wa uongo wanaofanya kazi ndani ya kanisa right now sasa hivi inside the church ndani ya kanisa inside the church ndani ya kanisa right now sasa hivi there is consultation with the forces of darkness the witch doctors kuna kuomba ushauri kwa zile nguvu za giza wachawi na waganga until some pastors hadi baadhi ya wachungaji they even pay tithe to witch doctors wanalipa fungu la kumi kwa waganga and laibon na laibon inside the church ndani ya kanisa katika sahi inside the church ndani ya kanisa right now sasa hivi in germany and europe katika ucherumani na europa australia usa australia na marekani there is the liberal theology kuna ile theologia ya uhuru liberal theologia ya uhuru that agrees you can bargain you can discuss ambayo mnayekubaliana mnaweza kuzungumza na kujadili inside the church ndani ya kanisa inside the church ndani ya kanisa right now sasa hivi there is post 
kuna usasa where you have to take the salvation of Jesus mali ambapo unachukua wokovu wa Yesu and blend it with the world na kuchangamanya na ulimwengu and now take the parts that are convenient for your lifetime anakuchukua zile sehemu ambazo zinaambatana na mtindo wako wa maisha inside the church ndani ya kanisa right now sasa hivi there are many things there are false miracles also being preached being presented by lies kuna mambo mengi kuna pia miujiza ya uongo ambayo inawasilishwa kwa uongo inside the church ndani ya kanisa so it is in that context kwa hivyo ni katika muktadha huo that i want to begin this message ambapo nataka kuanza uchumbe huu the book of jeremiah chapter 8 kitabu cha yeremia mlango wake wa 8 jeremiah chapter 8 yeremia mlango wa 8 Verses 4 to 9. Mustari 4 hadi wa 9. Jeremiah chapter 8 4 to 9. Yeremia mlango wa 8 mstari wa 4 hadi 9. He say, Anasema, say to them, waambie, this is what the Lord says. Hivi ndivyo asemavyo Bwana. When men fall down, je watu wanapoanguka Do they not get up? How I nuki? When men fall down, wakati mwanadamu anapoanguka, do they not get up? Je, how I nuki? When a man stands away, je, mtu anapopotea, does he not return? Je, harudi? Why then? Ni kwa nini basi? Happy people watu hawa walipotea why kwa nini does jerusalem always turn away yerusalemu inanipotea kila mara they cling to deceit wanangangania udanganyifu they refuse to return na wanakataa kurudi i have listened attentively nimewasikiliza kwa makini But they do not say what is right. Lakini hawataki kusema lililo sawa. No one repents of their wickedness. Hakuna anayetumbia makosa yake. Say, akisema, what have I done? Nime, what have I done? Nimefanya nini? What have I done? Nimefanya nini? Why do you want me to repent? Ni kwa nini unataka nitubu? What have I done? Nimefanya nini? Each pursues his own course kila mmoja ufuata njia yake mwenyewe like a horse charging into battle kama farasi anayekwenda vitani mstari wa 7 even the stock in the sky hata korongo aliyeko angani hata ndege za angani even the stock in the sky hata ndege wa angani knows her appointed season anayajua majira yake yaliyomriwa and the bird now on jiwa and the swift by you are and the rush na koikole there are times of returning there are times of migration ufuata majira yao ya kurudi majira yao ya kuhama majira yao ya kuhama but my people that do not know the requirements of Jehovah lakini watu wangu hawajui bwana anachotaka kwao how can you say we are why mnawezaje kusema sisi tuna busara we have the law of the lord kwa sababu tunayo sheria ya bwana when actually the lying pen of the scribes has 
repeated it falsely wakati ambapo kwa hakika kalamu ya uongo ya waandishi imeandikwa mtakatifu ameyashughulikia kwa uongo the lying pen ile kalamu ya kudanganya scribe ya waandishi has handled this falsely ameishughulikia kwa uongo so they are giving you what you want to hear kwa hivyo wanakupatia kile ambacho unataka kusikia the wise i will put to shame wenye hekima wataibika they will be dismayed watafadhaika headshot na kunaswa since they have rejected the word of the lord kwa kuwa wamekataa neno la bwana what kind of wisdom do they have hiyo hekima walionayo ni ya namna gani hallelujah hallelujah that is where i want us to begin hapo ndipo nataka tuanze in discussing the condition of the church katika kujadili na kuzungumza hali ya kanisa in haritan katika kurudi kwake and from this point on na hivyo basi kuanzia wakati huu na kuendelea the moment you need to belt up properly now kama kuna wakati ambao ulipaswa unapaswa kufunga mtanda vizuri sasa because we now we now need to gain altitude now kwa sababu sasa tunahitaji kupaa juu we need to go up and up to get the cruising altitude so that now we can go forever tunahitaji kwenda juu na juu ili tupate ule mrengo na tuende kabisa milele and that's why now you need to belt up and follow me very closely hiyo ndio sababu na closely unahitaji kukaza mshipi na unifuate kwa ukaribu sana sasa because now we are going to talk about her return kwa sababu sasa tunaenda kuzungumzia kuhusu kurudi kwake and then let me read one more hebu nisome nyingine moja zaidi Isaiah chapter 1 verse 3 Isaiah mlango wa kwanza mstari wa 3 Isaiah 1:3 Isaiah 1:3 He says the following Anasema yafuatayo To the present day church kwa kanisa la sasa whose condition I want to handle today ambayo hali yake nataka kuishughulikia leo hii And then we'll talk about her returning alafu tutazungumzia kuhusu kurudi kwake Isaiah chapter 1 verse 3 Isaiah mlango wa kwanza mstari wake wa 3 He says Anasema The ox knows his master Ngombe anamchua bwana wake The donkey his owner's manger Naye punda anachua holi holi la mmiliki wake But Israel does not know her owner Lakini Israeli hachui mmiliki wake He says, anasema the ox punda ngombe is first of all aware aware kwanza kabisa anamchua without going to university bila ya kwenda chuo kikuu the ox is aware ngombe anachua that he is accountable to his owner kwamba anawajibika kwa mumiliki wake meaning kumaanisha He is definitely aware that he has an Anachua kimsingi kwamba ako na mumiliki wake. Ako na mwenyewe. Ako na mwenyewe. Before kabla he can think of accounting, accountability. Kabla ya kufikiria kusukua chipika. Let me say, na anasema, Tedonki punda the dullest animal god created mnyama ambaye ameduwa zaidi ambaye Mungu kamuumba 
He knows. Anachua. He knows. Anachua. Number one. Jambo la kwanza. But he has an owner. Kwamba akona mwenyewe. Number two. Jambo la pili. That he has his owner's manger. Kwamba akona hori la mwenyewe. Can I put it better? In other words, he knows that his owner has a home. And in that home, he knows there is a particular place assigned, consigned to him. And so, number four, I am sure. Nimeshangazwa. That the dullest animal. Kwamba mnyama mpumbavu zaidi. That God ever created. Ambaye Mungu alimuumba. He does not only know that he has an owner with a home. Si kwamba anachua tu ana mwenyewe aliye na boma. But when the evening comes, lakini wakati wa jioni unapofika. And time is bad. Na wakati ni mbaya. He knows anachua how to get back to the owner's home jinsi ya kurudi kwa nyumba ya mwenyewe jinsi ya kurudi in other words he knows the way kwa maneno mengine anaishua njia to go back home ya kurudi nyumbani so as we are talking about the return kwa hivyo tunapozungumzia kuhusu kurudi of the church kwa kanisa these are the instruments the lord is laying down to build the case hivi ndivyo vyombo ambavyo bwana anaviweka ili kujenga kesi And he says, Melchizedek day. Siku ya Melchizedek is known as the day of righteousness. The day of life. Siku ya nuru. So that changes not. Kwa hivyo hiyo haibadiliki kamwe. How is together? Je, tuko pamoja? Somebody. Mtu. And he says, Okay now, let us read them. Basi hebu tusome. Can we read the book of 2 Samuel? Geuka pamoja nami katika kitabu cha Samuel wa 2. 2 Samuel now. Samuel wa 2 sasa. So we can look at the condition of the church. Ili tuweze kuangalia hali ya kanisa. 2 Samuel. Samuel wa 2. Chapter 9. Mlango wa 9. I begin from verse 1. Nitaanzia mstari wake wa kwanza. Then I will explain everything. Just go with me. Don't worry. Just follow me. Nantaelezea kila kitu usijani. Ndio sababu nikasema kaza mshipi. We need to gain attitude now. Tunahitaji kupaa. Kuna mawimbi ambayo tunaipaza, mawingu ambayo tunapaswa kupita alafu tutaenda sasa. He says, Anasema, Second Samuel chapter 9. Samueli wa pili mlango wake wa 13. Mstari wa kwanza hadi 13 anasema, David asked Daudi akauliza, Is there anyone still in the house of Saul to whom I can show kindness for Jonathan's sake? Je, hakuna mtu hata mmoja wa nyumba ya Sauli aliyebaki ambaye anaweza kumtendea wema kwa ajili ya Yonathani? David the king, Daudi mfalme, he asked, akauliza, after he was established baada ya kuimarisha 
as the king over Israel. Baada ya kuimarishwa kama mfalme wa Israeli. The prophecy has been fulfilled. Unabii umetimilizwa. Now he's reigning. Sasa anatawala. He's seated on the throne. Ameketi katika enzi. And he's now seeing the goodness of the Lord. Na sasa anaona wema wa Bwana. Then King David, kisha mfalme Daudi, Hamelek David, Hameleki Daudi. This is what he asked. Hiki ndicho alichouliza. David asked. Daudi akauliza. Is there anyone still left? Je, hakuna mtu hata mmoja aliyebaki? Yes, is there anyone still left? Je, kuna mtu yeyote aliyebaki? Of the house of Saul, wa nyumba ya Sauli. To whom I can show the kindness of God ambaye anaweza kumtendea wema wa Mungu the home i can show kwa ambaye anaweza kumuonyesha the mercy of god rehema za Mungu the home i can show ambaye anaweza kumuonyesha the goodness of god wema wa Mungu the home i can show ambaye anaweza kumuonyesha the grace of god neema ya Mungu the home i can show ambaye anaweza kumuonyesha the love of god upendo wa Mungu the home i can show ambaye anaweza kumuonyesha kuchali kwa Mungu Is there anybody still left? Meaning it seems to me people have been wiped out. Is there anybody still left? Of the house of Saul. Wa nyumba ya Sauli. To whom I can show mercy. Ambaye naweza kumuonyesha rehema. The mercy of God. Rehema za Mungu. The grace of God. Neema ya Mungu. The goodness of God. Wema wa Mungu. The love of God. Upendo wa Mungu. The, the care of God. Kule kushughulikiwa kwa Mungu. Who my can demonstrate. Ambaye naweza kuashiria. That our God is a covenant keeping God. Kwamba Mungu wetu ni Mungu anayeweka agano. The covenant with agano. Kwa ajili ya agano na Yonatani. Is there anybody still left? Je, kuna yeyote ambaye bado amebaki? King David. Mfalme Daudi akauliza. Do you know why King David was asking such a question? Je, unajua ni kwa nini Mfalme Daudi alikuwa akiuliza swali kama hilo? Je, naweza kuwaelezea nyie? This is the reason. Hii ndio sababu. He said, anasema that at that time kwamba katika wakati ule as you are about to see kama vile ambavyo karibu mtaona at that time katika wakati ule when a king is hosted is is deposed is overthrown wakati ambapo mfalme ameondolewa kwa mamlaka amepinduliwa all his relatives used to be slaughtered watu wake wote wa ukoo walikuwa wanachinjwa relatives in Swahili is called what jamaa wake wote jamaa wake relatives jamaa wake wote walikuwa wanachinjwa they used to be slaughtered put on the sword walikuwa wanachinjwa wanawekwa kwa upanga when you come out of the authority unapotoka kwa mamlaka all your people are slaughtered watu wako wote wanachinjwa why kwa nini because they feared uprising kwa sababu waliofia ule msukosuko you might uprise mnaweza mkainuka 
And that's why. Na hiyo ndio sababu David the king of Israel. Daudi mfalme wa Israeli. Seated on the throne of David. Ameketi katika enzi ya Daudi. Was asking this. Alikuwa akiuliza hii. And I'll come to you. Na nitakuja kwenu to bring this understanding to you. Kuleta ufahamu huu kwenu. The Gibeonites. Wale wa Gibeoni. They were not Israelites. Hawakuwa wa Israeli. But they have submitted into the authority of the Israelites. Lakini walikuwa wamejitiisha katika mamlaka ya Waisraeli. And if you look at the way King Saul related with them. Na ukiangalia jinsi ambavyo mfalme Sauli alihusiana na wao. The first king of Israel, King Saul. Mfalme wa kwanza wa Israeli mfalme Sauli. The way he related with them. Jinsi alivyohusiana na wao. When King Saul died as we are going to see shortly. Wakati mfalme Sauli alipokufa kama vile atakavyokwenda kuona kwa muda mfupi ujao. By committing suicide. Kwa kujua. Together with his three sons. Pamoja na wanawe watatu. That were in the battlefront, the front line. Ambao walikuwa katika mstari wa mbele wa vita. Now. Sasa. The Gibeonites also they was they asked for the other sons and they slaughtered them. Wakipioni wakaulizia wale wana wengine na wakawachinja. He used to be bad. Ilikuwa mbaya. It used to be bad. Ilikuwa inakuwa mbaya. Once you are deposed as a king, mara tu umewekwa kama mfalme, all your people are slaughtered. Watu wako wote wanachinjwa. Relatives. Watu wa jamaa jamaa okay, so, zangu watu wa jamaa yako sababu king david mfalme daudi asked this question akauliza swali hili is there anybody je kuna mtu yeyote ambaye amebaki out of the house of Saul kutoka katika nyumba ya Sauli that I can show kindness ambaye naweza kumuonyesha ukarimu for the sake wa ajili of Jonathan ya Yonathani hey. that is where we want to face the condition of the church today hapo ndipo tunataka kuchukua hali ya kanisa ya leo hii can we continue this je tunaweza endelea kidogo are you ready to, do you still want Je bado mnataka? I thought you said sasa sitaki. Nafikiria mtasema sasa sitaki. You still want? Je bado mnataka? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Then he says the following. Kisha anasema yafuatayo. He says, anasema, now there was a servant. Sasa palikuwa na mtumishi. Mfanyikazi. Okay. Now there was a servant. Sasa palikuwepo mfanyikazi of Saul's household. Wa nyumba ya Sauli called Ziba aliyeitwa Siba They called Ziba to appear before King David wakamuita uh, Siba aje mbele mfalme Daudi And the king said to him Naye mfalme akamwambia Are you Ziba wewe ndiwe Siba And Ziba answered Na aye Siba akamjibu You are servant mtumishi wako The king Ask Ziba. 
Ufalme akauliza siba. Is there anyone still left? Je, hakuna yeyote ambaye amebaki? Of the house of Saul. Wa nyumba ya Sauli. Okay, the English people hold on a second. Otherwise you give another message. It says, "Je, kuna yeyote sio hakuna." Je, kuna yeyote ambao bado amebaki kwenye nyumba ya Saul? So make sure you translate it right, right? So the king of Ziba. Kwa hivyo mfalme akamuuliza Siba. Is there anyone? Oh, so is there no one left you are right? Is there no one still left of the house of Saul to whom I can show God's kindness? Je, hakuna yeyote ambaye amebaki wa nyumba ya Sauli ninayeweza kumuonyesha wema wa Mungu? Ziba answered the king. Siba akamjibu mfalme. There is still a son of Jonathan. Bado yupo mwana wa Yonatani. He is crippled. Yeye nikiwete in both feet miguu yote. The king asked Ziba. Mfalme akauliza Siba, "Where is he? Yuko wapi?" Ziba answered. Siba akajibu, "He is at the house of Makir." Yuko nyumbani kwa Makiri, son of Amiel, mwana wa Amieli, in Lodebar. Uko Lodebari. He is in the house of Makir. Yuko katika nyumba ya Makiri. Son of Amiel, mwana wa Amieli, all the way in Lodebar. Kule 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 uko Lodebari. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And then he says, Isha anasema, let us see if they will fetch him, right? Hebu tuone kama watampata. Then is ukumrudisha, okay. Okay, then he says, Kisha anasema, the king asked Ziba, basi mfalme akamuuliza Siba, where is he? Yuko wapi? And Ziba answered, Ziba akajibu, he is in the house of Makir. Yuko nyumbani kwa Makiri. Son of Amiel. Mwana wa Amieli. In Lodebar. Huko Lodebari. So King David, ipo basi mfalme Daudi, had him brought from Lodebar. Akamtaka aletwe kutoka Lodebari. From the house of Makir. Kutoka nyumbani kwa Makiri. Son of Amiel. Mwana wa Amieli. Verse 6 mustari wa sita when me people shed me me people shed wakati me people shed when me people shed wakati me people shed in hebrew they call it me people shed katika kiebrania wanaita me people shed but here it's me people shed lakini hapa ni me people shed when me people shed wakati ambapo me people shed son of Jonathan mwana wa Jonathan who was son of Saul ambaye alikuwa mwana wa Sauli came to King David alipofika kwa Daudi he bowed down akainama to pay him honor kumpa heshima and King David said Daudi akamwita Mephibosheth Mephibosheth your servant mtumishi wako Mephibosheth answered Mephibosheth akajibu Don't be afraid. Usiogope. David said to Mephibosheth. Daudi akamwambia Mephibosheth, "For I will surely show you kindness." Kwa hakika nitakutendea wema. For the sake of your father 
Yonatan. Kwa ajili ya baba yako Yonatan. In Hebrew they say Yonatan. Katika Kiebrania wanasema Yonatan. The father Jonathan. Babake Yonatan. I'll show you mercy. Nitakuonyesha rehema. And show you grace. Nakukuonyesha neema. I'll show you the kindness of God. Nitakuonyesha ukarimu wa Mungu. For the sake of the covenant. Kwa ajili ya agano. Ambalo nilikuwa nalo. With your father Yonatan. Na baba yako Yonatan. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Very mighty. Let us continue. For the sake of your father Jonathan. Kwa ajili ya baba yako Jonathan. And he goes on to say. Na anaendelea kusema. I'll restore to you all the inheritance, all the land that belonged to your grandfather Saul. Nitakurudishia ardhi yote iliyokuwa mali ya Sauli baba yako. In other words all the inheritance kwa maneno mengine uridi wote. Hey. I'll restore to you nitakurejesha all the land ardhi yote and property na mali that belonged to your grandfather Saul ambayo ilikuwa ya babu yako Sauli. And you will always eat bread at my table continually na daima utakula mkate mezani pangu kwa kuendelea hallelujah hallelujah so now kwa hivyo sasa this is the situation we are confronted with hii ndio hali ambayo tunakabiliana nayo king saul mfalme sauli the first king mfalme wa kwanza of israel wa israeli And the Lord told the Israelites. Na yekwana akawaambia wa Israeli. Look now. Tazama sasa. You are not ready. You are not ready. Nyinyi hamko tayari, hamko tayari. You are not ready for a king. Hamko tayari kwa ajili ya mfalme. No, no. La, la. We, we want him. Tunamhitaji. We, we want him right now. We Tunamuit- We really want him. We are serious. We want Tunamuitaji sasa hivi. Tunamuitaji. Tunamemaanisha. We are ready. Tuko tayari. We, we, we are ready. Sisi tuko tayari. The Lord said you are not ready. Bana akasema hamko tayari. No, for us we feel we are ready. We feel ah. ready. Kwetu sisi tunahisi tuko tayari. The man out of pressure. Alafu kutokana na msukumo. The Lord said, "Okay, I'll raise for you a king." Bana akasema sawa, nitawainulia mfalme. That when he raised for Israel a king. Na alipoinua kwa ajili ya Israeli mfalme. That is said. Kisha akasema. Okay, since you have asked for the king in this way. Basi kwa sababu umeuliza mfalme kwa njia namna hii. Because you say. Kwa sababu mlisema. Eh, look. Eh, tazama. All our neighbors have king. Majirani wetu wote wako na wafalme. Since you have asked in this way. Kwa sababu mmeulizia kwa njia hii. Akasema, "Now I raise for you a king." Sasa nitawainulia mfalme. Anaponasema, "Having raised him now." Baada ya kumuinua sasa. However, hata hivyo, this is the way he must walk with you. Hivi ndivyo anapaswa kutembea pamoja nanyi nyinyi watu. Then he showed him the way of the Lord. Na akawaonyesha njia ya Bwana. 
So the Lord said, We shall rise then. But let you follow the way of the Lord. You cried for a king. He said, Oh, look, all our neighbors have. Why not us? We, we, are ready. We, feel, we feel we are ready. We, we, we need it now. We want now. We feel ready. He said, Okay. I give you the king. But this is the law of God. These are the ordinances of God. You must not walk this way. And then, and then, when King Saul did not walk this way, did not fear God. Did not honor God. Did not obey God. Then look what happened. Samuel. Samuel. Goes into the house of Jesse. To shop for a king. To look for a king. And in that place. The father, Baba, Jesse, yes, he lines up the hermosuras, the beautiful ones. Ana wapangisha poleni wale warembo wakupendeza. Wale warembo. Wale warembo. The ones you look at and you say this must be king material. Wale mbao na watazama na unasema hawa wanafanana na mfalme. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When you just look at you say this person looks like a king. Unapomwangalia tu namna hiyo unasema mtu huyu anafanana kama mfalme. And so, na ipo basi. The prophet of the Lord, nabii wa Bwana, remember as usual, kumbuka kama kawaida, they have seen the day, they have seen the event, they have seen the dream. Wameona hilo tukio, wameiona hiyo ndoto. So as is looking and also there is a whisper audible that comes here all the time. For example, there is a section of this message I wanted to bring also. And yesterday sitting there in the office by voice. So also the voice. So he's looking. You see, who is cut both punk? Who has shaped both punk? So they are looking for kingly material. They are looking for people who have shaped both punk. People who are beautiful. Maybe some glasses also. To complicate it a bit. He is checking Anachunguza. that it cannot connect. Lakini ayungani, ayunganishi. It is not connecting. He has to start the line again. Inabidi asimame tena kwa line. And check and every person when he comes near them Anze tena kila mtu wanapokaribia, anapowakaribia wana I don't know what response they had when he was passing. Sijui walikuwa wanaitikia vipi alipokuwa akipita. 
But you must put on your best. Lakini lazima uonekane yako bora zaidi. The competition is tough. Kwa sababu yale maule ushindano ni mzito. We must find the king today. Lazima tumupate mfalme leo. We must find the king. Lazima tumpate mfalme. So he's going around. Kwa hivyo anazunguka. People have shaved and they have chomped the hair a little bit. Watu wamenyoa na umechoma nywele kiasi. Kuna kitu kama hicho. They have put aromas and lotions. Wameweka manukato when you are marashi. What is your name? Unapomuuliza jina lako ni nani? He might even answer say I got it. Ah, wenda hata anaweza jibu aseme nimeipata. They are complicated. Wametatanika zaidi. We are looking for a king. Tunamtafuta mfalme. Did you get my question? Yes, I got it. Je, ulipata swali langu? Ndio nimelipata. The interview is on. Yale mahojiano ya kazi yanaendelea. The prophet of the Lord is looking for a king. Nabii wa Bwana anamtafuta mfalme. But remember the circumstance. Lakini kumbuka matukio. He's looking for a king. Anatafuta mfalme. When actually there is a sitting king. Already. Wakati ambapo asua kuna mfalme ambaye ameketi. So which means there is a dysfunction. Kwa hivyo inamaanisha kuna kutotekeleza kazi. Oye, oh ndio. So Samuel is walking around back and forth back and forth but something is not adding up. Samuel anatembea akirudi kuna kitu ambacho bado hakijatengemana. Until he approached him. Hadi akamwendea. Akasema tafadhali naweza kuja kidogo. Tell me one thing. Niambie tu kitu kimoja. You have another son? Je, uko na mwana mwingine? Ah uh, no that one forget about him. Ah huyo sahau kuhusiana na yeye. He's a rusty ruby. He's a rusty yeah, yeah, one. Yeye yeah, ni yule ambaye amearibia. He's mostly in the field. Kila mara yuko kwenye uwanja. He's no kingly material. Yeye yeah, yeah, si mtu wa kuwa mfalme. He said, please can you bring him now? Akasema tafadhali cheo unaweza kumleta sasa. And I am not sitting. Na mimi sitaketi. Until he arrives. Hadi atakapofika. In other words, kwa maneno mengine, I ain't sitting at all. Mimi siondoki kamwe. Until he arrives. Hadi atakapofika. And so, naibu basi, when he comes, anapokuja, David Daudi arrives, anafika, and is anointed king. Na anapakwa mafuta kuwa mfalme. But at that time, lakini katika wakati ule, there is a king already in Israel. Kuna mfalme tayari katika Israel. So it means they were essentially two kings. Kwa hivyo inamaanisha kwamba kimsingi kulikuwa na wafalme wawili. Ndani ya Israeli. I'm drawing you closer to the complex. Ninawavuta karibu kwa ule mzozano mgogoro. When there are two kings and one throne, wakati kuna wafalme wawili katika enzi moja. Only one king can sit on the throne. Ni mfalme mmoja tu anayeweza kuketi katika enzi. Why Jonathan became important? Ni kwa nini Yonatan akakuwa wa umuhimu? The covenant he talks about. Agano ambalo analizungumzia kulihusu. Because he says, kwa sababu anasema, Ziba, Ziba, tell me one thing. Niambie kitu kimoja. Is there anyone still left? Je, kuna mtu yeyote ambaye bado amebaki? In the house of Saul, katika nyumba ya Sauli. That I may show kindness. Ili kwamba nikamwonyeshe ukarimu. For the sake of Jonathan. Kwa ajili ya Jonathan. You see how Jonathan comes in. Je, mnaona jinsi ambavyo Jonathan anapokuja? 
And Viva answers. Na Siba akajibu. Yes, there is one a son. Ndio kunaye mmoja mwana. The son of Jonathan. Mwana wa Yonatani. His name is Mephibosheth. Jina lake ni Mephibosheth. And he lives in the house of Makir. Naye anaishi katika nyumba ya Makiri. The son of Amiel. Mwana wa Amieli. In Lodebar. Kule Lodebar. Ai. Then he says please go return him to Jerusalem. Go bring him. Alafu anasema tafadhali nenda mkamrudishe, nenda mkamlete Yerusalemu. Ai. That covenant with Jonathan. Hilo agano na Yonatani. Follow me, that's why I said belt up. Munifuate, ndio sababu nikasema mukataze mshipi. And follow me very close because in front of us here we have to now increase heat. We have to put seed in Siba he goes all the way to Lodebar anakwenda kote kote hadi Lodebari and he gets Mephibosheth na anampata Mephibosheth the son of Jonathan mwana wa Yonatani and he brings him all the way back to Jerusalem na anamrudisha kote kote hadi Yerusalemu Can we read a bit more? You are going to understand a few very important things here today. Mutakwenda kuelewa baadhi ya mambo ambayo ni muhimu zaidi leo hii. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And he says, Nanasema. As we continue, tunapoendelea. And he says, Nanasema. When Mephibosheth arrives, Mephibosheth alipofika, The first thing he does, jambo la kwanza analofanya, he goes down on his belly, on his stomach, anaanguka chini katika tumbo lake, to pay honor to the king. Kupeana heshima kwa mfalme. The king asks, mfalme anauliza, are you Mephibosheth? Je, wewe ndiwe Mephibosheth? He said, my lord. Anasema, bwana wangu, you are servant. Mtumishi wako. Hatua kwa hatua. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And he goes on to say. Naendelea kusema. Then the king summoned Ziba. Ndipo mfalme akamuita Siba. Saul's servant. Mtumishi wa Sauli. And said to Oh, we have jumped ahead. Let's go back again. Hebu turudi kidogo. Let's begin again verse 7. Tuanzie mstari wake wa 7. Now the king is speaking to Mephibosheth. Sasa mfalme anazungumza na Mephibosheth. In other words, na kwa maneno mengine, Mephibosheth, Mephibosheth has a kingly visitation here. Ako na mtembelea wa kifalme hapa. And the king asks him, na mfalme anamuuliza, Mephibosheth, Mephibosheth. So verse 7 I repeat. Kwa hivyo mstari wa 7 anarudia. Do not be afraid. Usiogope. In other words, fear not. Kwa maneno mengine usiwe na hofu. Because at that time, kwa sababu katika wakati ule, you can imagine. Unaweza ukawazia. In Lodebar, kule Lodebar, when the news arrived, 
wakati habari zilipowasili all the way in lodebar kote kote hadi lodebari the news arrived habari zikafika tumefibosheth kwa mefibosheth that hey kwamba hey mefibosheth mefibosheth the king mufalmen has asked to take you ameuliza tukuchukue the first thing mefibosheth Master that in my crippled form at least I survived even if I'm in Lodebar but at least I survived I've been alive but now to take me back and put me to the sword Ay ay ay. He must have feared lazima aliokopa that they are going to put his neck on the wood. Kwamba watakwenda kuweka shingo lake kwa 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 mbao and slaughter. Na kumchinja. Because remember, kwa sababu kumbuka this is an entire a whole crown prince. Huyu ni mtoto wa mfalme. This is a whole crown prince. Huyu ni mtoto wa mfalme na amefikwa taji that is all the way in Lodebar ambaye yako kote kote kule Lodebari run away from Jerusalem ametoroka kutoka Yerusalemu and now the news come na sasa habari zimefika and then he comes alafu anakuja and he goes on his throne na anakwenda kwa tumbo anaanguka chini kwa tumbo lake and the king of na mfalme anauliza the people said is this you Je, huyu ni wewe? And my people shape answers. Naye mebiposhedi anachibu. Your servant. Mtumishi wako. Meaning this is he. Kumaanisha huyu ndiye. And stomach down. Na melala kipudi pudi. And he says verse 17. Na anasema mstari wa 7 bado. Do not be afraid. In other words, I'm not going to slaughter you. Usiogope. Kwa maneno mengine siendi kukuchinja. I'm not going to cut you, to cut you. Sitakwenda kukukata. Do you understand all this story? Because this is where I want to pull out the church. Do not be afraid. Fear not. Usiogope. I'm not going to slaughter. Sitakwenda kukuchinja. Many things. David said to him, "For I will surely show you kindness." Daudi akamwambia kwa maana hakika nitakutendea wema for the sake of your father Jonathan kwa ajili ya baba yako Jonathan and I will restore to you all the land that belonged to your grandfather Saul nitakurudishia ardhi yote iliyokuwa mali ya Sauli babu yako meaning inheritance kumaanisha urithi and you will always eat bread at my table continually nawe daima utakula chakula na mkate mezani pangu verse 8 mstari wa 8 my people shall bow down mefibosheth akasujudu and say to the king akasema kwa mfalme what is your servant mimi mtumishi wako ni nini hata you should notice a dead dog like me uangalie upa mufu kama mimi so finally now kwa hivyo hatimaye sasa 
Mephibosheth. He goes on his stomach. And brings forth a deep repentance. Are you following the chronology? chronology. He brings forth a deep repentance before the king. Who am I? Mimi ni nani? That thou should not assess. Kwamba mimi should not dismiss me. mimi. You are servant. Mutumishi wako. Just a dead dog. Umba mufu tu. Why should you show me mercy? Ni kwa nini unionyeshe rehema? That was the act of repentance. Na hilo lilikuwa tendo la toba. Mephibosheth is now repenting. Sasa anatubu. Repenting on the behalf on behalf of the high prison. High prison that his grandfather committed. Anatubu kwa ajili ya ile maasi makubwa ambayo baba yake alitenda by attempting to kill the anointed one of God. Kwa kujaribu kumuua mpaka mafuta wa Mungu. By attempting to kill kwa kujaribu kuua the one that sits on the throne on which the Messiah would come and reign. Yule aketie katika enzi ambayo Mesia atakuja na kuketi na kutawala. Do you understand this? Jemu linaelewa hii? It was serious. Ilikuwa nyeti. Things were serious. Mambo yalikuwa nyeti sana. We are coming to everything. That's why I told before. I said follow me on this one very tight. Tunakujia kwa kila kitu ndio sababu nikasema mfuatilie hii maana yake ni nyeti sana. Hey. He said, anasema that Saul wanted to kill David. Kwamba Sauli alitaka kumuua Daudi. Why don't we just go to scripture side bring everything out? How the women, the women went to the streets dancing, bikele kele dancing and singing 1000 to Saul, 10000 to David. Why don't I go there? The women pointing. Kwamba wanawake walienda kwa barabara wakasema 1000 kwa Daudi, 1000 kwa Sauli wanawake waliitenda. Na bikele kele, na bikele kele. The conflict ya ule mgogoro mzozano. Vita. Hallelujah. The women stirred up the fight. Wanawake wakachochea vita. They said Saul has killed 1000, David 10000. They were dancing on the road. They were doing big legele. They were dancing like that. Wakasema Sauli ameua elfu moja na Daudi ameua elfu kumi na wakilikuwa wakicheza na kupiga piga kelele. So why, why don't we just go there then? Kwa nini ni kwa nini basi tusiende pale? That you may see why my people shed is lying down and repenting. Ili kwamba ujue ni kwa nini mebibosheli anasujudu analala chini na kutubu. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Madam OCPD, are you still all right? Madam OCPD, bado uko sawa? Thank you so much. Asante sana. I told you. Nilikwambia. Follow me on this one. Munifuate katika hii. Because he knew kwa sababu alijua that his father attempted to kill kwamba baba yake alijaribu kuua the one yule ambaye that brought down Goliath ambaye alimwangusha Goliath. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The one that searched for a rock. Yule ambaye alitafuta mamba. Goliath is here. Goliath yuko hapa. He's ready. Yuko tayari. Maso to maso they want to touch each other maso to maso. Misuli kwa misuli wanataka waguzane mmoja misuli. But he's not going he's not looking at him he's looking aside. Lakini yeye amuangalie anaangalia kando. And pushing the hand in. Na kusukuma mkono kuingiza ndani. And finding a rock. Na kupata mwamba jiwe. The rock that was still in his life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In his life jiwe bali ilikuwa kwa nguo zake ili kumshiagasiaga adui the greater son of david yule mwana mkubwa wa daudi so this is big kwa hivyo hii ni kubwa sana but i want to pull out the church lakini nataka kulitokeza kanisa from lodebar kutoka lodebar let me just say it openly hebu niseme tu waziwazi i want to pull out the church nataka kulivuta kanisa from lodebar kutoka lodebar and ask nakumuuliza that you that has royal heritage kwamba what are you doing crippled in lodebar kwamba wewe uliye na haki ya umiliki wa kifalme unafanya nini kule lodebar ukiwa kiwete so can we go step by step sit down i don't want to jump this sitakikuruka hii to jump the gun kuruka mtoto wa bunduki kurusha bunduki sitakurusha bunduki I tell you. No, no, no. Hapana, hapana. He must come back home. Lazima arudi nyumbani. To Jerusalem and worship the Lord. Kwa Yerusalemu na muabudu Bwana. He's experiencing a kingly visitation. Anapatana na mtembelewa wa kifalme. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Church. Kanisa. He must come back. Lazima lirudi. So the message is very long please Kwa allow me continue. Kwa hivyo uchume ni mrefu sana tafadhali mniruhusu niendelee. Let me say. Naye anasema So he says to him here. Kwa hivyo anamwambia hapa to show you kindness for the sake of your father Jonathan. Kukutendea wema kwa ajili ya baba yako Jonathan. And I'll restore to you all the land that belongs to your grandfather Saul. Nitakurudishia ardhi yote iliyokuwa mali ya babu yako Saul. And you will always eat bread at my table continually nawe daima utakula mkate mezani pango kwa kuendelea in king james says katika tafsiri ya king james anasema thou shall eat bread nawe utakula mkate at my table mezani pango continually kwa kuendelea forever milele you can imagine when you're coming from lodebar let me not jump up the gun let me just go to the point You can imagine coming from Lodebar then somebody says that to you. Unaweza kuanzia unatoka Lodebar alafu mtu akwambie kitu kama hicho kwako. You can tremble. Unaweza ukatetema. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Then he says. Alafu anasema, "May people shut bow down. May people shut akaina machini." And say, "Na akasema, what is your servant? Tumishi wako ni nini hata?" that you should notice a dead dog like me uangalie umba mufu kama mimi and the king summoned ziba mfalme akamuita ziba mtumishi wa sauli and say to ziba na kumwambia ziba i have given your master's grandson nimempa mwana wa bwana wako everything that belong to Saul kila kitu kilichokuwa mali ya Sauli and his family na jamaa yake and you and your son wewe wanao and your servant na watumishi wako all together 
nyote wakiwa 35 ah to farm the land for him mutamlimia mashamba and bring in the crops na kumletea mavuno so that your master's grandson ili kwamba mwana wa bwana wako may be provided for apate mahitaji yake and may be boshed na ye may be boshed grandson of your master mwana wa bwana wako will always eat bread atakula mukate continually kwa kuendelea daima mezani pangu viva viva assistant son alikuwa na wana 10 alikuwa na wana kumi na watano na watumishi ishirini Then Ziba said to the king Nipo Ziba akamwambia mfalme You are come to do whatever my lord the king commands Mtumishi wako atafanya chochote bana wangu mfalme atakachoagiza Mtumishi wake kufanya So may Ziba shed Basim biboshedi Akala at the table kama mmoja wa wanafalme Yerusalemu I hope we can finish it today. How many want us to finish this part today? Nini dhani kwamba tutaimaliza leo? Wangapi wanataka tumalize leo? So please then sit down and follow me. Basi ketini chini na munifuate katika haya. He says, anasema, Captain David, kwamba mfalme Daudi, God has been good to him. Mungu amekuwa mwema kwake. And has blessed him now. Na amembariki sasa. And he begins to feel the peace of God. Na anaanza kuhisi amani ya Mungu. And is reigning on the throne that was prophesied. Na anatawala katika enzi iliyotolewa unabii. Hata throne katika hiyo enzi ruling Israel. He is judging Israel. He is reigning on Israel. He is the king akitawala Israeli, akihukumu Israeli, akiongoza Israeli, yeye ni mfalme. At that place, katika mahali pale, when he seen the goodness of God, wakati ambapo ameona wema wa Mungu, then he remembers. Kisha anakumbuka. He remembers, anakumbuka the time when he was in trouble, wakati ambapo alikuwa kwa shida. When he was in some serious problem, alipokuwa katika shida nyeti. He remembers that. Anakumbuka hiyo. When his life was in danger, wakati maisha yake yalikuwa hatarini. Saul was pursuing him to kill him. Sauli alikuwa akimfuatilia ili amuue. And he ran all the way up to the caves in the mountain hadi akakimbia akatorokea akaingia kwenye mapango kwa milima Yosho remembers pia anakumbuka when Absalom wakati ambapo Absalom started and behaved in a manner that was quite terroristic alijiendeleza katika njia ambayo ilikuwa ya kikaidi 
and so he remembered his birthday. Naivo basi akakumbuka siku zake mbaya. And in the process, na katika hali hiyo, he remembered akakumbuka those who had been good to him wale waliokuwa wema kwake. And when he checks there, na anapochunguza pale, he sees Jonathan, Jonathan. Anamuona Jonathan. Ai. And so, na hivyo basi, on the account, on the account of the covenant with Jonathan, kuhusiana na lile agano na Jonathan. Then he remembers, kisha anakumbuka the son of Jonathan. Mwana wa Jonathan, Mephibosheth. Mephibosheth. Then in Hebrew, na katika Kiebrania, Mephibosheth. Mephibosheth. Essentially means, kimsingi inamaanisha right from the mouth of Shem. Kutoka katika kinywa cha Shemu. No no no, cha cha aibu. Cha aibu. Can you say it properly? Kutoka katika kinywa cha aibu. Right from the mouth of Shem. Kutoka katika kinywa cha aibu. I think let's open it up for you in a better way. Hebu tuifunue kwa njia ile bora zaidi. Why does David the king remember Jonathan? Ni kwa covenant with Jonathan. Ni kwa nini Daudi mfalme anakumbuka Jonathan? Agano na Jonathan. Turn to first Samuel 18. Geuka katika Samweli wa kwanza 18. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Injili kumewaka. In- the gospel has exploded with fire. Injili imewaka na moto. In the center of the city the vehicles are passing. Katikati ya mji, katikati ya jiji magari yanapita. Full fire. Moto kweli kweli. Let us preach it. Hebu tuyubiri. While it's still daytime. Wakati kungali mchana. Because night time is coming when you cannot. Kwa sababu wakati wa usiku unakuja wakati ambapo hauwezi. First Samuel 18. Samuel wa kwanza 18. First 1 to 9 wa kwanza hadi 9 anasema. Why did King David remember Jonathan? Ni kwa nini mfalme Daudi alimkumbuka Jonathan? After David had finished talking to Saul, baada ya Daudi kumaliza kuongea na Sauli, Jonathan became one in spirit with David roho ya yonathani ikambatana na roho ya daudi and he loved him as himself naye akampenda kama nafsi yake mwenyewe mstari wa pili from that day king Saul kept david with him and did not allow him to return to his father's house kuanzia siku ile sauli akamchukua daudi naye hakumruhusu kurudi nyumbani kwa baba yake And Jonathan made a covenant with David. Jonathan akafanya agano na Daudi. Do you now understand? Jesus unaelewa? There was a covenant. Kulikuwa na agano. Now Jonathan, sasa Jonathan, the crown prince, the son of Saul, mtoto wa mfalme, mwana wa Sauli, makes a covenant with David, the king God has just anointed anafanya agano na Daudi yule mfalme ambaye Mungu amempaka mafuta the lord uh, the, the lord made david gain access now to the throne sasa bwana anamsababisha daudi afikie enzi i tell you nakwambia and then over there alafu pale pale now jonathan likes david the way children to two children come i show you my thing 
sasa Yonadani anampenda Daudi jinsi ambavyo watoto kuja ni kuonyesha vitu vyangu my daddy bought me this he bought me this best boy me... so they are, but they are now friends baba yangu alinunulia akanunulia hii sasa wao ni marafiki but God had an agenda lakini Mungu alikuwa na agenda to introduce John to introduce David to where Jonathan is and inside the crown kumtanguliza Daudi mahali ambapo Jonathan yuko na ndani ya enzi ndani ya na anasema hapa he continues to say anaendelea kusema and Jonathan made a covenant with David na Yonathan akafanya agano na Daudi because he loved him as himself kwa sababu alimpenda kama nafsi yake mwenyewe and Jonathan took uh, Jonathan took off his robe that he was wearing and gave it to David Yonathan akavua choho alilokuwa amevaa na kumpa Daudi along with his tunic pamoja na koti lake even his shirt silaha zake and his bow hata pamoja na ukanda na ukinde Can you focus on this now? mnaweza kulenga katika hii sasa. This is powerful. Hii ni nguvu sana. Okay, let me wait until you finish writing Daktari Resila and then I'll continue. Hebu ningoje hadi mmalize kuandika Daktari Resila, alafu nitaendelea. Nakwambia. A little faster. Kwa haraka kidogo. Say, kwa hivyo anasema that David kwamba Daudi is invited into the throne the palace amealikwa katika enzi katika ikulu he has already been anointed by the lord tayari alikuwa amepakwa mafuta naye bwana and then naipo basi the, the king likes him na mfalme anampenda everything the king tells him to do he does successfully perfectly kila kitu mfalme anamwambia akifanye anakifanya vizuri na kwa ukamilifu meaning the grace of god is with him kumaanisha neema ya mungu ipo moja naye the anointing is working upako unafanya kazi but look at this now natazama hii sasa now sasa Jonathan Jonathan the son of Saul likes David mwana wa Sauli anampenda Daudi and then they become friends in the palace there alafu anafanyika marafiki kwenye ikulu pale and the king refuses to release David to go back naye mfalme anakataa kumwachilia Daudi arudi to his father's home kwa nyumba ya baba yake so David remains in the palace kwa hivyo Daudi anabaki kwenye ikulu look at this now tazama hii sasa asiyata wakiwa pale in a prophetic act katika tendo la kiunabii Jonathan remove the, the, the official dressing of the crown prince and give him Jonathan anatoa lile vazi lake la mwana wa mfalme aliyenavikwa taji na kumpatia the crown prince yule mwana wa mfalme aliyepikwa taji and give David na kumpatia Daudi and give him the belt na mpatia mshipi and give him the sword na and the panga na pia upinde that is the complete office of the crown prince hiyo ni afisi kamilifu ya mwana wa mfalme aliyepikwa taji follow me on this munifuate katika hii that is the one now huyo ndiye sasa that inherits ambaye anaridhi the throne enzi why did jonathan do this ni kwa nini yonathan alifanya hivi because kwa sababu david was a shepherd boy 
Daudi alikuwa kijana wa kujenga. Alikuwa kijana. Alikuwa kijana tu wa kuchunga. With a car if you want. Akiwa na sapatu. And then he was he needed to prepare. Alihitaji kuandaa katika njia fulani. Ili kujiwasilisha mbele ya enzi. He needed to prepare. Alihitaji kujiandaa. In a certain way, katika njia fulani. And so, naipo basi. When Jonathan David, wakati Jonathan alifanya hivi kwa Daudi. The, the official robes. Ya, yale majoho zake za kirasmi za mwana wa mfalme aliyevikwa taji so now this is not your shepherd boy anymore sasa huyu sio kijana wako wa kuchunga kondoo tena so now he's worthy because he's wearing the protocol kwa the protocol sasa anastahili kwa sababu amevalia kulingana na so hiyo kwa hivyo sasa anaweza kujiwasilisha he can now appear before the court sasa anaweza kuonekana mbele ya koti remember kumbuka David at that time is a shepherd boy. Daudi wakati alikuwa kijana wa kuchunga kondoo. Rusi rubi, rasi, rasi dasi whatever. Muchunga kondoo aliyechakaa. And then, alafukisha. Look at this now. Tazama hii sasa. He gives him the total royal dressing and of the crown prince. Anampatia mavazi rasmi ya mwana wa mfalme aliyevikwa taji. So when he got before the king now, anapokwenda mbele ya mfalme sasa. He looks like Jonathan. Anafanana kama Jonathan. He does not look like a shepherd boy. Aonekani kama kijana wa kuchunga. And God was doing a prophetic thing there. Yule Jonathan alikuwa anafanya kitu cha unabii pale. Kwa hivyo sasa, he's appearing there. Anajiwasilisha pale. And the crown now he looks like Jonathan. Crown prince. Sasa anaonekana kama Jonathan mtoto wa mfalme. Before the king. Mbele ya mfalme. Because kwa sababu The Bible says. Jonathan liked him. Jonathan alimpenda. As a friend and he started showing him the things that talked about him. Kama rafiki wake na akaanza kumuonyesha vitu ambavyo babake alimnunulia. And he gave him now the regalia with the, complete with the sword and the bow. Na sasa akampatia mapazi yake rasmi yote pamoja na upanga na upinde. So he helped David. So when David became king, he remembered this thing. Somebody that helped him. Mtu ambaye alimsaidia. Alipokuwa mahali pabaya. Hallelujah. Do you understand why Mephibosheth comes in? Je, unaelewa ni kwa nini Mephibosheth anaingia ndani? David remembered this. Daudi anakumbuka haya. But there is more. Lakini kuna mengi zaidi. Je, tunasoma zaidi? Ndio sababu niliwaambia tuko na masaa kumi. I tell you, nakwambia, the church must return. Kanisa lazima lirudi. Because kwa sababu what is the crown prince doing in Lodebar? Ni nini kipi ambacho mfalme wa mtoto wa mfalme aliyefikwa taji anafanya kule Lodebari? The one supposed to inherit the throne ambaye anapaswa kuridhi enzi. In other words, kwa maneno mengine, with the royal heritage akiwa na urithi wa kifalme. And I know I'm coming to this later. Na ninachua nakuja kwa hii baadaye. But I know of one also. Lakini namchua mmoja pia. 
That in Genesis 1:26-27, ambaye katika mwanzo moja ishina sita ishina saba, was built in the perfect royal heritage. Alikuwa. But now she languishes somewhere in low debar. Alikuwa kijenga ule upande wa kikuhani, lakini sasa alijengwa kwa aliwekwa kwa umbo wa ufalme uh, wa mbinguni aliumba kwa umbo la ufalme wa mbinguni lakini sasa anaangamia lodebari oh yes ondio oh, i don't know why i keep jumping the gun ahead of me sijui kwa nini narusha bunduki mbele yangu to fire to fire it of fire Okay. Unasema moto. Kufiatua moto. This is amazing. This is why I came today. Hii ndio sababu nilikuja leo. That the church may return. Kwamba kanisa lipate kurudi. But follow me on this. Lakini munifuate katika hii. He says the following. Anasema yafuatayo. Then now. Kisha sasa. The bow and bells. Verse five. Mustari watano. Whenever Saul sent him whatever Saul sent him to do. Lolote Sauli alilomtuma Daudi kufanya. David did it so successfully. Alitenda kwa kufaulu sana. That Saul gave him a high rank in the army. Hata Sauli akampa cheo cha juu katika jeshi. This pleased all the people. Jambo hili likawapendeza watu wote. And Saul's officers as well. Hata maafisa wa Sauli pia. When the men were returning home, watu walipokuwa wanarudi nyumbani, after David had killed the Philistine, baada ya Daudi kumuua yule mfilisti, the women came out, wanawake wakaja, from all the towns of Israel, kutoka pande zote za mji wa Israeli, kumlaki mfalme Sauli, with singing and dancing, kwa kuimba na kucheza, with joyful songs, kwa nyimbo za furaha, and with tambourine na matari and with lute na zeze walipokuwa wanacheza wakaimba Saul has slain his thousand Daudi amewaua elfu zake Saul tafadhali you are giving another gospel Saul has slain his thousand Sauli amewaua elfu zake and David his ten Naye Daudi makumi elfu yake. Saul was very angry. Sauli akakasirika sana. This refrain galled him. Temu hii ya kurudia rudia ya wimbo huu. They have credited David with tens of thousands. Akafikiria kuwa wamempa Daudi makumi elfu. He thought. Akawazia. But with me only thousands. Lakini mimi wamenipa elfu tu. And from that time on Saul kept a jealous eye on David. Kuanzia wakati ule na kuendelea, Sauli akawa na jicho la wivu juu ya Daudi. The next day an evil spirit from God. Kesho yake romba ya iliyoachiliwa na iliyoachiwa nafasi ya Mungu. He forcefully upon Saul. Ikaja kwa nguvu juu ya Sauli. He was prophesying in his house. Alikuwa akitabiri nyumbani mwake. While David was playing a harp wakati Daudi alipokuwa akipiga kinubi as he usually did kama alivyozoea Saul had a spear in his hand Sauli alikuwa na mkuki mkononi mwake and he at him akautupa kwa nguvu saying to himself akijisemea mwenyewe nitamchoma kwa mkuki abaki hapo ukutani Hallelujah Hallelujah are you still following 
This is very powerful. Follow this. So now, the jealousy has come. The women sang and danced. And singing. And playing tambourine. And the king became jealous. Na mfalme akawa na wivu. So he said, kwa hivyo akasema, Nitamudunga mkuki kwa ukuta. Let's see what happened to David. Hebu tuone kilichomtendekea Daudi. Whether something told him look up a little bit and then dodge it. Iwe kitu kilimwambia angalia juu kidogo alafu akakwepa. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh yes. Oh ndio. You need to know This is the word explosion. So everything must be read in fullest extent. Thank you very much. Can you drink some water? That is what, or maybe a soda will help you better. A soda is better. You have done a good job. So he says the following. I'll pin him to the wall. I'll pin him I'll pin David to the wall. But David eluded it twice. Dodged it. Lakini Daudi akamwepa akamwepa mara mbili. Things are starting to look bad. Mambo yameanza kuwa mabaya. And only Saul only, only Jonathan the son of Saul. Nani yonadhani tu mwana wa Sauli? Only Jonathan is going to help him. And then we understand why Mephibosheth comes into the picture. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And he says verse 12. Saul was afraid of David because the Lord was with David. Kwa sababu bana alikuwa pamoja na Daudi. But had left Saul. Lakini alikuwa amemwacha yeye. So he sent David away. Kwa hiyo Sauli akamwondoa Daudi. Mbele yake. And gave him command. Na kumpa kuwa kiongozi. Over a thousand men. Ya watu elfu moja. And David led the troops in their campaign. Naye Daudi akatoka na kuongoza. In everything he did. Katika kila kitu alichofanya. He had great success. Alipata mafanikio makubwa. Because the Lord was with him. Kwa sababu Bwana alikuwa pamoja naye. When Saul saw how successful he was. Sauli alipoona jinsi alivyokuwa akifanikiwa. He was afraid of him. Akamwogopa. But all Israel. Lakini Israeli wote. And Judah loved David. Na Yuda walimpenda Daudi. Because he let them in their campaign. Kwa sababu ndiye aliyekuwa akitoka na kuingia mbele yao katika vita vyao. So this is the conflict. Kwa hivyo hivi ndivyo vita. There is now a conflict. Sasa kuna vita between David kati ya Daudi and King Saul. Na mfalme Sauli. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And Jonathan na Yonatan is going to come in now. Atakuja kuingia ndani sasa. Instead of siding with, the, with, with his father, badala ya kukubaliana na babake, Saul, Sauli, he sides with David. Anakubaliana na Daudi. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Psalm Samuel 23. Samueli wa kwanza 23. Verses 14 to 16. 
mstari wa 14 hadi 16 anasema David stayed in the desert stronghold Daudi akakaa katika ngome za jangwa okay. David stayed in the desert stronghold Daudi akakaa katika ngome za jangwani in the hills of the desert of Ziph katika vilima vya jangwa la Ziph there after day Saul searched for him siku baada ya siku Sauli aliendelea kumsaka but God did not give David into Saul's hands lakini Mungu hakumtia Daudi mikononi mwake and he says verse 16 na anasema mstari wa 15 while David was at Horesh Daudi alipokuwa huko Horeshi katika jangwa la Zifu. He learned the soul had come out to take his life. Akajua kuwa Sauli alikuwa amekuja ili amuue. Verse 16, mstari wa 16. And Saul son Jonathan went to David. Naye Yonathani mwana wa Sauli akamwendea Daudi. At Horesh, huko Horesh. And helped him na kumtia moyo to find strength in god kusimama imara katika imani yake kwa Mungu akamwambia usiogope my father Saul will not lay a hand on you Daudi uh, usiogope Daudi baba yangu Sauli hatakutia mkononi mwake you will be king over israel utakuwa mfalme juu ya israeli ai can you imagine that je unaweza kuanzia hiyo do you understand why he remembered jonathan She unakumbuka ni kwa nini alikumbuka Yonathani and even ahead na hata hapo mbele Jonathan goes to him again Yonathani anakwenda kwake tena and makes a covenant na kufanya agano he said let me go and hear na akasema wacha niende and i'll be reporting to you nitakuwa nitakuwa narudi na kupatia ripoti do you understand why may people shift comes in Je, mnaelewa ni kwa nini Mephibosheth anaingilia ndani? Oh yes, oh ndio. You need to now start getting deep on the church. To go deep now. Unahitaji sasa kuwa unaingia vilindini sasa kama kanisa. Kusoma neno, kujifunza neno kwa vilindini sasa. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So now, kwa hivyo sasa, if you look at the reason why, ikiwa utaangalia sababu ni kwa nini the king mufalme decided to to remember the household of Saul aliamua kukumbuka nyumba ya Sauli and beautifully enough na ya kupendeza mephibosheti the real son of Jonathan mwana aswa wa Jonathani then now you get the reason basi sasa unapata sababu zake that even when he just came from the shambles ya from the field kwamba hata alipotoka katika shamba kwenye uwanja and the king has called him na mfalme amemuita and he want to appear na anataka kujiwasilisha it is Jonathan that helped David ni Jonathani aliyemsaidia Daudi and gave him the right dressing na kumpatia mavazi yanayovaa for David to appear kwa ajili ya Daudi kujiwasilisha in the royal court katika yale katika zile nyua za kifalme hata mfalme kuzungumza naye the protocol ile itifaki the dressing protocol itifaki ya mavazi but more than that lakini zaidi ya hapo there is now a covenant sasa kunalo agano between Jonathan and David kati ya Jonathan na Daudi and now na sasa listen to this now sikiliza haya sasa now David is being pursued sasa Daudi anafuatiliwa he's up the mountain 
ako katika milima who comes to encourage him nani anayekuja kumuhimiza Jonathan Jonathan you understand why he remembered Jonathan je unakumbuka ni kwa nini alimkumbuka Jonathan step by step hatua kwa hatua until i reach a place where i will define to you hadi nitakapofikia mahali ambapo nitawaelezea what lord bar is in Hebrew. Lord Debari ni nini katika Kiebrania? When they say law, wanaposema law. And the Lord of say. Okay, just repeat. Lord of Zen. And the Lord of say. Lord of Zen. And the Lord of say. And the Lord of Zen. I know the next translator is waiting kwa hamu na gambo. I tell you and he's fooling around so ani lorotse ani lolokse ani is me ani ni mimi no no rotse is one no ni lokse ni kutaji rotse is one lokse ni hitaji rotse lokse rotse rotse yes thank you very much ani lorotse ani lorotse yes lorotse i don't want Lord says he tagi when you add law ukiongeza law it's a cancellation ni kufutilia mbali it's a nullification ni kufutilia mbali everything that debar is kila kitu ambacho inahusiana na debari Lord debar Lord debari is a nullification of that thing ni kufutilia mbali ya kitu hicho oh yes oh ndio Today you're going to learn some little Hebrew, right? Leo hii mtajifunza Kiebrania kiasi, sivyo? Good for you, right? Nzuri kwenu. Good for you. Nzuri kwenu. Hey! Hey! Translator is not moving with me. I need to move. I have 5 to 10 hours to go. Now listen. Sasa sikiza. Loto. Loto. Top is good. Top ni nzuri. Top is good. Top ni nzuri. Lotov Lotov is not good. Sinzuri. Tov is good. Tov ni nzuri. Lo cancels it. Lo inaifutilia mbali. Do you understand me? Jambo linielewa. Oh yes. Oh ndio. So today you will understand. Kwa hivyo leo hii mtaelewa. Why he goes all the way to Lodebar? Ni kwa nini anaenda kote kote hadi Lodebar? To remove him from there. Kumuondoa huko. And bring him. Na kumleta. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's read again. Hebu tusome tena. First Samuel 23. Samueli wa kwanza 23. He says the following. Anasema yafuatayo. Verse 14:16. wa 14:16. And he has said here. Na amesema hapa. David stayed in that desert stronghold and in the hills of the desert of Ziz. Daudi akakaa katika ngome za jangwani na katika vilima vya jangwa la Zifu. And David he said, there after the Saul was looking for him to kill him. Siku baada ya siku Sauli aliendelea kumsaka ili amuue. But the Lord did not allow him. Lakini Mungu hakumruhusu. And he said verse 15. Anasema mstari wa 15. That while he was there in Horesh in the desert of Ziz kwamba Daudi alipokuwa huko Oreshi katika jangwa la Zifu he learned that Saul had come out akajua kwamba Sauli alikuwa amekuja for him ili amuue for his life kwa ajili ya maisha yake and then Jonathan the son of Saul naye Yonathan mwana wa Sauli went to Horesh 
akamwendea huko Horeshi to help strengthen David ili kumtia moyo Daudi haleluya haleluya and then second Samuel alafu Samuel wa pili chapter 4 verse 4 mlango wa 4 mstari wa 4 second Samuel chapter 4 verse 4 Samuel wa pili mlango wa 4 mstari wa 4 he says anasema Jonathan son of Saul Jonathan mwana wa Sauli had a son alikuwa na mwana who was lame in both feet aliyekuwa kiwete miguu yote miwili okay alikuwa kilema until here he is still lame whatever you have alikuwa until here he is lame aliyekuwa mlemavu miguu yote miwili okay thank you again Jonathan son of Saul had a son Jonathan mwana wa Sauli alikuwa na mwana who was lame aliyekuwa mlemavu on both feet miguu yote miwili He was five years old alikuwa na miaka mitano when the news about Saul and Jonathan came from Israel wakati habari kuhusu Sauli na Jonathan zilipofika kutoka Yezreeli his nurse picked him up yaya wake akambeba and fled ili kukimbia but as she hurried to leave lakini yaya alipokuwa anaharakisha kuondoka he fell down mtoto alianguka and both legs became crippled akawa kiwete miguu yote miwili his name was Mephibosheth jina lake aliitwa Mephibosheth so do you understand now je unaelewa sasa the crippledness huo uwete haleluya haleluya remember kumbuka It's important for you to know this. Ni muhimu kwako wewe kuchua hii. All prophecy about the coming of the Messiah. Unabii wote kuhusiana na kukuja kwa Mesia. Gravitates around Israel. Unazungukia Israeli. You know that of course. Mnachua hiyo hata hivyo. Every prophecy, all prophecy on the coming of the Messiah rotates around Jerusalem around Israel unabii wote kuhusiana kukuja kwa Mesia unazungukia Yerusalemu unazungukia Israeli for example kwa mfano before i explain to you this kabla niwaelezee hii when i gave the prophecy nilipotoa unabii on the second of april ya tarehe mbili ya aprili 2004 mwaka wa 2004 when i was standing before the throne of god nilipokuwa nimesimama mbele ya enzi ya mungu hallelujah hallelujah what a mighty place to stand ni mahali pakubwa kiasi gani kusimama and then alafu john the baptist come yohana mbatizaji anakuja from the throne kutoka katika enzi the glory covers the throne utukufu umefunika enzi this glory you see power here utukufu ambao mnaona ukimwagika hapa but now like a mountain lakini throne lakini sasa kama mlima ukifunika enzi and then alafu John the Baptist comes from there. Yohana mpatizaji anakuja kutoka huko. Follow me on this now. Munifuate katika hii sasa. And then speaks with me. Anafukisha, anazungumza pamoja nami. Then John the Baptist. Kisha Yohana mpatizaji. Finally, hatimaye the voice speaks from the throne first. Sauti inazungumza kutoka katika enzi kwanza. 
So let me show you what's about to happen. Kwamba waacha nikuonyeshe kile ambacho karibu kinatendeka. 2004 mwaka wa 2004 tarehe 2 wa mwezi wa Aprili. And the Lord lifts me and takes me over Israel. Naye Bwana ananinua na kunipeleka juu ya Israeli. Above Israel from the cloud. Juu ya Israeli kutoka katika mawingu. So I can see Israel, I can see Jerusalem. Kwa hivyo naweza kuona Israeli, naweza kuona Yerusalemu. And then I see the changes of leadership. Alafu ninaona mabadiliko ya uongozi. In Jerusalem. Yerusalemu. Change again. Mabadiliko tena. Change again. Mabadiliko tena. And I say, nami nikasema, in 2004, mwaka wa 2004, that it is going to be a right-wing government. Kwamba inaenda kuwa ni serikali ya mrengo wa kulia. Right-wing government. Serikali ya mrengo wa kulia. And I said, nami nikasema, it is going to be Benjamin Netanyahu too. Kwamba itaenda kuwa Benjamin Netanyahu wa pili. In 2004, mwaka wa 2004, 2004, mwaka wa 2004. And then after that, alafu baada ya hiyo, I come back before the throne. Ninarudi mbele ya enzi. Then at that time, alafu katika wakati huo, John the Baptist, Yohana mbatizaji, his garment is transfigured. Basi lake limebadilishwa. My garment is transfigured. Basi langu limebadilishwa. Then John walks towards me, kisha Yohana anatembea kuja kwangu, and it disappears in me. Na kutoweka ndani mwangu. Hold on. It disappears in me. Anatoweka ndani mwangu. Hold on to the message which is very critical. Sika kwenda kwa uchumi ambao ni nyeti kabisa. It is John the Baptist disappears inside me. Ni Yohana mpatizaji ambaye anatoweka ndani mwangu. Anafanya nini? Anapotelea. Anapotelea ndani mwangu. Anapotelea ndani mwangu. Thank you. Uh, this guy is translating the opposite message. You are you ready for that? Thank you. Then I will bring you on board. So he comes and he disappears in me. Anakuja na kupotelea ndani mwangu. No wonder you see the two ndio sababu unaona wawili no wonder okay i don't know this swahili okay but listen to this now sikiza hii sasa after some time baada ya muda then benjamin netanyahu came back kisha benjamin netanyahu akarudi i bless you ninakubariki he came back with a victor liberman Alirudi na Abito Libaman. Remember in the dream, kumbuka katika ndoto, it was a right wing government. Ilikuwa serikali ya mlengo wa kulia. Eh. Eh. With Abito Libaman. Na Abito Libaman. Okay, I'm going to change you, says the Lord. <laughs> I tell you. Listen to this now. Sikiza hii sasa. Right wing government. Serikali ya mlengo wa kulia. And then many people began to ask me. Alafu watu wengi wakaanza kuniuliza. Benjamin Netanyahu has come back. Benjamin Netanyahu amerudi. What did the prophecy say? Unabii ulisema nini? 
Is it during or after? Je, ni wakati wake ama baadaye? No. Italy, you can smile, it's okay. Italy, you can smile, it's okay. No, just wait, follow me on this. Is it during or after? Je, ni wakati wake ama baadaye? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You cannot put a date on the rapture. Because immediately at the throne. Kwa sababu mara tu katika enzi. Garments are figured. Bazi limebadilishwa. John walked towards me and disappeared. Yohana anatembea kuja kwangu na kupotelea. And I walked inside the throne. Na nikatembea ndani ya enzi. There's a whole conversation there. Kuna ma- and then alafu the lamb of God came. Mwana kondoo wa Mungu akaja. Do you understand? Je, unaelewa? Just a moment before you clap. Do you understand? Kabla upige makofi, je, ulielewa? What is important is to understand. Kilicho cha umuhimu ni kuelewa. The message embedded there. Ujumbe uliowekwa mle ndani. You can see that the Lord was trying to give the timeline. Unaweza kuona kwamba Bwana alikuwa akipiata majira. Majira. So Benjamin Netanyahu come. Kwa hivyo Benjamin Netanyahu anakuja. Another election come. Uchaguzi mwingine unakuja. And then he comes back. Tena anarudi. Wow, so you think Benjamin Netanyahu two or two of two? Wow, je, ni Benjamin Netanyahu wa pili ama wa pili wa pili? Another election come he comes back. Uchaguzi mwingine unakuja anarudi. Benjamin Netanyahu. Benjamin Netanyahu. The prophecy of the coming of the Messiah. Unabii kukuja kwa Mesia. Hallelujah. And he says, na anasema. Again another election he passes. Tena uchaguzi mwingine anapita. But recently, lakini hivi majuzi, he was not able to form the government. Hakuweza kutengeza serikali. Are you understanding the message of the Lord? Jemu naelewa uchumbe wa Bwana. Don't just sit here and enjoy. It's good to enjoy. But there is a hidden message. Usikeje tu hapa na kufurahia. Ni vizuri kufurahia lakini kuna uchumbe uliofichwa. Because kwa sababu now is Benny Gang. Sasa ni Benny Gang. And he has also failed to form a government. Naye pia ameshindwa kutengeza serikali. And I don't know whether they're going to election or what. Na sijui kama watakwenda kwa uchaguzi ama nini. So yesterday when I saw it in the news. Kwa hivyo jana nilipoiona kwenye habari. Let the church prepare. Nikasema wacha kanisa lijiandae. Do you remember the prophecy? Jembe nakumbuka unabii the changes of leadership mabadiliko ya uongozi back to the throne kurudi katika enzi now the garment is glorious sasa basi ni la utukufu and the messiah comes na mesia anakuja okay now you need to be careful sasa mnahitaji kuwa makinifu hallelujah hallelujah so now kwa hivyo sasa in this second Samuel katika Samueli wa pili hii chapter 4 verse 4 mlango wa 4 mstari wa 4 that we read ambayo tulisoma look at this tazama hii 
King Saul, Mfalme Sauli, the first king of Israel. Mfalme wa kwanza wa Israeli. You know at that time, unajua kwa wakati ule, when there is a battle, the king also has to be in the front line commanding the troops. Wakati kuna vita lazima pia mfalme awe msali wa mbele akiamrisha vile vikundi vya kijeshi. In the front line. Katika mstari wa mbele. So when the battle became hot, kwa hivyo wakati vita vilichacha. And they were about to capture the king. Na walikuwa karibu kumtakanyara mfalme. He instructed his security to stab him with a spear. Akaagiza wale walinzi wamdunge kwa mkuki wake. And they refused. Na wakakataa. Follow me on this. Munifuate katika hii. And then he placed the spear. Kisha akaweka mkuki. Like this is the story. Namna hii kwa mchanga. Then he ran and fell on it. Kisha akakimbia na kuangukia. And King Saul committed suicide. His son three of them were killed. Watoto wake watatu vijana wakauawa. So sometimes you say wanawake watatu You understand? So now, kwa hivyo sasa, just listen this. So, he has died. Kwa hivyo amekufa. His three sons have died. Watoto wake watatu wamekufa. And his people around him also died. Na watu waliokuwa karibu naye pia wakafa. So the news that came, kwa hivyo habari zilizokucha. That came to the north, ambazo zilikuja kwa yule yaya. The north, yule yaya that was taking care of my people shed, ambaye alikuwa akimshughulikia meviposhedi. The news that came, ile habari iliyokucha. Said, ilisema the king has been killed mfalme ameuawa with his son na watoto wake and that's why the nurse na ndio sababu yule yaya the royal nurse yule yaya wa njumba la kifalme that was taking care of this baby ambaye alikuwa akimshughulikia huyu mtoto this boy huyu mvulana lem lem ambaye ni kilema she, when the news reached her, she grabbed him wakati habari zilimfikia akamchukua she grabbed him akamchukua kamdasa right to escape with him na kajaribu kuepuka pamoja naye i don't know how she got hold of him na sijui chinsi gani alimshika and he fled naye akateleza and he crushed his leg naye akaanguka akavunja nguo yake permanently crippled naye akawa kiwete kweli kweli that is how my people shed hivyo ndivyo mmefiboshedi became permanently crippled alikuwa kiwete kweli kweli milele okay thank you very much thank alikuwa kiwete wa kudumu so hivyo that is how he was crippled hivyo ndivyo alivyokuwa kiwete that is what we have just read hicho ndicho ambacho tumesoma tu the news has come habari zimefika his legs are crushed miguu yake imevunjika So now, kwa hivyo sasa, the king is summoning him to Jerusalem. Mfalme anamuita Yerusalemu. And he is crippled. Na yeye ni kiwete. Permanently crippled. Kiwete milele. Hai. How are you going to make it? Atakwendaje kufaulu? That is the journey we need to go through for the church. Hiyo ndiyo safari ambayo tunahitaji kuipitia kwa ajili ya kanisa. And he has been invited na amealikwa to the king's table kwa meza ya mfalme can we read 
Je tunaweza kusoma? The book of Joshua chapter 10. Kitabu cha Yoshua mlango wa 10. Verse 39. Mstari wa 39. Joshua chapter 10. Yeshua mlango wa 10. 39. 39. You need to know the word, right? Unahitaji kulijua neno, sivyo? A little deeper though. Kwa bilingi so Joshua chapter 10:39 Yeshua mlango wa 10:39 na 9 tafadhali 39 Iko shida ama nini? 39 Can you answer your Thank you. Iko shida? No. Thank you. Can you move because I have a long message. This is just the beginning. I need to enter the inside of the message. Hallelujah. So can you be very sharp and accurate? Thank you. The book of Joshua chapter 10 kitabu cha Yeshua mlango wa 10 verse 39 mstari wa 39 he says the following anasema yafuatayo they took the city wakauteka muji its king mfalme wake and its villages na vijiji vyake and put them to the sword na kuupiga kwa upanga everyone in it was totally destroyed kila mmoja aliyekuwa ndani yake wakaangamizwa kabisa and they left no survivor hawakubakiza huko mtu yeyote they did to, this is what they did to debir wakaufanyia debiri and his king na mfalme wake and then now let us go to the book of amos chapter 6:13 hebu twende kitabu cha amosi 6:13 then i will explain together kisha nitaelezea pamoja i am slowly now pole pole sasa trying to walk you najaribu kuwatembezeni into understanding katika kuelewa what is lodebar what is happening there lodebar ni nini nini kinatendeka huko what going on there nini kinachoendelea huko Muranga leo kumewaka Muranga leo kumewaka <laughs> Sit down please Get it in the padali The book of uh, uh, I said the book of uh, Amos chapter 613 Kitabu cha Amos 6:13 Let's see what happened to Lodebar Hebu tuone nini kilichotendeka kwa Lodebar Amos 6:13 Amosi 6:13 Ni kushindwa kwa Lodebari na kusema Did we not take Canaan by our own strength? Je, hatukuteka Karnaimu kwa nguvu zetu wenyewe? So what are they saying? Kwa hivyo wanasema nini? About Lodebar. Kuhusiana na Lodebari. Where Mephibosheth is lying. Mali ambapo Mephibosheth amelala. Amos the prophet. Amos Nabi. He came from Judah. Alitoka Yuda. But when he found them rejoicing and feeling good lakini alipowapata wakifurahia na kuhisi vyema that they have destroyed lodebar kwamba wameangamiza lodebar then he asked them kisha akawauliza i'm trying to introduce lodebar to you najaribu kuwatambulisheni kuwatangulizia lodebar kwenu he asked anawauliza why are you rejoicing ni kwa nini mnafurahia why the pride ni kwa nini kiburi 
and you can really boast that you defeated Lodebar na mnaweza kujifunia kwamba mlishinda Lodebari in other words kwa maneno mengine you conquered nothing mlishinda au kushinda chochote mlishinda bure mlishinda bure yeah, you conquered nothing mlishinda bure that is how that town hivyo ndivyo huo mji in Gilead kule Gilead was considered ulivyochukuliwa it was considered nothing ulichukuliwa kama ni bure and you read the words of Joshua na ukisoma maneno ya Yoshua and you find that Joshua na unapata kwamba Yoshua devastated the town aliwangamiza kawaribu mji huo and if you look at the Hebrew text na ukiangalia muktada wa Kiebrania the meaning debar ile maana ya debari debar debari it means inamaanisha to speak kuzungumza hey it means inamaanisha to talk kuzungumza kuongea i think we are now coming to where you are going to find it easier to understand now But it's important to pass through everything with you. Because you are not children anymore. You need hard food. Lakini vizuri kupitia kila kitu pamoja nanyi. Nyinyi sio watoto tena, mnahitaji chakula kigumu. That name Debar, hilo jina Debari. Stand for pronouncement. Linasimamia tangazo. Ama matamshi. Okay, thank you. And then, alafu in so doing kwa kufanya hivyo if you read deep in the torah ukisoma katika vilindi vya ndani katika torah you find they associated unapata kwamba wanalihusisha because you see they say to speak to talk to say to announce kwa sababu wanasema kuongea kuzungumza matamshi they say wanasema to speak something into being kunena kitu kiwepo ai ai so sometimes kwa hivyo wakati mwingine they associated with the pronouncement of the prophet wanaihusisha na matamshi na maneno ya manabii ai that the prophet says and it realizes kwamba nabii anaisema na inatimilishwa inakuwa halisia it becomes real inakuwa ya alisia ai if you look deep into the torah and the hebrew ukiangalia katika vilindi katika torah katika waebrania it still says bado anasema that the bar kwamba the bar the bar the bari it means inamaanisha pasture malisho for sheep kwa ajili ya kondoo It means inamaanisha the sheep fold the sheep fold meaning kumaanisha a piece of cloth sehemu ya ardhi where you grow grass 
mahali ambapo unakuza nyasi for grazing the sheep kwa ajili ya malisho ya kondoo are we still moving in the same direction je bado tunasonga katika mwelekeo sawa that is says na anasema in that context katika muktada huo it means inamaanisha now religious context sasa katika muktada wa dini any book kitabu chochote like the book of isaiah kama kitabu cha isaiah that a community uses ambacho jumuiya inakitumia for feeding spiritual food kwa ajili ya nourishing ourselves kwa ajili ya malisho ya kiroho kujuisha wenyewe debari debari it also means pia inamaanisha bread mukate wow wow that is a lot hiyo ni nyingi for one word kwa neno moja tu and then alafu modebar lodebari meaning all of the above is not there kumaanisha yote hiyo haiko pale follow me now munifuate sasa If you look at the way the Hebrew describes creation, ukiangalia jinsi ambavyo waipiania wanaelezea umbaji. They say, wanasema that God spoke and it became, kwamba Mungu alinena nayo ikawa. He pronounced and it became real alitamka nayo ikafanyika halisia let there be light there was light na kuwe na nuru nayo nuru ikawa ai so lord bar no pronouncement hivyo basi lord bari hakuna matamshi no bread hakuna mkate no seed hakuna malisho and then alafu they also associated with the place where you pick the word wanayuhusisha na mahali ambapo unalichukua neno the temple of the lord hekalu la bwana baba deep down the deeper meaning maana ya ndani zaidi they associated with the holy of holies wanayuhusisha napatakatifu papa takatifu wow wow but do you understand what was happening where mephibosheth was lying je unaelewa nini ambacho kilikuwa kinatendeka mahali ambapo mephibosheth alikuwa amelala there was no word hakukuwa na neno pale no pronouncement hakukuwa na matangazo na matamshi pale no bread there hakuna mkate huko no feed there hakuna malisho huko no report no consultation hakuna ripoti hakuna ushauri there was no visitation hakukuwa na mtembeleo there was closed heaven no open heaven ulikuwa na mbingu zilizofungwa hakuna mbingu zilizokuwa wazi here the heaven opened 
hapa mbingu zilifunguka and you saw the glory come down na mliona utukufu ukishuka chini and listen to this now nasikiza hii sasa if you go deeper into the hebrew ukienda vilivyo katika muktada wa kiebrania for this word kwa ajili ya neno hili they really bring it all the way wanaileta kote kote and they say what the prophet speak and is realized na wanasema kile macho nabii unena na kinatimia and then at the end they say even the messiah came through it hata wanasema kwamba hata Mesia alinena kupitia kwa hiyo ili neno na ikakuwa ya uhalisia ikafanyika. Hai. What are we going to do now? Tutakwenda kufanya nini sasa? That the church is found somewhere there. Kwamba kanisa limepatikana mahali fulani huko. And so the king, naibu basi mfalme. This is where he called Mephibosheth from hapa ndipo anamuita Mephibosheth kutoka And then he says can, can you listen to me more Anapanda sema Munisikize zaidi maana nataka kusonga kwa haraka zaidi He says anasema but he was crippled lakini alikuwa kiwete You heard what Ziba said Munisikia kile ambacho Ziba alisema And when he appeared, na alipojitokeza, he returned anatubu. He repents for the sins of his family. Anatubu dhambi za familia yake. And he says, na anasema that they committed abomination. Kwamba walitenda makufuru. Machukizo. Okay, okay. Walitenda makufuru. They tried to kill the one that was bringing the throne on which the greater son would come and sit the Messiah. Walikuwa wanajaribu kumuua yule ambaye katika ile enzi yake mwana mkubwa Mesia atakuja aketi. Oh yes. Ondio. And that's why. Na hiyo ndio sababu Thank you so much. I know his mouthful, but anatubu. Repent for the sins of his family. Anatubu kwa ajili ya dhambi ya jamii yake. I told you this is going to be a long summer. Niliwaambia kwamba haya yanakwenda kuwa mahubiri marefu. And I built it deliberately. Na nilijenga kimakusudi. Because we must deep into the word deeper. Kwa sababu lazima tuchimbe tuingie katika vilindi vya neno. Because the Messiah is coming. Kwa sababu Masihi anakuja. Look at the changes of leadership in Israel right now. Tazama mabadiliko ya uongozi katika Israeli sasa hivi. Benjamin Netanyahu then back to Benny Gantz back to now I don't know general election or what the changes he talked about Benjamin Netanyahu alafu Ben Gantz alafu sijui kama watakwenda kwa kwa uchaguzi ama nini mabadiliko aliyoyazungumzia kuyahusu It's time to get deep right inaingia vilindini wakati wa kuingia vilindini Let me say naye anasema This young man huyu kijana he repents anatubu on behalf of his family kwa niaba ya familia yake but he says lakini anasema who am i mimi ni nani emia de dog umba mufu tu 
Why that dog? Ni kwa nini umba mfu? In that society, katika hiyo jumuiya, the dog is the vilest animal. Umba ndiye mnyama ambaye ni amenajisika zaidi, chafu zaidi. The uncleanest animal. Mnyama ambaye ni mchafu zaidi. The most repulsive animal. Mnyama ambaye ni mchafu zaidi. The dog. Umba. How much more the dead dog? Na je, ni zaidi mbaya kiasi gani umba mfu? With all his stench. Na ufundo wake wote. Oh yes. Oh ndio. This is the word explosion. Huu ni mlipuko wa neno. Listen to me now. Nisikilizeni sasa. If you read first Samuel 17:43 ukisoma samweli wa kwanza 17:43 Samuel 17:43 Samweli wa kwanza 17:43 Look what he says Tazama vile anavyosema 17:43 Anasema Thank you very much for walking behind there. Thank you very much. Thank you. 43 I'm reading it. 43 I'm reading it. He said to David, Am I that you should come at me with sticks and the Philistine cast David by his God yule mfilisti akamlaani Daudi kwa miungu yake Come here he said and I'll give you a place to the birds of the air Akamwambia njoo hapa mimi nitawapa ndege wa angani na wanyama wa mwituni nyama yako When Israel sent little David wakati Israeli walimtuma Daudi mdogo David the little boy Daudi kijana mdogo tu to Goliath Goliath the giant kwa Goliath ambaye ni kitu Goliath asked Goliath akauliza Am I a dog je mimi ni umba to send me this little baby Munitumie huyu mtoto mdogo Listen so I can explain to you very well Sikiliza ili kwamba niwaelezee vyema kabisa Am I a dog that you sent me a little baby with sticks? Je, mimi ni umba kwamba mnitumie mtoto mdogo na vijiti? Look at this now. Tazama hii sasa. But if you check very carefully, lakini kama utachunguza kwa umakinifu zaidi, David considered Goliath as much. Daudi alimzingatia Goliath hivyo. Kama umba. Kama umba. Because for as long as you can stand and insult the God of Israel. Ili mradi unaweza kusimama na kufanya matukano kwa Mungu wa Israeli. To insult the God of Israel. Kutusi Mungu wa Israeli. What is going on with you? As long as you can stand and insult the God of Israel every day. Ili mradi unaweza kusimama na kutusi Mungu wa Israeli kila siku. 
Do you remember the lady that cried to Jesus for help? Je unakumbuka yule dada aliyemlilia Yesu kwa ajili akitaka msaada? The Gentiles, watu wa mataifa, in their orphans katika mambo yao ya wanawake na uchawi and sexual origins na zile mambo yao ya ulafi na usherati they were classified as dogs walikuwa wanahesabika kama mbwa so now kwa sasa mefiboshethi is going before the king anakwenda mbele ya mfalme and say na kusema Who am I? Mimi ni nani hata? That you should show me that kindness. Kwamba ukanionyeshe ukarimu wa aina hiyo. A mere dead dog. Umba mufu tu. That was the highest act of repentance. Hicho kilikuwa kitendo cha juu zaidi cha toba. The highest act of self humiliation. Tendo la juu zaidi la kujinyenyekeza na kuaibishwa. Kujidharau. Kujidharau. I don't know what you can say for hili there. But self humiliation. Kuchitarau kibinafsi. Oh yes. Ondium. And this is just less than one quarter of today's message because I have to bring you to the throne. Na hii ni ni robo tu ya ujumbe wa leo kwa sababu lazima niwalete katika enzi. So you have to understand. Kwa hivyo lazima muelewe why the Kenyan revival is very powerful. Ni kwa nini uvuvio wa Kenya ni wa nguvu sana sana. It is built on the word umejengwa katika neno and the strong word na neno la nguvu sana non-stop word neno bila kukoma so now kwa hivyo sasa that was the height of self humiliation hicho ndicho kilichokuwa kiwango cha kujiaibisha ama kujidharau okay kujirudisha chini zote okay but i think that was better the, the height of self humiliation kujiaibisha kiwango cha kujiaibisha cha juu zaidi this is mutali you are worried no don't i want to give the word Stay out of this mutali usichali nataka kupeana neno let the lord speak god is here mungu yuko hapa Stay out of it kaa nje yake Stay out of it kaa nje yake so kwa hivyo this young man huyu mtu kijana is repenting anatubu and remember nakumbuka he has come from a city ametoka katika muji that says no bread ambao unasema hakuna mkate his people yeye ni kiwete i don't know how the nurse grabbed him and somehow he slipped and crushed his leg sijui jinsi yule yaya alipomshika lakini kwa njia fulani akateleza na akavunja miguu yake he is now permanently crippled sasa yeye ni kiwete wa milele and he is living in a place that is depravity na anaishi katika maeneo ambayo yana ufukara yana upungufu and then alafu The king says to him, Mufalme anasema kwake, I want to show mercy to you. Ninataka nikuonyeshe huruma. I want to show grace to you. Ninataka nikuonyeshe rehema. Follow me. Munifuate. I want to show kindness to you. Ninataka nikuonyeshe ukarimu kwako. The goodness of God. Wema wa Mungu. 
the care of god kule kujali kwa mungu the love of god upendo wa mungu and that time na wakati huo that king huyo mfalme is seated on a throne ameketi katika enzi where the messiah comes to sit at mahali ambapo mesia anakuja kuketia let me explain to you this hebu niwaeleze haya The Lord took me bana akanipeleka to Israel kwa Israeli and he took me exactly na akanipeleka mahali aswa to the exact throne position katika mahali aswa pa enzi and by voice he said what the father na kwa sauti Mungu Baba akasema that this was the exact throne position of David kwamba hapa ndipo palipokuwa mahali aswa pa enzi pa Daudi And then alafu the hand of God the Father mkono wa Mungu Baba He handed me the harp akanipatia kile kinubi And he says na akasema This was the exact harp hiki ndicho kinubi kilikuwa kinubi chenyewe aswa that David played before the Lord ambacho Daudi alikicheza mbele za Bwana And then alafu He says akasema now you can play sasa unaweza ukakicheza then i remember i was touching and playing it before the lord alafu nakumbuka nilikuwa nakikuuza na kukicheza mbele za bwana the exact throne position mahali penyewe aswa pa enzi the exact place where the throne of david was mahali ambapo aswa pa enzi ya daudi ilikuwa na ipo and when i woke up na nilipoamka then i understood kisha nikaelewa that the messiah comes kwamba mesia yuaja to reign at this exact position kutawala katika mahali pale penyewe aswa so now kwa hivyo sasa these are big conversation haya ni mazungumzo makubwa makubwa sana because kwa sababu this city david is sitting on the throne of david daudi ameketi katika enzi ya daudi and is looking that this precious Mephibosheth from Lodibar na namtakuta huyu Mephibosheth wa zamani kutoka Lodibari to show him grace kumuonyesha neema mercy uruma goodness wema kindness ukarimu care kujali upendo and all these things na mambo haya yote and then alafu when he comes anapokucha somebody that lacks bread mtu ambaye anapenda mkate amekosa mkate hata pia anapenda hata mimi napenda mkate <laughs> i tell you it is true ni ukweli even me when i hear bread my i start to chew my lips so 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 he comes from where there is a shortage of bread shortage of feed anatoka mahali ambapo kuna upungufu wa mkate upungufu wa chakula And then you tell him alafu unamwambia And thou shall eat bread nawe utakula mkate at my throne katika enzi yangu continually kwa kuendelea that is what i want to open up now hicho ndicho ambacho nataka kufunua sasa And thou na wewe shall eat bread utakula mkate at my throne katika enzi yangu continually kwa kuendelea daima 
ai Listen sikiza Bread mukate Bread is very critical mukate ni nyeti sana sana to all people in the world kwa watu wote ulimwenguni but especially the hebrew people here lakini aswa sana watu wa ibrania hapa bread mukate Bread, mukate. Where agriculture first began. Mali ambapo ukulima ulianza kwanza. As they began to grow, walipoanza kukua. Bread became a staple crop, a staple food, the wheat. Mukate ukawa ndio lishe yao kuu ngano kulima ngano kulima ngano with farming ukulima wa ngano and when bread became staple food na wakati mkate kwa kuwa ndio chakula chao cha muhimu everybody let's receive the lord send up receive the lord first kila mtu simameni tumpokee bwana kwanza repeat after me everybody rudia baada yangu kila mtu the mighty jesus Sema Yesu mkuu. I repent tonight. Ninatubu usiku wa leo. Hekana wasomsen. Na kugeuka kutoka kwa dhambi. And receive you in my life. Na kukupokea maishani mwangu. Hey my lord Kama bwana wangu Hey my savior Namokozi wangu Please forgive me Tafadhali unisamehe And establish righteousness Na uimarishe uhaki And holiness Now takatifu in my life my shining one in the mighty name of Jesus Katika jina kuu la Yesu Today Leo I'm born again Nimeogopa kwa sababu niliona mmoja au wili wakienda kwa familia zao nyumbani. Kwa hivyo sasa wameenda na Yesu. Sasa naweza kuendelea na neno. Kwa hivyo sasa litunda kutembea tembea sana hivyo. Wakati kama huu mnafunga. Kwa hivyo anasema that wheat farming kwamba ukulima wa ngano the growing of wheat kule kukuza ngano was very central at this time ilikuwa nyeti sana katika wakati huu and bread became a staple food na mkate ukawa ndiyo chakula cha muhimu zaidi the bread kwa hivyo mkate became life ikawa uzima for survival 
kwa ajili ya kuendelea kuishi when melchizedek appeared wakati melchizedek alipojitokeza he appeared alijitokeza with bread and wine na mkate na divai the world kwa dunia ambayo imekosa mkate kwa the world that lacks bread kwa dunia ambayo imekosa mkate ai so this is it kwa hivyo ndio hii sasa so now hold on please stop clapping so i can flow so now kwa hivyo sasa how about the church na je kuhusiana na kanisa in the church katika kanisa bread represents the body of christ mkate unaashiria mwili wa kristo I'm now coming close to the message. Sasa ninakaribia karibia karibia ujumbe. I'm about now to get to an area where you will understand it better now. Niko karibu kufikia mahali ambapo utaelewa vizuri sasa. It represents the broken body of Christ broken on the cross. Inaashiria mwili uliovunjwa msalabani wa Kristo. In church kwa kanisa the bread symbolizes mkate unaashiria the salvation of Jesus wa kopu wa Yesu <laughs> I think you are beginning to understand the message now Nafia mnaanza kuelewa ujumbe sasa In Christianity katika Ukristo followers of Christ wafuasi wa Kristo bread mkate bread symbolizes eternal life he says come eat my flesh whoever eats my flesh will never die will live eternally mkate unaoshiria uzima wa milele anasema njoni mule mwili wangu na yote atakayeula mwili wangu ataishi milele atakuwa na uzima wa milele let me flow he said bread anasema mkate represents eternal life unaashiria uzima wa milele ndio the word explosion mulipuko wa neno the bread mukate represents eternity unaashiria umilele bread mukate represents the cross unaashiria msalaba bread mukate the holy communion ile mensa takatifu ya bwana So when he said alipomwambia mevibosheni and thou shalt eat bread at my table continually nawe mkate mezani pangu kwa kuendelea daima alimaanisha nini alikuwa akizungumzia nani because kwa sababu and he says naye anasema and Mephibosheth came back to Jerusalem naye Mephibosheth akarudi Yerusalemu but the legs are crippled lakini miguu yake ni viwete they are crippled legs ako na miguu ya viwete and he says na anasema and he sat at the king's table naye akaketi katika meza ya mfalme and ate bread na akala mkate continually kwa kuendelea and equally like the rest of the sons of the king 
na kama tu wale wana watoto wengine wa mfalme what, what, what was he saying there alikuwa akisema nini pale what is the message there ujumbe ni upi pale he say anasema what the lord is saying bwana anasema this young man kwamba huyu mvulana remember he was a crown prince kumbuka kwamba alikuwa ni mtoto wa mfalme he grew up at the throne alikuwa katika enzi alilelewa katika enzi he was told everything at the throne alifunzwa kila kitu katika enzi the etiquette alielewa itifaki itifaki ama utamaduni itifaki ya meza sio itifaki ya meza ya mfalme sio ya mfalme is that right no thank you so he knew everything about the table of the king alijua kila kitu kuhusiana na meza ya mfalme and the kingly culture na ile tamaduni ya kifalme And then alafu when he sat there alipoketi pale he was equal alikuwa anatoshana don't clap i need to clap he was equal alikuwa anatoshana to all the others na wale watoto wengine the cloth covered his crippled legs ile meza ile kile kitambaa cha meza kikafunika miguu yake ya viwete another the lord is saying kwa maneno mengine bana anasema kuja tu kuja tu i am ready niko tayari to cover your shame kufunika aibu yako I'm ready niko tayari to cover your disability inability and shame kufunika kutoweza kwako upungufu wako na aibu yako kuja tu kwa sababu alikuja na katika ile andiko walitoshana walifanana na wale wana watoto wengine wa mfalme ai What is the Lord saying? Bana anasema nini? Even the church, hata kanisa. With the royal heritage, wakiwa na ule urithi wa kifalme. Is now somewhere else. Sasa ako mahali fulani kwingine. She's not where she's supposed to be. Haliko mahali ambapo linapaswa kuwepo. And the condition of the church na hali ya kanisa is bad ni mbaya sana. I began by describing it there. Nilianza kwa kuielezea pale. The evil uovu the wickedness ule utalimu the sin dambi decay mwanzo and all of the above na hiyo yote 
nakwambia Ndizasi naye anauliza Ziba Ziba Is there anyone else still left in the house of Adam that is still out there that I may Wali ate kimtebo je kuna mtu mwingine yeyote aliyebaki katika jamii ya Adamu ambaye yuko pale nje ili nikaweze kumuonyesha neema na rehema na ili akaweze kula mkate kwa kuendelea milele tafadhali milele mezani can you sit down je mnaweza kesi chini is there somebody still left je kuna mtu ambaye bado amebaki in the church also katika kanisa pia that the lord may show grace kwamba bana akamuonyeshe neema the goodness of god wema wa bana the kindness of god ukarimu wa mungu the love of god upendo wa mungu the mercy of god huruma za mungu the church kanisa when men fall wakati mwanadamu alianguka do they not get up hawatasimama tena sasa atisawa katika saa hii over here the heavens are open upande huu mbingu zimefunguka but then lakini basi the church out there is under closed heaven kanisa kule nje liko chini ya mbingu zilizofungwa god is not speaking there Mungu haongei huko. There is no counsel. Hakuna ushauri. Nobody is rebuking sin. Hakuna mtu anakemea dhambi huko. There is no direction. Hakuna mwelekeo. The prophecies are fake. Zile unabii ni bandia. There is no fulfillment. Hakuna kutimizwa. There is no bread. Hakuna mkate. There is no feed. Hakuna chakula. Let us read the following. Hebu tusome yafuatayo. Genesis 41. Mwanzo 41. I'm reading verses 42-43. Nasoma mstari wa 40 hadi 43. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I tell you. Nakwambia. When I told you 10 hours. Nilipoambia masaa 10. It is going to be 10 hours. Inaenda kuwa masaa 10. Because tomorrow is another message, right? Kwa sababu kesho ni ujumbe mwingine, sivyo? And God has had mercy on us no rain until now, right? Na Bwana ameturehemu, hakuna mvua hadi sasa. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Genesis 41. Mwanzo 41:43:42:43:42:43:43:43:43:43:43:43:43:43:43:43:43:43:43:43:43:43:43:43:43:43:43:43:43:43:43:43:43:43:43:43:43:43:43:43:43:43:43:43:43:43:43:43:43:43:
akamvika majoho mazuri ya kitani safi na mkufu wa dhahabu shingoni mwake then he had him ride in a chariot as he second in command and men shouting before him make way make way make way like that akampandisha katika gari lake la farasi kama msaidizi wake watu wakatangulia wakishangilia wakisema achieni njia achieni njia then he put him in charge of the whole of Egypt ndivyo farao akamweka yosefu kwa msimamizi wa nchi yote ya misri Luke chapter 15 verse 22. Luka 15:22. He says the following. Anasema yafuatayo. Luke 15:22. Luka 15:22. He says. Anasema. He says. Anasema hivi. But the father said to his servant Lakini baba yake akawaambia watumishi Quick Upesi Bring the best robe Leteni upesi joho lilo bora sana And put it on him Mukamvike And put a ring on his finger Mukamvike pete kidoleni mwake And sandals on his feet Na viatu miguuni mwake And then the fattened cattle and the celebration and the feast Alafuleteni ndama aliyenona na sherehe ikaanza. Genesis 3:21. Mwanzo 3:21. Anasema yafuatayo. The Lord God made garment of skin. Bwana Mungu akabatengenezea Adamu na mkewe mavazi ya ngozi for Adam and his wife. Adamu na mkewe and clothed them. Akawafika Then, Isaiah 61 verse 10. Isaiah 61 verse 10. I will explain it all together, don't worry. Isaiah 61 verse 10. He says the I delight greatly in the Lord. Ninafurahia sana katika Bwana. I delight greatly in the Lord. Ninafurahia sana katika Bwana. My soul rejoices in my God. Nafsi yangu inashangilia katika Mungu wangu. For he has clothed me with the garments of salvation. Kwa maana amenivika mavazi ya wokovu. And arrayed me in the robes of righteousness. Na kunipamba kwa joho la haki. As a bride groom adorns his head kama vile bwana harusi apambavyo kichwa chake like a priest kama kuhani and as a bride adorns herself with her jewels kama bibi harusi ajipambavyo kwa vicho vyake revelation 19 verse 8 ufunuo 19 mstari wa 8 revelation 19 verse 8 ufunuo 19 mstari wa 8 he says anasema Finest linen, kitani safi, bright and clean, nyeupe inayongaa, was given her to wear. 
akapewa ili apae and the finest linen hiyo kitani safi thanks for the righteousness of the faith inawakilisha matendo ya haki ya watakatifu the holy people of god watu watakatifu wa mungu so blessed people this act that the king was doing ambalo mfalme alikuwa akilitenda to redeem the people shed he demonstrated the following aliashiria yafuatayo number one, the love of god jambo la kwanza upendo wa mungu for the lost kwa waliopotea Number two, jambo la pili the salvation of god wakofu wa mungu for the lost waliopotea the grace of god neema ya mungu for the lost waliopotea the mercy of god huruma za mungu for the lost waliopotea the kindness of god for the lost ukarimu wa mungu kwa waliopotea the care of god for the lost kujali kwa mungu kwa waliopotea The redemption of God for the lost ukombozi wa Mungu kwa waliopotea. He demonstrated aliashiria that Christ Jesus kwamba Kristo Yesu indeed came for the lost world. Kwa kweli alikuja kwa ajili ya ulimwengu uliopotea. And now na sasa let us look at the lost church. Hebu tuliangazie kanisa lilopotea. And how she can come back na jinsi gani anaweza kurudi haleluya have gone astray tumepotea each of us has turned to his own way kila mmoja wetu amegeukia njia yake mwenyewe and the lord has laid on him na yebana aliweka juu yake the iniquity of us all maovu yetu sisi sote luke 19:10 luka 19 mstari wa 10 amekuja kutafuta na kuokoa kile kilichopotea Luke chapter 4 33 Luka mlango wa 4 33 34 He says the following Anasema yafuatayo Luke 4 33 34 Luka 4 33 34 In the synagogue There was a man palikuwa na aliyekuwa amepagawa na pepo mchafu spirit upepo mchafu he cried out at the top of his voice akapiga kelele kwa nguvu akisema ha what do you ha atuache translate me please thank you very much he cried out at the top of his voice ha akapiga kelele kwa sauti kubwa akisema ha 
What do you want with us? The other version says, What have we to do with you? What do you want with us? Jesus of Nazareth. Yes, Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are. The Holy One of God. What is he saying there? That when the king extended that grace to Mephibosheth. And he said, I'll show you kindness, goodness, mercy, grace, and thou shalt eat bread. At the king's table, continually, milele. He says, Anasema, it was an invitation to eternal life. Kwa uzima wa milele. And he says, Anasema, why? Kwa nini? Because when they are lost, kwa sababu wanapopotea, they are also destroyed. Pia wanaharibiwa, wanaangamizwa. Wanaharibika. Wanaharibika. They are also destroyed. Pia wanaharibika. Jesus of Nazareth. Yesu wa Nazareth. What do we have to do with you? Tuna nini nawe? Has thou come to destroy us? Je, umekuja kutuangamiza? We know who you are. Tunajua wewe ni nani? Thou art the holy one of God. Wewe ni mtakatifu wa Mungu. So when they are lost. Kwa hivyo wakati ambapo wanapotea, they also destroyed. Pia wanaharibika. Because in this synagogue. Kwa sababu katika sinagogi hili, this man. Huyu mtu was here forever. Alikuwa hapa milele. He found no help. Hakupata msaada wowote. Until Jesus came. Hadi Yesu akaja. And brought him help. Na akamletea msaada. But they did not want him. Lakini hawakumtaka. To bring that help. Ili kuleta huo msaada. So when they are lost. Kwa hivyo wanapopotea. They are also destroyed. Pia wanaharibika. So can we write down the following now real quick? Je, tunaweza andika chini yapatayo kwa haraka? Number one, Mephibosheth shed was completely crippled and could not walk. Jambo la kwanza, Mephibosheth alikuwa kiwete kweli kweli na angeweza kutembea. Number two, his state was considered less than human. Hali yake ilizingatiwa kuwa chini ya kimo cha binadamu. Number three, jambo la tatu, Mephibosheth, Mephibosheth was essentially saying Kimsingi alikuwa akisema that he is a dead dog. Kwamba yeye ni umba mfu. Meaning, kumaanisha nobody cares for him. Hakuna mtu anayejali kumuhusu. Nobody owns him. Hakuna mtu anayemumiliki. Nobody claims him. Hakuna mtu anayedai kwamba yeye ni wake. In Lodebar. Kule Lodebari. Where there is no speech. Mali ambapo hakuna usemi. 
There is no word. Hakuna neno. There is no prophecy, there is no bread. Hakuna unabii, hakuna mkate. The dog, umba, was the nastiest animal in this society. Alikuwa mnyama mchafu zaidi katika jumuiya. Hadi leo hii. The filthiest, mchafu zaidi. The vilest, ambaye ni najisi zaidi. The most repulsive. Ambaye ni mbaya zaidi, mchafu zaidi. How much more the dead dog? It was an expression of humility. During repentance. The fear of God. And he repented. For the sins his family committed by trying to kill King David. Kwa ajili ya dhambi ambazo jamii yake ilitekeleza kwa kujaribu kumuua Daudi. He says, Anasema, in this way that he rejects and refuses the act his family did. Kwa njia hii anakataa tendo ambalo familia yake ilifanya. And he says, naye anasema, it illustrates ina ashiria that his family was wicked kwamba familia yake walikuwa waovu he says anasema it represents ina ashiria the deformity he suffered ukule kuteseka kule ule ule mambo aliyoteseka when he became crippled alipokuwa kiwete somebody too na mtu pia sitting here aliyeketi hapa somebody crippled next aliteseka kuwa kiwete ya kiroho ya kiroho Pisho. ya kiroho of genesis 3:14 to 19 katika mwanzo 3:14 hadi 19 when finally sin crippled the church wakati hatimaye dhambi ilifanya kanisa kuwa kiwete and death came na kifo kikaja and back to dust na kurudi kwa mavumbi and he says Naye anasema he compared himself with animals alijilinganisha mwenyewe na wanyama his name jina lake mephibosheti meant right from the mouth of shem ilimaanisha tu kutoka katika kinywa cha aibu naye anasema the lord of this hour bana katika saa hii is calling back the church analiita kanisa that she may come out kwamba likatoke of a desolation katika ukiwa where there is no word mali ambapo hakuna neno no prophecy being fulfilled hakuna unabii ambao unatimilizwa no bread from heaven hakuna mkate kutoka mbinguni no oil hakuna mafuta no wine hakuna divai no healings on the other in the church out there you know that more than i do hakuna uponyaji katika kanisa lingine kule nje mnajua hiyo no wonders hakuna maajabu the lord is calling out the church bana analiita kanisa so please come kwa hivyo tafadhali njoo that you may eat bread kwamba mule mkate continually kwa kuendelea daima at the king's table 
katika meza ya mfalme The book of Luke 17 verse 12 Kitabu cha Luka sabini mstari wa 12 17 17 mstari wa 12 Luke 17 verse 12 Luka 17 mstari wa 12 He says the following Anasema yafuatayo Anasema alipokuwa akiingia kwenye kijiji kimoja Alipokuwa akiingia kwenye kijiji kimoja watu kumi waliokuwa na ukoma wakakutana naye and they stood at a distance wakasimama mbali and they called out in a loud voice wakapaza sauti and they said jesus of nazareth wakasema yesu wa nazareti master bwana have pity on us tuhurumie when he saw them alipowaona he said akawaambia go show yourself to the priest nenendeni mkajionyeshe kwa makuhani and as they went now walipokuwa njiani wakienda they were wakatakasika the lord is saying bana anasema that when they are lost kwamba wanapopotea they were terribly destroyed wanaharibiwa kabisa kabisa so is the church hivyo ndivyo kanisa lilivyo pia as long as you are not walking the mainstream of jesus ili mradi hautembei katika njia kuu ya yesu the righteousness of jesus uhaki wa yesu the holiness of jesus utakatifu wa yesu and you are lost na umepotea in the land of desolation katika nchi ya ukiwa then he say kisha anasema they are also destroyed but when they find him lakini wanapompata he restores them anawarejesha the lord is saying bana anasema to the church kwa kanisa come back rudini remember the repentance of my kwamba arudi he say anasema that if you don't return kwamba ikiwa mtarudi you are essentially lost kwa kimsingi mmepotea and when they are lost na wakati wanapotea they are totally destroyed wanaharibika kabisa kama vile ambavyo tumeona kwa sababu mmoja alikuwa anapaza sauti kwa sinagogi kwa miaka na miaka many years miaka nyingi no deliverance hakuna ukombozi no healing hakuna uponyaji kwa sababu walimkataa but when he entered lakini alipoingia he found his deliverance pia wanateseka kuharibu hapo wanapotea and then the lord says Tafadhali rudini. 
Till he went down. Restoration. And blessing and mercy. And grace. Salvation. Rescue. We find the kindness of God. The care of God. The love of God. Then he says. Church of Christ. You also come back. Come back. Because he says. That if you read. Kwamba ikiwa utasoma the lunatic in the temple yule mwenda wazimu katika hekalu for many years kwa miaka nyingi right pale pale tu when they are lost they are damaged wakati wanapopotea wanaharibika there is no help hakuna msaada lunatic forever mwenda wazimu milele but finally when they are found when he finds them lakini hatimaye wanapopatikana anapowapata then they are restored kisha wanarejeshwa and then leprosy na ule ukoma the ten lepers ten is big also wale wana, w- wenye ukoma kumi kumi ni kubwa pia it's a big number ni idadi kubwa kabisa meaning there was no help kumaanisha hakukuwa na msaada when they are lost wakati ambapo wanapotea they are also damaged wao pia wanaharibika but when he finds them lakini anapowapata then he cleanses the leprosy kisha anasafisha na kutakasa ukoma leprosy na ukoma represents sin unaashiria dhambi so he said to the church kwa hivyo anasema kwa kanisa tafadhali come back rudini come right back rudini return home rudini nyumbani when people fall wakati watu wanapoanguka don't they get up je hawatazinuka tena when people turn away wakati watu wanapogeuka don't they return je hawatarudi church of christ kanisa la kristo return rudini look tazama the cloud is pouring here glory wingu linamwaga hapa utukufu look tazama the sun is shaking here e jua linatingika hapa shaking anatingika the sun is shaking here jua linatingika hapa as if the sun want to come out kana kwamba jua linataka kutoka when the sun sees the two of them wakati jua linapowaona hawa wawili everybody look there iko pale pale iko kwenye runinga it's a privilege to look ni tunku kutazama it's not happening anywhere else haitendeki kwingine popote pale so he saying kwa hivyo anasema crippledness ule uwete lunacy uenda wazimu leprosy ukoma i'm ready to cover it niko tayari kuifunika rudini church of christ kanisa la kristo I, i had to come down then and say please don't do that yet in 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 lima you did it i kept you in the hotel so i said waivonikasema let the church of christ come back to the lord wacha kanisa la kristo lirudi kwa bwana look at the repentance of my people shed tazama toba ya mebiboshedi and then he sat at the table of the king anapokaketi katika meza ya mfalme and he said naye anasema of him kuhusiana naye and thou shall eat bread nawe utakula mkate mezani mwangu kwa kuendelea daima meaning everlasting life kumaanisha uzima wa milele can i now move a little bit faster because i want to handle why don't they come back why does the lord lament that they don't come back ni kwa nini bwana analalamika kwamba hawarudi 
I still have like four hours ahead of me here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let us do the good work. To tell the church to come back to Jesus. To come back to holiness. Righteousness. To come back to the kingdom of God. To stop the deception. Kukomesha utanganyifu. Lies. Wongo. Immorality. Usherati. False prophets and everything. All of the above. Manapiwa wongo na kila kitu na kujumuisha yoyote. Now. Sasa. Read with me now the book of Ecclesiastes chapter 9. Soma hapa moja nami kitabu cha mubiri mlango wa tisa. Verse 3. Musari wake wa tatu. Why don't they come? Ni kwa nini hawarudi? Why does the church return? Ni kwa nini kanisa halirudi? Why is the Lord lamenting? Ni kwa nini Bwana analalamika? Ecclesiastes chapter 9. mlango wa 9. After finishing this portion, I will now move. Baada ya kumaliza sehemu hii sasa nitaenda to the last segment about reigning with Christ how you will reign with Christ when I finish this segment I will handle a very important part about reigning with Christ how you will reign with Christ jinsi ambavyo mtatawala pamoja na Kristo and i'm looking for the church here this for those from america kwa wale wengi kutoka marekani and also from australia everywhere the first world na pia kutoka australia na kila mahali katika zile nchi ambazo zimeendelea look at this revival tazama uvuvio huu the lights go off miangaza inazima taa zinazima and the message continues na uchumbe unaendelea hallelujah hallelujah look at the lights tazama miangaza okay i need to get uh, the torch here nahitaji kupata tochi hapa then we continue but i can read too lakini naweza kusoma pia i can read right naweza nikasoma sivyo verse 3 Mustari wa tatu. I am reading you don't you can read if you have a torch. I, I can see very clearly because of the white here, right? He says, Anasema, this is the evil ulio ubaya in everything that happens. Ulio ulio katika kila kitu kinachotendeka. Thank you so much. Thank you. Asante sana. I was still seeing enough. Thank you. Thank you. He says, Anasema, this is the evil that happens I just translate me it will be easier because the Lord himself is here he is speaking hey, 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 hey. just be careful now the Lord himself is here God the Father and he is speaking just translate. those who are wise they translate word for word they don't even read the text they just follow what they want to hallelujah he says the following Anasema yapatayo. Again, why don't they return? Tena ni kwa nini hawarudi? He says this is the evil in everything that happens under the sun. Anasema huu ndio ubaya kwa kila kitu kinachotendeka chini ya jua. 
the same destiny overtakes all mwisho unawapata wote the hearts of men mioyo ya watu moreover hata hivyo are full of evil imejawa uovu and there is a madness in their hearts na kuna wenda wazimu katika mioyo yao while they live wanapoishi and afterward na baadaye they go to death they join the dead wanaenda wanaungana na waliokufa can i explain je naweza kuelezea this day anasema if you focus is good he say anasema the sun is clapping jua linapiga makofi thank you from kapoor for sitting down and not disturbing me again the sun is clapping jua linapiga makofi the glory is pouring utukufu unamwagika The two prophets are walking here. Manabii wawili wanatembea hapa. Listen, 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 listen. Let me say. Nana sema, and the creepers received me when I enter here. Na biwete walinipokea nilipoingia hapa. Wananipokea. Na biwete wananipokea nilipoingia hapa ndani. Ninapoingia hapa ndani. So the creepers received me when I enter here. Kwa hivyo viwete wananipokea ninapoingia hapa. The blind eyes are seeing. Macho ya vipofu yanaona. The deaf can hear. Viziwi wanaweza kusikia. And when I stand here, na ninaposimama hapa, and I see that Isis. Na ninaona kwamba Isis. Okay, can you run and sit down your distant run? Just run you could have sat anywhere else. Listen to this now. Sikiza hii sasa. And when I stand here, na ninaposimama hapa. And I see ISIS. Na ninaona ISIS. The terrorists. Wale magaidi. They want to attack Israel. Wanataka kuishambulia Israeli. And I give a prophecy through the radio. Na ninapeana unabii pitia masafa ya radio that i have commanded kwamba nimeamrisha god the father himself mungu until the soldiers keeping the borders put the guns down hadi sasa wale maaskari ambao walikuwa kishika doria wakaweka amizi zile bunduki zao chini patia mara ya mwisho akifanya makosa atatupa nje milele huyo look at tazama hii wale wanajeshi waliokuwa wakati Then continue this message. Naweza kuendelea na ujumbe huu. From pain. Kwa hivyo ninasema I am commanding the cloud of Na unatimejawa na uovu. And there is madness in their heart. Na kuna wenda wazimu mioyoni mwao. Why they live? Wanapoishi. Ai, ai. And I already are now. Na tayari nilitangaza. But the world is coming to an end. Kwamba ulimwengu unafikia mwisho. Who now? Ni nani sasa? Can still go back to sinning. Bado bado anaweza kwenda kwa dhambi. In the face of all this, the message of
And he was paid at the door. Hakuna pesa hata ndururi ilipishwa mlangoni. Free of charge. Bure bila malipo. And the instruction of God was given professor. Na instruction ma- of God was given. Na maagizo ya Mungu yalipeanwa. Free of charge. Bure bila malipo. How do you fail to detect that? Kwa hiyo, unless you are suffering this derangement Labda unatesekea huu uenda wazimu. That's the Lord is talking about. Ambao Bwana anauzungumzia. He said We read from Ecclesiastes chapter 9 verse, verse 3 and 4. Tulisoma kitabu cha Mungu mlango wa 9 mstari wa 3 na 4. Because he said kwa sababu anasema they end up in the same state, the same hole. Wote wanamalizia hatima ile ile shimo lile lile. Ai. Let us wait a moment before we write. Hebu tungojee kidogo kabla tuandike. I want to ask you this. Nataka niwaulize hii. When you attend a funeral, wakati ambapo unahudhuria mazishi, should it not be a warning enough for you? Je, hiyo inapaswa kuwa onyo la kutosha kwako to change course? kubadilisha mkondo to know that even you one time kujua kwamba hata wewe siku moja your end will come mwisho wako utakucha should it that be a warning je hiyo inapaswa kuwa ni onyo when you attend a funeral service unapohudhuria ile ibada ya mazishi and see someone being buried Na... why do they not come back ni kwa nini hawarudi He says the following. Anasema yafuatayo. Except that one is a madman. Ijapokuwa kwamba mtu ni mwenda wazimu. No one hakuna mtu yeyote. Can crazily anaweza kwenda kwa kiwenda wazimu and madly na kwa uenda wazimu. Continue persisting. Aendelee kudumu on sin. Kwa dhambi. No one hakuna mtu yeyote. Let me repeat it. Hebu nirudie. Unless you be a madman. Ijapokuwa wewe uwe mwenda wazimu. Nobody hakuna mtu yeyote. See all these people walking. Anaweza kuona wamewete wote wakitembea. And the blind seeing. Na vipofu wakiona. And the sun clapping. Na jua likipiga makofi. And continue in sexual sin. Na aendelee katika dhambi ya ngono na usherati. Unless you are a madman. Labda uwe tu mwenda wazimu. Praise the Lord. Asemaye Bwana. Hey. hey. He says, anasema, unless you are mad. Labda uwe tu mwenda wazimu. No one hakuna mtu yeyote. Then continue persisting in sin. Anayeweza kuendelea kudumu katika dhambi. Even when they are being won. Hata wakati ambapo wanaonywa. But the Lord has spoken. Kwamba Bwana amenena. That the Messiah is coming. Kwamba Mesia anakuja. Unless something is wrong. Labda kuna kitu ambacho ni kibaya, kiko kombo. So he say, kwa hivyo anasema, except that you be mad. Labda tu uwe mwenda wazimu. But it is not possible. Lakini haiwezekani kamwe. For anyone to crazily kwa mtu yeyote kwenda kwa kiwenda wazimu. And madly na kwa wenda wazimu. Persist in sin. Aendelee katika dhambi. When the announcement on the glorious coming of the Messiah is being made. Wakati ambapo tangazo la kukuja kwa utukufu kwa Messiah linatangazwa. Hallelujah. Hallelujah the 10 hours maubiri ya masaa 10 we no it's not going to be a joke here anymore haitakwenda kuwa mzaa hapa tena because he's saying kwa sababu anasema unless one is a madman labda mtu awe tu mwenda wazimu but nobody can continue in the deplorable state of sin lakini hakuna mtu awezaye kuendelea katika hali mbaya ya dhambi sexual sin 
dhambi ya ngono na usherati with the related abortion ambayo inahusiana na kuapia mimba and hiv aids and all the sexually transmitted diseases na magonjwa yote ya zinaa and all that rot na hiyo mwanzo yote nobody can continue in that sin insisting in that hakuna mtu anawezae awezae kuendelea kudumu katika hiyo after such a warning baada ya ila ni kama hili the messiah is coming kwamba mesia anakucha unless it is madness labda tu wenda wazimu I tell you nakwambia it's not a joke here sio mzaa hapa nobody can continue in sin hakuna mtu awezaye kuendelea katika dhambi and the wounds vidonda na wounds of sin na vidonda vya dhambi to continue there aendelee tu pale and yet na ile hali continue thinking aendelee kufikiria that they are kings kwamba wao ni wafalme who are reigning ambao wanatawala and yet in actual sense na ile hali katika uhalisia they are enslaved wao ni watumwa by sin Nobody can continue that way. Hakuna mtu awezaye kuendelea hivyo. Wow. Nobody hakuna mtu can continue in sexual sin. Anaweza kuendelea katika dhambi ya uasherati ya ngono. Even after the supremacy and superiority of God. Hata baada ya ukuu na ukuu kabisa zaidi wa Mungu has been established. Umeimarishwa in this ministration katika huduma hizi by wonders kwa maajabu by sign na ishara the god of israel mungu wa israeli has been passing here amekuwa akipita hapa visiting here akitembelea hapa today leo he visited here alitembelea hapa you can imagine unaweza ukawazia and you know na unajua the people in new york city watu wa mji wa new york they would have loved to have one such a day wangependa kuwa na siku moja kama hii so for you to be a kenyan kwa hivyo kwako wewe kuwa mkenya and see all this na kuona haya yote and continue sin trying to blackmail the two prophets na kuendelea katika dhambi na kuendelea kuwatusi manabii wawili you know that the lord will grind you like means You cannot touch. You have to leave Lodebar. Lazima muondoke Lodebari. And come back to Jerusalem. Na murudi Yerusalemu. Where the visitation is there is worship. Mali ambapo kuna mtembeleo kuna ibada. You have to come back. Lazima murudi. And return. Na mutubu. And open your hearts out. Na mfungue mioyo yenu. He says. Anasema that nobody kwamba hakuna mtu yeyote can continue in the harsh life of sin anaweza kuendelea katika maisha ma- makali ya dhambi and reject the grace of Jesus na kukataa neema ya Yesu and fail to recognize na shindwe kutambua that Jesus is their friend kwamba Yesu ndiye rafiki wao the only friend rafiki wa pekee who's trying to help them ambaye anajaribu kuwasaidia 
that they cannot see that kwamba hawezi kuona hiyo nobody can fail to see Jesus hakuna mtu anayeshindwa kumuona Yesu come to rescue them akija kuwaokoa from the deplorable sin kutoka katika ile dhambi ya kuhurumiwa ushoga lesbianism ulawiti bisexual ile bisexual false prophecy manabiwa false prophet manabiwa uongo na unabiwa uongo mambo haya yote uongo nobody can persist there hakuna mtu awezaye kudumu pale and think na kudhani and refuse that Jesus, when Jesus is trying to help them and refuse their help wakati Yesu anajaribu kuwasaidia na wakataye kusaidiwa except that it is madness labda tu awe uenda wazimu complete madness uenda wazimu kabisa nobody hakuna mtu yeyote can persist in him anayeweza kudumu katika dhambi when righteousness is being announced wakati ambapo uhaki unatangazwa and being told stop him in the churches come out come and receive repentance now come and receive holiness you the churches of nairobi na kuambiwa komesheni dhambi tokeni kwa dhambi enyi makanisa ya nairobi come and receive righteousness joni mkapokea uhaki joni mpokea utakatifu and they say no 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 na wanasema la hasha la hasha fighting the lord wakimpinga bwana you cannot fight the lord hawezi ukampiga bwana you cannot even attempt to try hawezi hata ukajaribu kujaribu to contest god ukapingane na mungu unless it's absolute madness labda tu iwe ni wenda wazimu kweli kweli you cannot hawezi i have described the lion nilielezea tu simba at alafu baada ya hiyo i brought forever and ever milele na milele jinyonga na wakati mwingine wawili wanajinyonga am i not the one that received those reports hey it is terrible ni ya the state of sin is terrible hali ya dhambi ni ya kutisha ni mbaya so today we have to finish it here kwa hivyo leo lazima tuimalizie hapa because you take your children visa hallelujah hallelujah You think it's easy for the Lord to release the two for 10 hours. Unafikiria ni rahisi kwa kepana kuachilia wawili kwa masaa 10? No. La hasha. Can we continue? Je, tunaweza kuendelea? He say, anasema, you cannot. Hawezi. The book of numbers. Kitabu cha hesabu. Number 14. Kitabu cha hesabu 14. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Numbers chapter 14. Hesabu 14. I am reading from verse 1 to verse 4. Ninasoma kuanzia mstari wa kwanza hadi mstari wa 4. That night all the people of the community raised their voices aloud and wept aloud. Usiku ule watu wote wajumuia walipasa sauti zao na kulia kwa sauti kubwa. And all the Israelites grumbled against Moses and Aaron waisaili wote wakanungunika dhidi ya Mose na Aruni and the whole assembly said to them nalo kusanyiko lote wakawaambia if only we had died in Egypt laiti tungekuwa tumefia humo nchi ya Misri or in the desert ama katika jangwa why is the lord bringing us here to this land only to let us fall by the sword ni kwa nini bwana anatuleta katika nchi hii ili tupe kwa upanga our wives and children will be taken as plunder 
wake zetu na watoto wetu watachukuliwa kama nyara wouldn't it be better for us to go back to Egypt and they say to each other we should choose the leader and go back to Egypt isn't that absolute madness because if you tell them okay let's stop a little bit and talk then you just talk then you ask them okay you want to return alapoulize sawa mnataka kurudi who is going to receive you there ni nani atakayekwenda kuwapokea huko already the bridges have been burned tayari zile daraja zimengolewa zimetomwa and army is pursuing you to kill you na jeshi linawafuatilia ili kuwaua just a moment can we reason ngoja kidogo tunaweza kufikiria who is going to accept you there receive you back ni nani atakayekwenda kuwakubali kuwapokea mrudi absolute madness kwenda wazimu kweli kweli but that is what you see in the church lakini hicho ndicho ambacho unaona kwa kanisa always going back to sin kila wakati wakirudi kwa dhambi kila wakati wanarudi kwa dhambi kila wakati wanarudi kwa dhambi unaiona katika kanisa that's why i say ndio sababu nikasema let us just receive the lord hebu tumpokee bwana and then after receiving continue with the message because there is a message the church must come back and the lord is saying the table cloth covered his crippled feet so he ate bread at the table of the king continually forever kwa hivyo alikula mkate katika meza ya mfalme milele and when you came you could not tell who is a cripple here na ulipokuja haungesemaye nikiwete hapa the lord covered his shame bana alifunika aibu yake usijali kuhusu mimi and you know that soon hata hivyo because within a short time kwa sababu baada ya muda mfupi he was feeding pigs alikuwa akikula pamoja alikuwa akilisha nguruwe alikuwa akilisha nguruwe so when they get lost they also get destroyed kwa hivyo wanapopotea pia wanaharibika that's why i say come back na ndio sababu ninasema rudini because when they get lost kwa sababu wanapopotea the lord is presenting a case here bana anawasilisha kesi hapa that when they get lost kwamba wanapopotea they, they become destroyed so it's a kind of a derangement a lunacy that enters them wanaharibika inakuwa aina fulani ya wenda wazimu inawaingia they are now not they think jesus is their enemy sasa hawawezi kusema kwamba yesu ni rafiki wao pekee ambaye anawasaidia sasa wanafikiria kwamba Yesu ni adui wao. Unasema usifuke hiyo barabara, usifuke hiyo barabara. It is red. The vehicle is coming. Come Ni nyekundu. Gari linakuja. Rudi rudi. Don't cross. The vehicle is coming high speed. Usifuke. Gari linakuja kwa kasi mno. It is still red. Bado ni nyekundu. Then they will stop in the middle of the road to turn to look at you. Alafu watasimama katikati ya barabara kujaribu kugeuka kujaribu kukupata. Hey, Gari linakucha. Hey, usifanye hivyo. Kuja hivi, kuja hivi. Oh he, he would be like. Naye atakuwa kana kwamba. And the vehicle is coming. 
sikuja na gari linakuja cannot perceive danger hawezi akatambua hatari you are telling them unawaambia that after the rapture kwamba baada ya unyakuzi it will be terrible here itakuwa mbaya sana hapa cannot perceive danger hawawezi kutambua hatari secure the entire israel the safety secure all of them all atawachunga atawalinda wote wa israeli wote namna hii But if you read Revelation 12 verse 17. Lakini ukisoma ufunuo wa Yohana 12 mstari wa 17. And I think that is after the nuclear war that I prophesied. Na nakisia hiyo ni baada ya vita vya nuclear ambavyo nilitoa unabii. In 2005. Mwaka wa 2005. I think September 27 if I'm not mistaken. Nakisia September 27. From Mbeya Tanzania. Kutoka Mbeya Tanzania. And I say it. Nami nikasema I see the two missiles. Ninaona makombora mawili. And the back the back of the missiles have copper copper. Na ile sehemu ya nyuma ya yale makombora iko na ile shaba shaba. So they are shot. Kwa hivyo zina zinalipuliwa. I thought they were shot by Israel. Nilidhani kwamba zililipuliwa na Israeli. But but their tail is moving anti clockwise as they are going like this lakini ile mikia yao misho yao inazunguka namna hii kinyume cha saa namna hii and they went and they demolish a nuclear plant na ikaenda na ikaharibu kile ile ile sehemu ama hifadhi ya nuclear and which is at the foot of the mountain mountain at the foot ambayo iko pale chini katika mlima and when i started to search na nilipoanza kuchunguza but the fire that explodes from there kwamba moto uliolipuka kutokea pale but the fire that explodes lakini moto uliolipuka kutoka unaolipuka kutoka pale is the biggest fire the earth has ever seen ni mtambao umewahi kuepo dunia shangazwa and those two me and now i'm beginning to understand more and more when i watch the news na sasa naanza kuelewa zaidi na zaidi napotazama habari that it will be israel that will fire them kwamba itakuwa ni Israeli ambayo italipua. Naye Bwana akanionyesha all the strike aircraft. Zile ndege zote za mashambulizi. They reported back to base safe. Zinirudi mahali pao salama. Safe, salama. But they demolished totally. Lakini waliharibu kabisa kabisa. So, hivyo basi When you read Revelation 12:17, unaposoma ufunuo 12:17, you'll see that the enemy utaona kwamba adui returns his wrath and fury against the church. Anageuza ghadhabu yake na hasira dhidi ya kanisa. The church that fails to enter the rapture. Kanisa ambalo linashindwa kuingia katika unyakuzi. So you'd rather listen to this and end. Kwa hivyo afadhali ukasikize hii na uingie. That if you listen and not, lakini usipokisikiliza na ukose, there is something wrong. Kuna kitu kibaya. There is a derangement. The, the processing is not well. Kuna ule wenda wazimu. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so he says, anasema, they began crying in loud voices the whole night. Wakaanza kulia kwa sauti kubwa usiku wote, saying they want to go back to Egypt. Wakisema wanataka kurudi Misri. That's reason then. Hebu tujadiliane basi. Who is going to receive you then? Ni nani atakayekwenda kuwapokea huko? Can I move on? Tunaweza kuendelea mbele? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He says, anasema 
Except that you are a madman. Ijapokuwa kwamba wewe ni mwenda wazimu. You cannot. How is it? Just crying very loud at night, loud voice saying you want to go back to Egypt. Ukilia usiku kwa sauti kubwa ukisema unataka kurudi Misri. Unless something is wrong. Labda tu jambo kuna kitu kibaya. Unless it be absolute madness. Labda tu iwe ni wenda wazimu kabisa. You cannot continue in the decay of sin. Hawezi kuendelea katika muozo wa dhambi. When the creepers are walking, some of them are sitting right in front of me here. Wakati ambapo viwete wanatembea, baadhi yao wameketi Macho ya vipofu yanapunguka. Their ears are opening. Macho ya viziwi yanapunguka. Paralytics are walking. Mapoozo wanatembea. The cloud of God is descending here. Wingu la Mungu linashuka hapa. The sun is clapping. Jua linapiga makofi. The neutron stars are colliding. Nyota za kinyutoni zinagongana. The cloud of God, the Father is defending the borders of Israel. Wingu la Mungu Papa ile mlinda linda ile mipaka ya Israeli. And is coming here and settling on here that speaks with you. Na anakuja hapa na kutua kwake yeye anayezungumza nanyi. You cannot go except something is wrong. Labda tu kuna kitu ambacho kiko kombo. Only a sick soul. Ni nafsi ambayo ni mgonjwa. Always fight to escape from the authority of the Lord ambayo inapigana kwa huwa ndiye huwa ndiye ambaye anapigana ili kutoka katika huwa ndiye huwa ndiye inafanya juu chini kujitoroka kwa kwa uwepo wa Mungu help him please so, so only a sick soul ni nafsi tu ambayo ni mgonjwa is attempt to escape from the authority of the Lord. Huwa ambayo inajaribu kutoroka katika mamlaka ya Mungu. Remember the son that said give me everything I need to go. Unakumbuka yule mwana aliyesema kwamba nipatie kila kitu nataka kwenda. Luke chapter 15. Luka 15. You remember the book of Genesis chapter 3 when Adam and Eve escaped from the Lord after they have fallen to this sickness. Je, unakumbuka katika kitabu cha mwanzo wakati ambapo mwanzo tatu tafadhali wakati ambapo mwanzo tatu kuanzia sita hadi saba umeokoka now they run away from the authority of God. Unaona kwamba baada ya kuanguka katika huo ugonjwa, sasa wanatoroka katika mamlaka ya Mungu. The lost son did the same. Mwana mpotevu pia alifanya hivyo. And so, na hivyo basi, the Lord is saying, Bana anasema, he is willing to heal. Anahiari, anataka kuponya. Ako tayari kuponya. Ako tayari kuponya. He is willing to heal. Ako tayari kuponya. The sick soul. Ile nafsi ambayo ni mgonjwa. And it's the heart. Huo ni moyo. It's always the heart. Kila mara ni moyo. And he say. Naye anasema. And thou shalt eat bread. Nawe utakula mkate. At my table mezani mwangu eternal life uzima wa milele at my table mezani mwangu continually kwa kuendelea milele forever milele now sasa we talk about the throne so i can close the sermon today je tunaweza zungumzia kuhusu enzi ili nimalize mahubiri ya leo i tell you nakwambia 
because they want hala hala you see them the bishop they want hala hala no sometimes we need to get this clear kwa sababu wanataka ya hara hara wakati mwingine because you know you and myself are different have a different calling you you are here thank you yes i need to prepare the church nahitaji kunyanda kanisa hallelujah hallelujah i could do it up morning ninaweza kuifanya hadi asubuhi for what he did on the cross kwa kile alichokifanya msalabani i don't know about you sijui kuhusiana na wewe i could do it forever ninaweza kuifanya milele for jesus kwa ajili ya yesu he say anasema there is no salvation hakuna wokovu where my people shed was mali ambapo mepiboshedi alikuwa there was no word hakukuwa na neno there was no prophecy hakukuwa na unabii there was no pronouncement there was no open heaven it was closed heaven hakukuwa na matangazo there was no visitation bingu ilikuwa imefungwa hakukuwa na mtembeleo there was no account there was report or consultation council hakukuwa na report there was no council hakukuwa na ushauri haukuwa pale then the king alapomfanme akamuita I think the church has been called. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Kurudi. Back to repentance. And holy. And today he has made it clear. Na leo hii ameifanya wazi that sin kwamba dhambi is absolute lunacy. In the face of this. Machoni pa hii. So he has ravished sin. Kwa hivyo amefutilia mbali dhambi. Can we look at another important aspect that is going to nail the coffin to sin? Je, tunaweza angalia kipengee kingine cha muhimu ambacho kitaenda kupigia mstari kwa kwa jeneza la dhambi? Ah, uh, it's still young, it's just 8:30. Ah, uh, bado ni mapema, ni saa 2:30. Can I do this? Je, naweza fanya hivi? He says the following. Anasema yafuatayo. First Peter chapter 2. Petro wa kwanza mlango wake wa pili. Can you write the title Royal Inheritance? Andika mada ule urithi wa kifalme. My son you try but it needs to be better right? Thank you. Yeah. Say it. Anasema First Peter Petro wa kwanza chapter 2. Mlango wa pili mstari wa 9 Anasema yafuatayo But you are a chosen people lakini ninyi ni taifa teule a royal priesthood ukuhani wa kifalme a holy nation taifa takatifu a people to God ni wa Mungu that you should declare praises of him that called you out ambao mnapaswa kutangaza sifa zake yeye aliyewaita kutoka gizani kutoka kwa giza into the wonderful but now you are the people of god lakini sasa ninyi ni taifa not receive mercy kwanza amko amko mababa lakini sasa mmepata rehema have you seen your heritage je mmeona ridhi wenu your nationality uraia wenu He say Anasema you have a royal inheritance Muko na urithi wa kifalme Royal inheritance Urithi wa kifalme Apportioned to you 
And you might live a life in this earth without ever knowing that there is one for you. And he says, I'm going to request a few scriptures real quick. Nitasoma maandiko kadhaa kwa haraka. Exodus 19 verse 5 and then verse 6. Kutoka 19 mstari wa 5 kisha mstari wa 6. Now if you obey me fully sasa kama mkinitikika milifu now he was talking to israel sasa alikuwa anazungumza na israeli but if you obey me fully kwamba ikiwa mtanitikika milifu out of all the nations basi kutokana na mataifa yote you will be my treasured possession mtakuwa milki yangu ya thamani and verse 66 wa sita anasema that although the whole earth is mine kwamba itapokuwa dunia yote ni mali yangu you will be a kingdom of priests ninyi mtakuwa kwangu falme taifa takatifu and these are the words you speak to israel then he comes and says it to the church in first peter alafu anakuja na kuisema kwa kanisa katika peto wa kwanza you have a royal heritage muko na ule urithi wa kifalme and he says let us move on revelation chapter 20 walipewa mamlaka And I saw the souls of those that had been beheaded. Nami nikaona roho za wale waliokatwa vichwa because of their testimony for Jesus. Kwa sababu ya ushuhuda wa ushuhuda wao wa Yesu. And because of the word of God. Na kwa sababu ya neno la Mungu. They had not worshiped the beast. Hawakuwa wamemsujudia huyo mnyama. Oh his image. Wala sanamu yake. They had not received the mark of the beast on their foreheads. Wala hawakupokea ile chapa yake kwenye vipaji vya nyuso zao. On their hands. Au kwenye mikono yao. They came to life. Wakawa hai. And reigned with Christ a thousand years. Na kutawala pamoja na Kristo miaka elfu moja. That is another class. Hiyo ni hiyo ni kiwango kingine. Those that go through the beheading. Wale wanaopitia kukatwa vichwa. But right away you can see lakini moja kwa moja unaweza kuona eventually they reign with Christ kwamba hatimaye wanatawala pamoja na Kristo so there is actually the reigning with Christ kwa hivyo hivyo basi kuna kutawala na Kristo there is the reigning with Christ kuna kutawala na Kristo amen yeshangaza matayo 19:28 matayo 19:28 haleluya haleluya Nasonga kwa haraka zaidi sasa. Yesu akawaambia, I tell you the truth. Amen, amen nawaambia. At the renewal of all things 
wakati wa kufanya upya vitu vyote when the son of man sits on his glorious throne wakati mwana wa adamu atakapoketi kwenye kiti chake cha utukufu cha enzi you who have followed followed me will also sit on top throne ninyi mliofuata pia mtaketi katika viti vya enzi 12 judging the 12 tribes of israel mkiahukumu makabila 12 ya israeli this is now the disciples he walked with hawa sasa ni wanafunzi aliotembea na wao but the message is clear lakini uchumbe uko wazi there is reigning with christ kuna kutawala na kristo now he is introducing that to you sasa anatanguliza hiyo kwenu that actually there is the reigning with Christ kwamba hata hivyo kuna kutawala na Kristo reigning with Christ kutawala na Kristo we have seen those who are beheaded tumeona wale waliokatwa vichwa and now we have seen these ones who are the apostles na sasa tumeona hawa ambao ni mitume Matthew 25 Mathayo 25 verse 21 mstari wa 21 he says anasema Matthew 21 25 21 his master replied kwa wake akamjibu well so okay that's verse 21 very good his master replied well done good and faithful servant bana wake akamwambia umefanya vizuri sana mtumishi mwema na mwaminifu you have been faithful with a few things umekuwa mwaminifu kwa vitu vichache i will now put you in charge of many things nitakuweka kwa msimamizi wa vitu vingi come and share your master's happiness jo ushiriki katika furaha ya bwana wako there is the reigning with Christ kuna kutawala na Kristo this now directly points of the church sasa hii inakonyezea moja kwa moja kwa kanisa. The one that is seated here. Hao wale ambao nawaona wameketi hapa. Meaning they are thrones. Kumaanisha wako na enzi. They are thrones. Kunazo enzi. When the Messiah will set up, he said the glorious throne and I will let you know when it will be set up. Wakati Bwana atawaia ile enzi utukufu na sababu ya kujua itakuwa lini book of revelation 321 kitabu cha ufunuo 3:21 revelation 321 ufunuo 3:21 is the following anasema yafuatayo to him who overcomes kwake yeye ashindaye i'll give him the right to sit with me nitampa haki ya kuketi pamoja nami on my throne kwenye kiti changu cha enzi just as i overcame kama vile mimi nilivyoshinda and sat down nikaketi pamoja na baba yangu kwenye kiti chake cha enzi kuna kutawala na Kristo don't let sin life you usisababishe dhambi ikudanganye there is a bigger thing kuna jambo kubwa kuna kitu kikubwa there is the reigning with Christ kuna kutawala na Kristo and for this for this na kwa ajili ya hii you can do literally anything under the sun to shut down sin to claim your throne unaweza uweka kando kila kitu ukaweke dhambi kando ili uweze kudai enzi yako ufunge dhambi nje 
to shut down sin. To cleanse. I told you. From today on, no more. You, you will give up. You will not like sin. Second Timothy chapter two. Let me share with you something here. You see the two prophets of the Lord walking here. You see one in the background. Can you put the one of Kisumu? Put take even this one is good, but put the first one of Kisumu, the other one behind. Kisumu, if you don't mind, I bless you very much, Randy. I bless you. You're such a golden treasure. The Lord bless you eternally. With your family and I, I have decreed that you will enter the eternal kingdom of God. Simply based on the words of my tongue. I have the authority, I have decreed that. Simply based on the words of my tongue. You see that? What is happening here is tremendous. You see one, in all of them anyway. So, you see one of them in the forefront, the other one is the background. And you see, one is in the spiritual realm. One bears the physical, tangible, body, walking with you, talking with you, and so on. But the other one is in the, in the spiritual realm, transfigured. Where, the other one wearing the eternal everlasting body, immortal body. That event, this only takes place when now the raptured church comes back with the Messiah and they are wearing their glorious eternal radiant bodies and then they find people in their physical bodies on the earth so the two types of bodies will be on the earth but now you are so blessed to see this before it happens the two types of bodies are walking here but those that come with the Messiah having been raptured into heaven and coming back to Jerusalem they will have glorious eternal bodies like these ones here and the mystery about them is that every single moment when you begin a conversation with one you always end up with the other one they are always switching position like this all that is amazing when the Lord showed me everything you cannot see this and still go back to sin no because if the Bible promised them and they came in Malachi he had to come in this form he must 
isn't it my daughter you have to be this way right yes ni kweli mimi wangu lazima iwe namna hii because otherwise how would people know kwa sababu na sivyo watu watajuaje Jesus is Lord Yesu ni bwana process in the church akilitengeza kanisa are we really coming back tomorrow je bado tunarudi kesho I am coming back. Ninarudi. I have a very long message tomorrow. Niko na ujumbe mrefu kesho. Maybe four hours like this. Labda masaa manne hivi. But let me tell you, lakini wacheni niwaambie. Today he has said, leo hii amesema, that you cannot see these things. Kwamba uwezi ukayaona mambo haya. And go back to sin as usual. Na urudi kwa dhambi kama kawaida. He rubbish sin. Amefutilia mbali dhambi. Ameifanya takataka kamili. Ameifanya takataka kamili. My sons and daughters of the universities. Kenyatta National Hospital where are you? Hospitali ya kitaifa ya Kenyatta. All my sons and universities stand up and my daughters too. Wana wangu kutoka vyo vikuu na mabinti zangu pia msimame. No more being food for the devil. Hakuna tena kuwa chakula cha shetani. Now sin has been rubbish. Sasa dhambi imefutiliwa mbali. Because kwa sababu he says alisema when they are working wanapofanya kazi tembea in the universities wanapotembea katika vyo vikuu in sin katika dhambi maybe with a girlfriend a boyfriend labda na rafiki wa kike ama wa kiume they try to boast and talk their king wanajaribu kuringa na kuendeleza kana kwamba wao ni wale ambao wanatawala but for you you know lakini kwenu ninyi mnachua they have been enslaved kwamba wao ni watumwa they need freedom wanahitaji uhuru they have been imprisoned wamefungwa no more sin hakuna dhambi tena Hallelujah I bless you all. Hallelujah na wabariki nyote. I bless your revival. Ninabariki uvuvio wenu. In the name of Jesus. Katika jina la Yesu. Can you sit down we take the last scripture. Je, mnaweza keti chini tuchukue andiko la mwisho. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh yes there's a big revival in the universities now. Oh ndio kuna uvuvio mkubwa katika vyo vikuu sasa. They are choosing Jesus. They are choosing Jesus. Jesus. Jesus.
that the folk kwamba umma wale the folk that will be in hell kwamba wale watakaokuwa jahanamu watakuwa wanaangalia juu namna hii is that JJ I see je huyo ni JJ ambaye namuona sisi monetron ameketi katika enzi that they will be seeing events in heaven kwamba watakuwa wakiona matukio mbinguni hallelujah hallelujah Jesus is Lord. Yesu ni Bwana. Thank you China. Asante Uchina. Shesheni, shesheni. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> oh yes. Ondio. Oh, oh yes. Ondio. Oh, There is a throne prepared for you. Kuna enzi, kuna kiti cha enzi kilichoandaliwa kwa ajili yako. So anything sit aside. Otherwise your friends in hell will be seeing Last video marafiki zako kuzimu atakuwa anaangalia John Tatu Revelation chapter 22 ufunuo chapter 2 rather ufunuo mlango wa pili verse 22 the throne that is waiting for you very difficult people here today watu wagumu sana hapa maandiko mengi kwa sababu niangalia nyuso zao so too deep ilikuwa ya bilidi sana waulize wale waliokuja katika makao makuu na kulikuwa na sehemu ya masaa kumi section wa Yohana mlango wa pili mstari wa 26 atakayeshinda and does my will na kutenda mapenzi yangu mpaka mwisho i'll give him atawala and you die pieces like torture pande pande kama chombo cha udongo just as i received authority from my father kama vile mimi nilipopokea mamlaka toka kwa baba i also give the hallelujah nami nitampa pia hallelujah they are prone ready for you kuna enzi kuna enzi ambazo ziko tayari kwa ajili yako kataeni dhambi leo they are prone prepared kuna enzi zilizoandaliwa you cannot miss that hauwezi ukakosa hiyo you cannot hauwezi kama hii languishing in hell kuze ulimi wako hey in swahili they say hawa ni wafalme ambao wanatawala Ready go to the revelation chapter 5. Na kusema katika ufunuo wa mlango wa 5. Mstari wa 10. He says the following. Anasema yafuatayo. You have met the kingdom. Wewe umewafanya hawa wawe ufalme. And priests. Na makuhani. To serve our God. Wa kumtumikia Mungu wetu. And they will reign on the earth. Nao watatawala duniani. They are thrown for you. Kwa kuna enzi kuna viti vya enzi kwa ajili yetu. So kwa hivyo commission tafadhali commission dhambi na mkaitupilie mbali kwa ajili ya kwa hii hii ni bora zaidi bigger and better hii ni kubwa na ni bora zaidi and it says revelation 17:14 na anasema ufunuo na 17:14 the word explosion ah mlipuko wa neno nafsi He does feel the soul in a wish and nothing but talking about eternity in heaven lakini kuzungumzia kuhusu a to z umilele mbinguni kwa hivyo kuna a mpaka za 
You say Kenya is blessed to be here. Unasema Kenya imebarikiwa. Why do you say that? Because I need to read the next scripture 17. Why do you say so, Archbishop? This country is blessed. Why do you say so? I was talking to him, but you can also say. Can somebody give me a microphone and help him? Thank you. Just one second. One second. Say, say. Okay, put it on somebody. Help him. I give you my answer. Oh, blessed to be here. I, I am the one blessed to be here. Yes. Yes. Oh, blessed to be here. So Thank you so much. These people are taking the message of eternity. Hawa watu wanaochukua ujumbe wa umilele. From A to Z. Kutoka A mpaka Z. So can you Thank you so much from Sweden. Thank you. Asante sana kutoka Sweden. Hiyo ni nguvu sana. Can you give it to one minute? We don't have time. Kenya is blessed. Kenya imebarikiwa. To be rebuilt. To be counseled and directed, right? Kukemewa, kushauriwa na kuelekezwa. Andiko linatimilizwa hapa Kenya. Even Israel. Hata Israeli. Commanding from here. Kuamrisha kutoka hapa. That God the Father God defend the border with Syria. Kwamba Mungu Baba aende akailinde ile mipaka Israeli na Waashuri. Let me say. Na akasema, God the Father will come. Mungu Baba atakuja. After that prophecy. Baada ya huo unabii. And will pass only by the border like you saw. There you go. Na atapita tu kwa mipaka namna hii kama vile mlivyoona, kama vile mnavyoona. The Lord is my peace. And the Lord is speaking in Kenya. Na Bwana ananena kutoka Kenya. Kutoka Kenya. The Lord is speaking. But soon the Lord will be speaking from Israel, you know that. Lakini karibuni Bwana atakuwa akizungumza kutoka Israel mwaji wa hiyo. For now he's speaking from Kenya, you're right. Kwa sasa anasisi the Lord will do this for all nations, right? Bwana atafanya hivi kwa maana Thank you so much indeed. Thank you. Asante kweli kweli asante. Thank you. Asante. I look for when I'll be back home. Ninatazamia wakati ambao nitarudi nyumbani. And speak from home. Na nizungumze kutoka nyumbani. I tell you. Nakwambia. It will be different. Itakuwa tofauti. I hope it will be after the rapture. Na kisha itakuwa baada ya unyakuzi. Otherwise before the rapture you will be like, wow, what you it will be bad. Lakini wacha tulenge hii kwa sasa. He says Revelation 17:14. Anasema ufunuo 17 mstari wa 14. He says anasema they will make war against the lamb. Watafanya vita na mwana kondoo. But the lamb will overcome them. Lakini mwana kondoo atawashinda. Because he is the Lord of lords. Kwa sababu yeye ni bwana wa mabwana. And the king of kings and with him will be his called chosen yeye atakuwa pamoja na watu wake walioitwa na wateule and his faithful followers na watu wafuasi wake waaminifu that is you na huyo ni wewe revelation chapter 20 verse 6 ufunuo 20 mstari wa 6 the 20 chapter 20 verse 6 mlango wa 20 mstari wa 6 he says Blessed and holy are those who are part in the first resurrection. Wamebarikiwa na walio watakatifu ni wale walio na sehemu katika ufukuo wa kwanza. The second resurrection has no power over them. 
hao mauti ya pili haina nguvu juu yao but they will be priests of god and of christ bali watakuwa makuhani wa Mungu na wa Kristo and reign with him for a thousand years nao watatawala pamoja naye kwa muda wa miaka elfu let me summarize everything for you now hebu niweke kwa mkutasari kila kitu kwa ajili yenu sasa you see the following now unaona yapotayo sasa the prophecy unabi the prophecy in Psalm 110 verse 1 The prophecy in Psalm 110 verse 1 The scripture is sweet like honey the word You can't live the, the, the conference You feel it is food I think this is the eating of bread continually right Hakuna njaa, hakuna njaa, hakuna kulia, hakuna kulia. I tell you it's very powerful here, right? Nawaambia ni nguvu sana. Revelation 1:10 verse 1. Zaburi 110 mstari wa kwanza. He says the following. Anasema yapatayo. The Lord says to my Lord. Bana amwambia bana wangu. Sit down at my right hand. Keti mkono wangu wa kuume. Until I make your enemies a footstool for your feet baka nitakapowafanya adui zako kuwa mahali pa kuweka miguu yako can i explain everything now jenaweza kuelezea kila kitu sasa he's saying the following anasema yapatayo he's saying anasema that when the prophecy of Psalm 110 verse 1 come complete is fulfilled kwamba wakati ambapo unabii wa zaburi 110 mstari wa kwanza unatimilizwa then all the enemies of Christ the enemies of the cross the enemies of the church will have been crushed under the feet do you remember genesis 3:15 when he said and you shall crush the head of the serpent when it's fulfilled and the lord makes his enemies his footstool many crush their head now you the church that will have triumphed you will now become sasa mtafanyika the triumphant church the victorious church kanisa la ushindi kanisa liloshinda and now the enemy will not disturb you again because he will not be there na sasa adui atawasumbua tena kwa sababu hatakuepo shetani or satan whatever the name shetani he will not be there hatakuepo pale you could as well go to your dictionary and delete that name ungeweza kwenda kwa mtume na kufutilia mbali jina hilo siku hiyo itakapofika so he will not disturb you kwa hivyo hatawasumbua so there will be no need kwa hivyo hakutakuwa na hitaji for the messiah to be at the right hand side of the father kwa mesia kuwa katika mkono wa kuume kwa baba interceding for you akiwaombea that role will have been finished hiyo hiyo wajibu utakuwa umekwisha and so the lord now will erect for the messiah a glorious throne na hivyo basi bwana atainua enzi ya utukufu kwa ajili ya mesia on the earth katika duniani hapa and that is the throne the messiah said na hiyo ndio enzi ambayo mesia alisema he will raise your throne also by his side like this atainua pia enzi zenu kando yake namna hii na namna hii there will be a new throne 
raised directed for the messiah utakuwa na enzi mpya ile inoliwa kwa ajili ya messiah when the prophecy of Psalm 110 verse 1 is completed fulfilled wakati ambapo unabii wa zaburi 111 mstari wa kwanza umetimilizwa this is very powerful hii ni nguvu sana because now kwa sababu sasa that is the one he kept saying just like my father allowed me share with him and gave me authority to reign right now is reigning in our heart hiyo ndio sababu alisema kama vile tu baba yangu alinipatia haki ya kutawala sasa hivi anatawala katika mioyo zetu then he says na kisha anasema i too when my throne is raised i'll raise you up too you sit next to me and i'll give you authority mimi pia wakati enzi yangu itakapoinuliwa nitainua zingine karibu nami na kuwapatia ninyi mamlaka so blessed people kwa hivyo watu wabarikiwa This is a very powerful time in the history of the church. Ni wakati wa nguvu sana katika historia ya kanisa. And you have seen na mumeona that only lunacy, kwamba ni uenda wazimu tu. Only madness, ni uenda wazimu peke yake. Can cause anybody. Unaweza kumsababisha mke wake. Akaweze kuachana na enzi yake. Let me give you the following real quick. Hebu niwapatie yafuatayo kwa haraka kabisa. That you are complete kwamba mkakamilike and completed na mkakue mwakamilifu he says the following anasema yafuatayo when he says lodebar anaposema lodebari the reference for that ya kunukuu kwa ajili hiyo is first samuel chapter 3 verse 1 wa kwanza mlango wa 3 mstari wa kwanza when the word of god was rare was not there there were no vision ambapo neno la Mungu lilikuwa adimu halikuwepo hakukuwa na maono It will be synonymous with Amos chapter 8:11 Itafanana na Amosi 8 mstari wa 11 The desolation ama maji lakini neno la Mungu anasema It is referenced in Amos 6:13 when Amos was laughing at them Why do you say you have conquered You have conquered nothing. nothing. Inarejelewa na kitabu cha Amosi 3:10, 6:13 wakati ambapo alikuwa akiwauliza. Why are you priding yourself on this? Ni kwa nini mnajivunia imeshinda bure? Everybody knows Lodebar is nothing. Kila mtu anajua Lodebar ni bure tu. And you are saying we want it. Na mnasema kwamba tulishinda. Then how can Israel attack Israel? Na basi je Israeli inawezaje kuishambulia Israeli? Psalm 74 verse 9 Zaburi 74 mstari wa 9 And Ezekiel chapter 725 27 Na Ezekiel 725 27 In that state katika hali hiyo hiyo where the church is now mali ambapo kanisa liko sasa I've already described the throne Tayari nimekushaelezea enzi She needs to come and inherit Anahitaji kuja na kurithi She is now where she needs to come out Lakini mali ambapo yuko sasa maana inahitaji kutoka No talking Hakuna kuzungumza, no speaking, hakuna kuongea, no pronouncement, hakuna matangazo, no communication from heaven, hakuna majadiliano kutoka mbinguni, no hakuna kiunganishi na mbinguni, no word, hakuna neno, no bread, hakuna mkate, no pasture, hakuna malisho, no bread, hakuna mkate. And then he says, alipoasema, thou shalt na wewe It bread utakula mkate at my table mezani mwangu continually forever kuendelea milele wow wow kukula mkate kukula mkate kukula mkate elios kukula mkate do you know those 
They are called to you. Can you translate the Lord? This guy has But they were TikTok na Elliot. Broadways. Broadways. Yes, he has a problem with the spiritual, right? But he needs to be careful who is talking to him, right? Hallelujah. So no bread, hakuna mkate, no pasture, hakuna malisho, forgotten people, watu waliosahaulika, cut off from the mainstream, wametupiliwa mbali kutoka katika ile njia kuu. Deplorable loneliness, wako katika hali ya kuhurumika na wakiwa kwa upweke, undelivered, wasiokombolewa, unredeemed, wasiokombolewa, no visitation, hakuna mtembeleo. Hakuna uvuvio. No sustenance. Hakuna kudumishwa. Not fit for blessing. Hawafai kwa ajili ya baraka. Meaning not fit for purpose. Kumaanisha hawafai kwa ajili ya kusudi. Living outside their inheritance. Wakiishi nje ya urithi wao. No enlightenment. Hakuna kujiwa nuru. A lost people. Watu waliopotea. Imprisoned lifestyle. Maisha ya kufungwa. No productivity. Hakuna uzalishaji. No counsel. Hakuna ushauri. No instruction. Hakuna maagizo. No worship. Hakuna ibada. Lost inheritance. Wamepoteza, wamepoteza ulimwengu. No Hakuna ya kutiwa moyo. Lost heaven. Wamepoteza mbingu. Lost heaven. Mbingu zilizofungwa. No dreams. Hakuna ndoto. No prophets. Hakuna manabii. And yet here you are two prophets. Na ile hapa muko na manabii wawili. So no prophet is terrible. Kwa hivyo kutokuwa na manabii ni kutisha. No prophet is terrible. Hakuna manabii ni kutisha. Because God wants to speak. Kwa sababu Mungu anataka kuzungumza. But no communication. Lakini hakuna majadiliano. And then now, alafu sasa, from that deplorable state, katika hiyo hali ya kuhuzunisha. I want now to bring you back to the throne. Sasa nataka niwarudishe katika enzi. The choice is obvious. Uchaguzi uko wazi. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So it's good to have the prophets of the Lord in the land. Because you might hear a thing or two. Kwa sababu unaweza sikia ngaja pamoja ama mawili. That God is saying kwamba Mungu anasema to a people kwa watu to help them kuwasaidia for posterity. Na kwa ajili ya kuufanisi future posterity. Kwa, kwa ajili ya hatima. Posterity different from prosperity, but prosperity also maisha ya usoni lakini pia ufanisi pia no prophet hakuna manabii absence of god hakuna kufikia mungu running away from god kutoroka kutoka kwa mungu and when they are lost na wakati ambapo wamepotea also destroyed pia wanaharibika outcast from society wametupwa kutoka kwa jumuiya no purity hakuna usafi no healing hakuna uponyaji no crippled walking around hakuna kiwete mbaya anatembea no creation Hakuna uumbaji. Because you remember, kwa sababu unakumbuka, in the deeper Hebrew, katika Kiebrania ya vilindi, it was translated according to Torah. Ili tafsiriwa kulingana na Torah. And they say it is synonymous with when God pronounced and there was creation. Na wakasema kwamba inafanana na wakati ambapo Bwana alitangaza wakati wa uumbaji. He pronounced alitangaza na kukawa na uumbaji lakini hata mwanadamu if you ever get time and go to genesis 2 maybe verse 19 down ikiwa utawaipata muda na kwenda katika mwanzo mbili mwanzo mbili mstari wa 19 kwenda chini even man find hata mwanadamu look at this now tazama hii sasa 
ushering hakuna kulelewa no direction hakuna mwelekeo hali ya utasa nanasema no word of god hakuna neno la mungu no divine communication hakuna mawasiliano ya iwe kwa amri za mungu ama unabii wa mungu ama neno la mungu kuwasaidia watu wake haiko hapo no word from hakuna neno kutoka kwa yawe ni unyamavu wa kutisha no instruction no hope hakuna maagizo hakuna tumaini so compare that with the throne kwa hivyo linganisha hiyo na enzi then you must return kisha lazima urudi hallelujah hallelujah how many now agree that the message is sent ni wangapi sasa wanakubali kwamba lazima wakatae dhambi katika chumba chake cha enzi the lord has given me instruction from there na ye bana amenipa maagizo kutoka huko regarding the glorious coming of the messiah kuhusiana na kukuja kwa utukufu kwa messiah the lord has told me before he brought all stone na ye bana amenisimamisha mbele ya enzi yake pia and i saw the events that are happening in israel right now na nikaona matukio ambayo yanatendeka katika Israeli sasa hivi. I announced in 2004. Nikatangaza mwaka wa 2004 that it is going to be Benjamin Netanyahu too. Kwamba itakwenda kuwa Benjamin Netanyahu wa pili. Because the first Benjamin Netanyahu kwa sababu Benjamin Netanyahu wa kwanza took place when the two prophets of the Lord were in Israel for seven years. Ilifanyika wakati ambapo manabii wawili wa Bwana walikuwa Israeli kwa miaka saba. And then alafu we saw him coming back. Tulimuona akirudi. And now na sasa the changes of leadership mabadiliko ya uongozi. Okay now kimani normally when such a thing is being said you zoom to the church normally that when you go to the church for the people bro i don't know why my brother to the church just to church up very much really church up my god you need to know the church just to church you don't understand that so listen to this time sikiliza isasa the nations who are tuned in mataifa wanaosikiliza 
Can you please zoom into the chest, please, so that I can talk to the nations? You need some. Can you get a camera, man? Thank you. Archbishop, are you going to take charge of these things from tomorrow onwards? The two prophets of the Lord don't do this again. Okay, thank you. But the Lord may not strike this country. You saw how they struck Mexico? They struck Chile? They struck Haiti? They struck Nepal? They struck Florida, the US. They struck very severely the Caribbean, remember? Okay, please. Let's handle this with care. Now, the Lord has spoken with me about the coming of the and that event is an irretrievable event. Irretrievable. When it does take place, you cannot repeat it. And the Lord has instructed the church to repent. That all people globally should repent and turn away from sin. And be baptized. Be born again properly. And the Lord is saying that this is the hour for revival. That any nation under the sun can literally take this revival and run with it and revive the entire nation. The Messiah is coming. God the Father. Mungu Baba. Jehovah Elohim. Jehovah Elohim. Jehovah Gana. Jehovah Gana. Jehovah Bara. Jehovah Bara. Mekadish. Elohim. Elohim. He has spoken with me. Amenena pamojanami. About the coming of the Messiah. Kusiana na kukuja kwa Messiah. Jehovah Hamelek. Jehovah Hamelek. He has spoken with me. Amenena pamojanami. Please repent. Tafadali chukuni and be baptized. The Messiah is coming. Masih anakuja. May the Lord bless you. Hebubana awabariki. But tomorrow, give me more time. Lakini kesho Unless I will throw you to the back, the bishop. I bring the the neutral people to the front because I want to go according to what the Lord wants to say, not to cut out chunks of scriptures because of the bishops. They are kind of whatever. Please, I just want to do the work of the Lord. He called me alone, says the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Only he is my friend. I don't have another friend. You promise to be patient tomorrow. The bishops, the bishops, the bishops. Okay, then I will allow you to sit in the front. Otherwise, I'll bring the guests here. Because I need to minister. They come from very far. I need to give them full, not to cut chunks. You can imagine how powerful the message is, but I cut big pieces out. You know, I am 
I am no respecter of human person, human being. I don't respect. If the heaven can give accolades on you like this, So if you are able to do that then I need to honor that by giving you the full battery. Because your soul is thirsty like the deer passes for the water brook. Hallelujah. I love you Australia, I love you China, I love you Brazil, everybody, I love you Sweden, Sweden. USA, China, the Lord bless you, Malaysia, Malaysia, I remember you, my daughter is here, let her come to greet me before I leave.